You are watching the vodka stream. Hey, what's happening, everybody? It is Friday. You already know my name. I don't need that name down there. What's happening? Oh, hopefully you guys are doing good. We made it through another week, as we do. Not time to sit back, talk some nerdiness, grab a drink if you want to, do all that, and, you know, do all that. <laughs> That's basically all I have to say. Anyways, welcome to Friday, guys. Like I said, you know, uh, you know, no guest tonight, uh, maybe next week, and hey, maybe the week after, too. Uh, you know, I'm starting to try to get some uh, guests in here, to get some one-on-ones and what's happening now when it comes to all out there trying to reach out to people and whatnot but uh right now it's just uh you know ask questions ask away as i sip this vodka right here so cheers guys mm. ah. good stuff good stuff good stuff all right how we doing out there ah let's see we got jay fizz right here Batfleck solo movie was written can we at least get the script novelization you know nothing wrong with that I always said, you know, either, you know, somebody leak it over there. Somebody leak it. Or they could make it into a graphic novel. I mean, what's I, I what's funny about this is like you have Jim Lee, right? We have Jim Lee. Jim Lee was a supporter of Zack Snyder and still is. And drew covers for Zack Snyder's Justice League. And he's what? The CCO of DC Comics. So why not just take some of the stories or some of the ideas or, and, and I, and I still think this will happen because I mean, look at what happened with Superman 78 and Batman 89. It's like they brought, they, they continued those stories, those versions of the characters. So why can't we have like a Snyderverse, Snyderverse, like part of DC comics, or at least, you know, some one-off stories, some Elseworld stories when it comes to that. You know, and hopefully that that could happen. I mean, I know Zach has pitched the idea before. He's even said it. He said it right here on the, the Vodka stream, you know. So it's just crazy that that it has not happened yet. And, you know, we had Joe Manganiello this week post pictures that he had dinner with Jim Lee. And a lot of people were like, well, maybe they're going to, you know, do like a death stroke graphic novel with his likeness or something like that. It's like, why not? Why not? You're leaving money on the table. Because a lot of us would actually, you know, we, we would definitely do that. We'd, we'd go to the comic book store. We'd order the comic books. Sorry. I forgot to post on. There we go. Just posting on uh, the YouTube community board. There. There we go. All right. Posting that. So, yeah, maybe one of these days. What's going on, Kenneth? Friday's doing all right. Not too shabby. Super hyped for Superman Legacy and Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow and the futures of both Superman and Supergirl in the DCU. They are great characters in the comics and more recently, DC TV. True that. I hope the best for Clark Kent and Kara Zor-El in the DCU. They are my Kryptonian king and queen, and I will always love them. David and Millie are going to crush it as super. Yeah, let's hope for that. You know, I mean, I think they will. I think they will. Like I said, I don't I mean, they're 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 fairly unknown, which is what I love. That's the thing. And, you know, nowadays it seems like people 
feel like they that they have to like cast known people. Anytime like we talk about the castings, especially of the 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 DCU, the new one, it's like everybody just wants like you know everybody starts naming off names that are known. And anytime that I think about it, it's like yeah, I can name off names that I know that can maybe play the role well, but at the same time, I just want somebody unknown to be honest. And I think I said this last week. I mean, and when it came to Superman, it seemed like every Superman actor that's been cast live action was unknown. But when it came to Batman, they were fairly known, you know, like, you know, Michael Keaton was already known ish, but maybe not. But at the same time, he had Mr. Mom and Beetlejuice before that. Christian Bale was fairly known because, you know, American Psycho, people knew him from that and some other movies. George Clooney was fairly known from ER. Val Kilmer was well known. You know, and it's just like Ben Affleck was definitely known, you know, I mean, there's just like it, it It seems like when it came when it comes to Batman, they always, you know, Robert Pattinson was known, too. It seems like when it comes to Batman, they were they're already like known actors before before they got cast as Batman. But when it came to Superman, it's like Christopher Reeve, huh? Dean Kang, huh? You know, Tom Welling, huh? You know, Brandon Ruth, huh? And Henry Cavill, huh? You know, it's just. David Cornsweet. What? Who? Who is that guy? You know. So, what's going on, Phil? Sent you a message on the uh, the Patreon. Uh, let me know if you want to join tonight. So, uh, yeah, look on that. I sent you that over there. Okay, cool. I, I always forget that you know on there you have to refresh the damn thing. <laughs> it doesn't automatically do it. So, see you soon. See you soon. See you soon. All right, got that. Is it live on Twitter? Um, yes, it is. Cool. Is it? Yeah, it's working. Making sure. All right. Uh, also gotten some new DC TV shows, both older and newer. Recently on Blu-ray disc and DVD, Batman 66, Wonder Woman 70s TV, The Flash 1990 show. Oh, do I love The Flash? You know, obviously I love the Batman 66 show, but I love the, uh, the, the Flash 90s show as well. I remember when DC Universe, the DC Universe app came out and they put all of it on there. Oh, man, did I binge the shit out of that. This is Sparta. Ah, love it. Uh, we got Ryan here, too. What's going on? We got Shane. Oh, good to see you. We got Axel right here. Good to see you, too, buddy. Game City Savior, what's happening? Uh, Gunn said he wouldn't put dick jokes in, in the Superman movie, but he couldn't help but put it in the casting. What? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, so he put it in the casting. What do you mean? He put a dick joke in the casting? I don't even remember that. But when did he say that he wouldn't put dick jokes? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I know he said that um, that he, you know, it would be a different tone than Guardians of the Galaxy, at least. But yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, what's the dick joke in the casting? Hmm. There's something missing. Something I'm missing there. What's happening, Kevin? Good to see you. Cheers, of course. Mm. Ah. Boop, boop. Okay. We got Miss Jackson right here. Good to see you, Lisa. Always great to see you. And always great to see you too, Mr. Fear Jason. It's freezing in Vegas and the NFL isn't happy. <laughs> That's right. Super Bowl happening this weekend. I'm going to my friend's house for a little, you know, small Super Bowl party. Should be fun. But yeah, 
I forgot that it's happening in Vegas. So Vegas must be just like crazy right now a little bit. One of the, you know, I, I predict that somehow they're going to, well, I don't know if it's, maybe it's big enough. I don't know. Somehow they're going to make some kind of, they're going to try to put a sporting event in that sphere, but I don't know how they would do that. They probably, it's not built for that, but yeah, I don't know if there's any way that they could remove. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's too small, probably too small the way that the seating area is, you know, probably couldn't do it in the sphere, but wouldn't that be insane if you had all this, you had all this craziness that was happening in the sphere while the, yeah, it'd probably be too distracting though as well, but yeah it's cold it's cold uh it's cold over here in in, uh, cali as well currently my computer says 46 degrees which i'm like i get tired of the cold but i think i i don't i realized because we had this uh this crazy weather the past couple of weeks i mean it was just we had that 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 pineapple express tropical or climate thing that was happening and they called it pineapple express because it's coming from hawaii and you know i mean (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that just, why, why even call it that when it's the name of a weed in a movie based on the weed? Um, you know, it was raining a lot. So it was cold and damp and that sucks. That's when I don't like it, but I don't mind it when it's like today, today and yesterday was actually pretty beautiful. You know, like, like I always say, it's like after there's like a, uh, a rainstorm that happens here and, and a pretty significant one, man, does, does it look beautiful when it clears up? All oh, the mountains are covered with snow. Everything's just blue and everything's just looking green and everything. It all looks great, but California is just not built for constant rain. That's for damn sure. So, Hey, Hey, what's going on? Tiz. Good to see you. All right. Let's go on. Let's see. Dave, just saying if Bev, Bev, I think he meant Ben, finished his Batfleck movie. Can we get a novelization at least? I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I like I said, I'm with you, man. I mean, I want to, I, I, yeah, that script is, that script is finished. There's a finished script out there, you know, for the most part. There's probably been a couple of drafts, you know, but sadly, we have to realize that part of that script, part of that script is going to be written by Jeff Johns. You know, that's the thing. And I know we don't, you know, he's not, He's not a fan favorite now for some, you know, but we have to kind of just like suck it up and realize that Jeff Johns did have some input when it came to that. That's all. But I, yeah, I want to, I want to know that story. Hoy, hoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Always great to see you, bud. Cheers, my friend. Uh, Dave Ezra is performing with their band on Sunday. I'll let you know if I, if I, Oh, nice in Vegas. Yeah. I saw, I saw like a, a, uh, a video that, that, that Ezra posted on Instagram. That was interesting. Ezra was like in the car and he was, I mean, he was like eating. I don't know what he, what eating something. (laughs) It's pretty, he's looking good. Looking good though. His hair is way long, or their hair. Sorry, I always forget. I'm supposed to address their hair. Um, very long, very long, very long. Salute, Trevino. Bum 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 bum. What's going on, Abel? Good to see you. No guests. Going old school. No vodka tonight. Just some. Oh, okay. No guests. I mean, um, no, I'm just doing a Q&A, Brian, but good to see you. And then the the panels panel will show up. Been a little bit since you've uh, 
been on one of these, but yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, we'll get a panel in here soon, but, uh, you know, when it comes to like a guest guest, like a one-on-one situation, uh, hopefully soon, I got two people that I've been talking to that hopefully next week and the week after we'll, we'll, uh, talk to them. One, one that's uh pretty, uh, significant when it comes to a lot of this stuff who works for a pretty good website and then somebody else who works within the business. So should be good. So I'll just give you a little tease with that. I think a lot of angry WB employees are about to go go wild and leak stuff. They might. I mean, I know. I know. We're going to talk about that Looney Tunes, the the Acme versus Coyote, Wiley Coyote movie, which was talked about today. It's an interesting thing. It's definitely an interesting thing. Uh, Antonio, Jason Tiz, and I, Siri, Ryan Droga, Shane, Phil. Yeah, okay. Saying hi to everybody. That's good. Brightburns, 1985, what's happening? Either get a script novelization or turn it into a video game. And they won't turn it. Uh, video games cost a lot of money, so they would definitely not do that. It can't be worse. No, it won't be. Yeah. Well, the way that people are reacting to that, I don't see it being worse for sure. But um, now they definitely wouldn't turn it into a video game because that, that video games cost a lot, a lot of money. So um, I don't think a novelization... Uh, our graphic novel costs nearly as probably costs like a, you know, a fraction of that for sure. So, um, yeah, they, yeah. Even though that would be cool. That would be cool. What's going on Cortez? I guess it was a good thing. I just started playing Fortnite now that Disney world. Yeah, I know. Right. Jay's. Yeah. We'll be talking about that too. I mean, you know, it's basically like they, they turned, they're turning the Disney, all the properties that Disney owns, turning into a digital world, it's essentially ready player one kind of situation. I mean, why, I mean, why not? They're investing uh, 1.5 billion freaking dollars into that thing. So it's like, wow, crazy, crazy that they're putting, I mean, but they're trying to, uh, you know, they're making sure that their investors are happy, you know, especially with all the, uh, you know, some negativity that they've received recently. And I mean, Obviously, there's, you know, it's very, it's a, there's a discourse out there when it comes to the Gina Carano thing. And God knows, I mean, people were talking about it, but nobody's really talking about it anymore. I mean, there's still people talking about it, but, you know, when it happened, it was, it was a, uh, a lot of people were talking about it, but now it's kind of like dwindled down. And we'll see what happens when it comes to that, you know. And then, of course, the whole Elon Musk thing. Yeah, it's all, it's all pretty crazy. You're headed to Boston next month. Why are you going to Boston? Eleanor, what's going on? Happy Friday. Good to see you. It just seems that Zaslav is doing tax write-offs with small budget movies, not big ones as of yet. Well, I mean, was Batgirl really a small budget? I mean, it's $90 million. That's I would say that's it's not small, but it's pretty, I would say it's like mid. It's a mid-budget. Small, I would say, is more like 40 and under maybe 50 and under but 90 that would be like more like a mid thing um and then of course you have well when it comes to this movie i think this movie costs 30 so that's a small budget movie i don't know it's such a weird situation because i never saw anything about tax write-off it looked like sounds like it's just going to be just shelved it's all it's all very strange it's very strange and it's funny too because yes there's like I would love to watch it because I'll watch anything Looney Tunes. I've watched all the live action with the animation Looney Tunes movies. 
numerous times except for space jam 2 because i thought space jam 2 was a shit sandwich <laughs> i did not like space jam 2 first space jam amazing i watched that so much when i was a young one i watched that all the time anytime it was on hbo i'd watch space jam the first one but space jam 2 was a shit sandwich i did not like that one uh and then there was the one with brandon frazier watched that one i mean anything with that has to do with Looney Tunes. I'm all about it. So I definitely watch it, but I, I do find it funny. And I, and I will say, I will call out that some of the, a lot of the people, probably half of the people who are like, you know, expressing how disappointed they are online and throwing, you know, being like, damn you Warner brothers, damn you David Zaslav. They probably wouldn't have paid to watch it. They probably wouldn't have went to the movie theaters to watch it <laughs> or even, you know, thought about watching it on HBO max and, you know, until maybe later. I mean, it, that's, what's kind of funny. It's like, yeah, but were you really going to watch it? <laughs> were you really going to watch it? I would have watched it. I would have gone to see it, you know, for sure. But I think some people just like to just be angry uh, and they weren't actually going to watch it, but at the same time it sucks. And it's stupid when, when, especially when you have all these people, this, you got these people that worked on it very, very hard, uh, worked on it big time, especially a movie like this. Not easy to do a movie that has live action with animation. Not easy to do that. It's got to be a struggle. And so, you know, it's it's a lot of hard work and then nobody's going to see it. I mean, just drop it on Max. Just drop it on Max and just whatever and just see what happens. And, you know, I mean, use the bad publicity, to be honest. Just use it. Use the bad publicity. Put it on there and then you might, you know, you might see some, a lot of people just like decide to go, hey, you know, why not? You know, let's just give it a chance with all the drama that's behind it. I don't know. Just use the bad publicity. I'm telling you, some of these, you know, some of these people need to use the Internet to their disposal. I mean, it seems like Marvel and Disney know how to do that. Anytime something leaks or leaks. Use that. You don't think that they're loving the fact that, you know, all the Daredevil images that are coming out. Have you seen all the Daredevil images that have been like leaked out? Not really leaked out, but just, I mean, I guess leaked, but they're posted on because they're shooting outside. So it's nothing they could do about it. But I would say a majority of the Daredevil set images that we're seeing or even the video are fucking like professional. Look awesome. I think Marvel, again, is just utilizing that space to promote daredevil born again because let's face it when it first was being shot and it I had to scrap some things because it wasn't working and now we're basically getting a continuation of the netflix show and now marvel's like well just do the set photo thing show a bunch of stuff show some cool shots and reassure people that hey we're back baby there you go that's my little spiel on that what's going on keely Good to see you. Thank you. We're, you know, decided to wear the, uh, the anime because, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, there was like, uh, not, uh, uh, Bill Finger, his birthday was, uh, yesterday and, uh, you know, figured I was like, well, I'll wear a Batman shirt today. Why not? So, you know, Bill Finger, may he, you know, have a, uh, you know, obviously, you know, happy birthday to Bill Finger. There's no Batman without Bill Finger. We talked about that last night on DC Fanimated. We also gave some praise to uh, John Williams. Happy birthday to John Williams as well. 92 years old. Holy shit. That guy. And he's still working. He's still making beautiful music. John Williams. My God. What's going on, RJ? 
football as well. Busy weekend with Super Bowl and all the trailers. Here's hoping Deadpool 3 looks good. Any bets on who you think will win the big game? I'm thinking it's, yeah, I mean, let's face it. I think everybody's betting on the Chiefs for sure. And why wouldn't you? But I'm all about an underdog story. And, you know, I I am a San Francisco Giants fan. My brother and uh, his girlfriend and some family members are also... Also a 49ers fan, so I'm rooting for the Niners, man. You know, and it's not just because of the whole Taylor Swift thing. I don't really care about that. We can make jokes about the whole Taylor Swift thing, sure. But I really don't give a shit. When I see people, like, getting upset about that, I'm like, why are you getting upset about that? Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. I mean, I think Travis Kelsey is, like, on too many goddamn commercials and everything. Uh, Seems like he's, like, uh, been bought and paid for by a a lot of corporations, for sure. But uh, I really don't give a shit like when they show Taylor. I mean, yeah, I might roll my eyes a little bit like, well, but it's only for like three seconds. You know, who cares? And of course, she'll be there. It's fine. I don't I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. But uh, I'm rooting for the Niners, man. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It's all because uh, I put I follow him. Yes, that's right, guys. I follow Dean Kane. Oh, but yeah, I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, I know he was on uh, Friday Night Tights. Tights? I don't even know what they call that show. I know. I know they're fairly right wing and they uh, talk about the woke stuff a lot. And I'm sure they talked a lot about that because, yes, Dean Kane does go hard on that sometimes. But uh, again, when it comes to political stuff, I don't really, you know, I still go like, eh, it's whatever. It's Dean Kane. I still, I still, he's, he's still, I still thought he was a great Superman. And uh, generally, you know, with some of the stuff that I've seen with him, he seems like a, 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 a nice guy. I believe Adam West was the exception to the rule of a known actor as Batman. Yeah, true, because that was back in the 60s. I could be wrong, though. I wasn't alive in the 60s. Otherwise, I would remember the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, that's true. I still believe there's a uh, market for Looney Tunes, but they need the right person to prove that. Yeah, now, right? I don't know. It's weird because remember the Chippendales movie that came out? People were raving about that, you know? And I, I mean, I guess just because the Chippendales movie just really tackled pop culture at the time, they really did a good job. And maybe, maybe, maybe this movie didn't do that. I don't know. It's really interesting. And that article is really interesting. And, you know, I, I, I remember even talking about it too. And I might even like go back to that film junkie live. It was uh, around the first time that that happened. I did a film junkie live talking about how, you know, when it comes to when it came to Zaslav, and Warner Brothers Discovery basically saying, all right, we're going to just uh, put this one. We're going to tax right off this one, too. It's like, is anybody safe? Is even James Gunn and Superman Legacy safe? You know, because it was all just, you know, the things I was hearing was kind of interesting because I, I don't think it's all just, you know, it's all happy over there for sure. I don't think it's all happy. From what I've heard, it's not all happy. And I've, and I've told you guys this, that it's not all happy over there that even like, you know, there's, there, there's bumping of heads with James Gunn and Zazzy pants. So, I mean, it's, it's not all and, and look at, I mean, James Gunn co-wrote this or something like that. Right. And per, was producing it or executive producer or something like that. James Gunn is all over this one too. So I think there's, there is some friction there when it comes to, uh, it's not all happy go lucky, but of course, Zazzy is not going to, not going to kill a movie that's being built up online and everything like that. The new Superman movie he's not going to kill that, but a Looney Tunes movie. It's like, all right, that's an easy one to kill. I don't know. But I even said, like, I think I said, maybe I'll have to go back and look 
know, maybe I'll post like a clip or something like that. But I, I remember saying like, oh yeah, um, it, I think it was made with like thirty million dollars. Like the 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 Coyote a Wiley Coyote movie was made for thirty million dollars. Uh, but, and then they were going to try to sell it to like someone else like Netflix or Amazon or Apple, whatever the hell. And, and I was like, they're, they're not going to try to sell it cheap. They're not going to try to sell it for like $10 million or $15 million. They're going to try to get as much profit as possible. And sure enough, in that article, it said that they were trying to sell it for like 70, $80 million. And it's like, nobody's going to pay for that. You know, there's not like an, they, they're not going to see that, that there's an audience for it, to be honest. It just doesn't seem like it's there. But then who knows? Watch that thing just land on YouTube or somewhere. And then all of a sudden everybody watches it and everybody loves it. Wouldn't that be insane? That would absolutely be insane. If that happened. What's going on, Tet? Good to see you. Uh, let's see. Bang, bang, Niner game. <laughs> Can't do that in the sphere. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, I was like thinking, I was like, could they do that in the sphere? I was like, no, nah, there's not enough room in there. Not enough room in there. It's too, it's, it's small for, for, to put like a field in there or something like that. It'd be insane if that was the case, though. Uh, let's see. Ad, Adcock? Oh. Oh, okay. That's what you're talking about. I was wondering. I was like, I was like, what's the dick joke? But you're talking about, all cock, not add cock. <laughs> we have all cock, but not don't add the cock at all cock. <laughs> I don't know. What's, oh, there's jokes there. Yeah, there's all that. Hey, we got Rhea right here. Good to see you, Rhea. All right, I've got the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. But I think the 49ers will make a close game. I hope so. I don't want it to be a blowout. I want it to be a close game. And I and like I said, I love an underdog story. I like Brock Purdy. And if Brock Purdy beats Patrick Mahomes, that would be like the ultimate, I mean, my God. Especially what happened to Brock Purdy last year when during the playoffs where he got his arm fucked up and it was a sad ending for the Niners last year. To win the Super Bowl, my God, it'd be amazing. So, yeah, I'm rooting for the Niners. Am I confident? No, because it's the goddamn Kansas City Chiefs. They're too freaking good. Even though it looked like they were going to not make it, towards the end of the season there, they were like struggling at the end of the season a little bit. And then Patrick Mahomes had his fucking meltdown with that play with the bills, which was ridiculous. Little bitch. I, I, he was, he, he sounded like a little bitch. All right, come on. He was a little crybaby. I didn't like that. Like I said, getting, I, I am getting tired of the Travis Kelsey Swift thing. I don't care if they cut to her or anything like that, but I'm just Travis, Travis Kelsey is like in every other fucking commercial. If you watch, if you watch TV for Mexican Iron Man, I will <laughs> Mexican Iron Man. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. G off G off. Hey Dave, have you heard the news four days ago this week that, uh, Danny, uh, phantoms creator, but yeah, I saw that. I talked about that. Uh, on Film Junkie Live, when we were wondering what I think it was Monday's Film Junkie Live, yeah, it was Monday's Film Junkie Live where I talked. Uh, you know, we were wondering what uh, the announcement was going to be for for Tom Holland, and of course, naturally, everybody's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, is it going to be Spider Man Four? And I'm like, "Now we're going to get blue balls. It's not going to be about Spider Man Four. And uh, 
And then somebody was talking about that, Danny Phantoms, because the uh, the creator followed him. So people were suspecting that. But that didn't happen. It's all just about Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh, he was marinating. Okay, marinating brisket. That's right. Okay. I didn't watch the, like, uh, I, I just, like, because I was posting something, so I only saw, like, a little bit. But Ezra looking good? Looking good? I mean, he smokes a lot. <laughs> Ezra definitely smokes a lot. So, can we just get Snyder versus? Not- yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, I would love it with animation, but you know, I would love it with animation. But what can you do? You see what? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did that. And I think William's going to join the panel tonight too. We'll talk about it. But uh, sadly, sadly, I could have been there. Sadly, I could have been there. Yeah, I saw the willing. Uh, and the there was a uh, an event that happened last night in Vegas for uh, Netflix and Zack Snyder. And yes, I did get an invite, and sadly couldn't make it because right now with uh, everything that's going on with the job thing, and you know sometimes you gotta like go okay, can't make trips because you know the fin- financial situation's a little you know it's kind of just like on hold right now a little bit. So when it comes to at least like the job and uh, and things that are happening with the job, so I couldn't make the the trip out there. Sadly, you know, I'm I mean I'm doing all right, but I'm just saying like, you know, but to make a trip out to Vegas, I mean, unless like Netflix hit me up and was going to be like, hey, we'll pay for this, pay for that, but that wasn't the case. It wasn't that. It was it, I was invited essentially, but uh, but it wasn't because. Uh, where I would get that. So I couldn't, I was like, eh, I can't make the trip out there because I got to like, you know, make sure that, you know, uh, I'll be okay when it comes to money stuff. But so I, I, yeah, but I could have been there sadly, but damn it. Didn't happen. But it was okay. I went to the premiere. We're all good, you know, so good stuff. But anyways, we got uh, Caden right here. Alo, what's going on? Max. Hey, Dave, what up? Uh, I think the 49ers is uh, going to win the Super Bowl and the new Jurassic World is coming out the same day as Superman Legacy comes out. Wow, I can't wait for uh, the devil. Well, they're not. No, it's not coming out the same day. It's coming a week before, but it's not going to happen after well, David, uh, David Leitch dropping out when he was in talks. They don't have a director. They barely have anything that with anything. Who knows how much they have going on? I mean, they have David Coop. But uh, yeah, they they it's not the same day. It's the week before Superman Legacy comes out on the 11th and the 11th, I believe. Right. Of July. And uh, Jurassic World comes out on the second. But a lot of people are going like, wow. I mean, but essentially they would be battling each other. You know, and that's I brought that up on uh, Monday's Film Junkie Live where I was talking about, like, you know, because a lot of people are. Well, a lot of people who don't want this want don't want this Superman movie, don't want Superman Legacy to come out. Because they hate it. They hate James Gunn. They hate all, you know, they, they just don't want this movie to come out. They were very much supportive. All of a sudden, they became Jurassic World fans, even though, like, you know, they weren't before. Um, so, but it was just kind of funny to see that. And there's no way, there's no, and they shouldn't. They should push back that date, you know, especially when the news comes out that you have a known director that that might be taking on the project. And then all of a sudden, it's like, nope, he's not. He's not going to be doing it anymore. So you got to push it back. You got to push it back. There's no way. Elon Musk is definitely waging a personal war against Bob Iger and Disney. He really wants to go after them because his own beliefs and because Disney pull advertise. Yeah, there's that. 
And uh, you know what? I'm one of those that go, you know, because Disney is Disney. And I just go like, why not? Disney's too big. Take them on. Why not? You know, is it going to, who knows what's the outcome is going to be. But, uh, you know, I'll, we just sit back as, uh, as, uh, you know, just normal, normal people just, and just watch. That's all we could do. I don't really, you know, it's like, I'm not really taking a side. I'm just sitting back with my popcorn and my drink. And I'm just like, eh, we'll see what happens. Ah. Yeah. Tax write-off. Yeah, well, that's what I was wondering. I mean, I mean, they have to be a tax write-off, but it seemed like some of that thing were, uh, you know, wasn't even saying that the write-off. Too many things have been leaking on Deadpool. Not really, if you think about it. I mean, there's set photos, and then there's, like, the promo stuff. But I don't, I don't think there's too many things. I don't want to know who dies. But nobody, yeah, exactly. We don't even know who exactly is the villain. We don't know all the cameos. The only thing we've seen is like set photos and some set photos. And we know some of the cameos, but we don't know all the cameos. And yeah, I mean, we knew like once we saw Hugh Jackman in the yellow costume that it's like, all right, there's no way he doesn't wear the mask. And sure enough, it's like, you know, it's all going to be good. I have no idea who's playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's fine. You're not, you know, it's totally fine. Does anyone say anything about them showing Eminem? Oh, yeah. Eminem was, you know, he's a Detroit Lions fan, but, you know. Uh, you can, you know, you're, you're going to come on. You're going to, you'll, you'll join the panel there, uh, William, and we'll, we'll let you, we'll let you uh, talk about it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Please don't cancel Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. No, there's no way. There's absolutely no way that they would cancel Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. There's no way. No. There's no way. <laughs> There's yeah, that yeah, you could they, they, that would be that would be ridiculous. There's that that movie's gonna make money. Skate and geek out. What's going on? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Robotic Dre. Superman Legacy is safe. Unfortunately, unlike Superman Legacy, Coyote versus uh, Acme was a movie made by the old regime. That's true too. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that go along. Yeah, Superman Legacy is not gonna get obviously you know put on the shelf. And uh, and anything that has to do with the DCU and Beetlejuice won't either. And anything with the big properties won't uh, won't even like won't even uh, won't get shelved or anything like that. Hey, Dave, did you know that the voice actor of Danny Phantom uh, Phantom yeah, voiced by yeah, Danny Phantom was also uh, the voice of Jimmy Olsen? Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, Danny Phantom. That's right. That's right. OK, cool. That's a cool little like uh, connection right there. I like that. Looney Tunes is a core brand for Warner Brothers, even if it's not valuable as it once was. I could see why people at the studio, people in Hollywood and industry pundits would uh, be so outraged. Yeah. I mean, I totally get it. Totally get it. Yeah. Next. Yeah. See, I don't I know I, I talked a little bit about the whole, you know, rock and wrestling thing on Wednesday's film junkie live, because it just seems like people just don't like the rock as much as they used to. It's interesting. So, but I don't, I'm not into wrestling. So yeah, but you know, I know there's like things that happened tonight, I think too. I don't know. 
Uh, there you go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wasn't sure if you wanted to wanted me to say that, but yes, William did invite me to the uh, the Netflix thing. But sadly, I'm like right now. It's just like blah. I'm like ah, gotta you know. It might be in a little job like day job transition thing, which is a common thing. If you've been following me for a bit, it's always a common thing, you know, in the in the in the field that I work in, it's all about contracts. It's all about contracts. So you go over here for a little bit, then you go over here, then you go over here. It's like I you know, it's always going all over the place. But sometimes it might be like a little gap because this happened three years ago during the whole releasing of the Snyder Cut thing. I went to another job and then the contract didn't last it that long and it was a cool job and it was like, okay, cool. But then all of a sudden it was like, oh, now you're going to have to be, you know, we're going to have to like send you somewhere else or you got to go somewhere else. So it was like the whole month of when the, of March, when the Snyder cut came out, I didn't have like a day job, which was great because then I could focus on the channel and I got, had Zach on a couple of times and did things when it came to and, and helping and supporting Zach. It actually worked out for the best. So that was really cool. But yeah, so now I'm just in that kind of thing again, where it's like, Jace. it was like, Jace. but you know, but anytime that happens, you know, that's where you got to like, up. Oh, you got to, you know, hold back and just be like, okay, there you go. Just, uh, I'll start an OnlyFans, you know, sure. Uh, I'm sure Nighthawk and uh, Mama Film Chunky would appreciate that. Uh, it doesn't help their image. Yeah. But the math has. Yeah, no. See, that's the thing. And that's the thing you have to balance out. It's like the image. And then, of course, the logistics and the math behind the scenes. It's so it's so crazy. I didn't want uh, David Leitch to do that movie. Neither did I. I'm with you, Jacob. And I even said that. I'm like, dude, this is not a David Leitch situation here that's why that's why i posted that clip today where i was like this is what i was talking about i am actually glad that he did not end up getting this gig because of creative differences it's like yeah david leitch is in action a crazy action director and we love his movies for that you know you know i want a bullet train two i don't want a jurassic world four or a jurassic park seven i don't know whatever the hell it is jesus so confusing you know, that's what I, that's why I was, I was actually like, good, good for you. And that's why I was saying that on Monday going, David Leitch, don't do it. And then he's not doing it. So I was like, yes, this is not, don't, don't get, it seems like Universal has an idea of what they want to do. And David Coep has an idea of what they want to do. So they need to find a director that has a similar vision and then can be collaborative to all that. But that needs to take some time. Don't just have a director that's just going to bend over and be like, and take it like, and 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 do whatever the fuck the, the the studio wants to do. Oh, you meant oh, okay. You meant Daredevil. Okay, I was wondering. I was like, yeah, we don't know that much about Daredevil. Yeah, I think we'll. Yeah, but I, you know, I think they're just trying to get the word out there that hey, this is going to be good. Uh, who are uh, confirmed cameos? Eh, I'm not going to say them all right now because you know some of it was like leaked out. I won't say everything. But there's things out there's things that were out there that kind of confirmed some things. So as I put that trash LeBron James movie house. Ugh, I didn't even want to give that a chance. I heard it was dog shit. I heard it was like, ugh, like what? They made a house party. They made a house party remake. That's ridiculous. 
All right, let me send the uh, the invites out. See who joins right here. All right, let's see who else we got. I think that's about it. There's that. Let me just make sure and get these peeps in here. All right. Okay, just sending the invites out. I got to send one more. Hold on a sec. Sending with that. Trying to type with sunglasses on is not easy. All right. Boop, boop, boop. All right. Let's see here. There's link. Oh, shit. Did the wrong thing here. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I know. I should do this like prior. As opposed to, ah, whatever. Jesus Christ. Can't even type. What the hell is happening out there? A weird noise. Okay, we should be good now. All right. Sorry about that. But yeah, I didn't watch that house party movie. I was like, eh, I think I'll be okay. You're tearing up. Let's see who else we got. Let's see. Early box office projection. Yeah, you know what? Doesn't look too bad. And they said it's outpacing IMAX sales. Uh, you know, then Oppenheimer, it's beating Oppenheimer with IMAX cells. That's what they were saying. And I was like, whoa. So hopefully that means we're going to get a Dune, you know, we're going to get that third Dune. Oh, hey, the Michael B. Jordan movie that was uh, just picked up. Is this an original? No, it's an original. Yeah, it's that vampire movie. I know. And I saw like, I saw like the headline, like people were posting around the headline today. Like, oh, it's supposed to be like a 1930s uh, vampire movie. I'm like, yeah, we already know that. That was already, that was, that information came out weeks ago. Like, that's not news. I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess it's news that it's 1930s because I think before when the news came out, they said it's a period piece. So, yeah. Tanashi was the only reason I want wanted to. Uh, yeah, I don't even really know who that is. Yeah, I'm an old man. I don't know this. I don't know your young music, hip hop stuff. Uh, I'd imagine Leitch wasn't the only director they had in mind. Yeah, probably not. I'm assu- I'm assuming not as well. So I think you know they probably had some more directors lined up. But I mean, it was he. But to me, it just seems like he had the name and it they wanted it out there to get like, you know, to see people's reactions, I guess you could say. I don't know. It just seems like um, uh, it just seems it seems like that was put out there to just like try to get the, the conversation started because it was like the date was released. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, guess who's in talks? You know, this guy, you know, his movies, you know, or something like you, you're like. But it's funny because it's. David Leitch, you kind of go like, I know that name. I know that name. What did he do? And then you start looking at his filmography. And then he, I mean, I when they said it, I was like, wait, what? David Leitch? No. And I just went, because ah, I already knew. I was like, wait, this guy's an action, crazy action director. There's no way. Maybe we're going to do a freaking Jurassic World movie? I don't know. I love the house party in the night. Yeah, those movies were iconic, man. Why the hell do you even have some? Because creating a vibe. Okay. 
That's all. I'm going to take them. As soon as the panel comes in, trust me, I'm going to take, I'm going to put my normal glasses on. And let's see. Yeah, I know, right? I know. And I will say, like, you know, when people always talk about the, you know, Clark Kent Superman thing, I will say, like, you know, you do your, I, I say, like, you do your hair a little bit different and you take those glasses off of people normally see with your glasses on. People will be like, I could see why people, I, I, people see me without my glasses that only know me with my glasses go, oh my God, you look so different. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a thing. There's something about glasses. You know, they kind of like, when you see them without the glasses, your eyes just look weird. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously I, you know, my family and everybody knows what that, but yeah, people see me without glasses. They're like, what the fuck? What's going on, Simon? Good to see you. Yeah, I know. I know I hurt you. Yeah, contract work. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's the business I'm in. You know, you get in contract work. There you go. See, there's me without glasses. What? Anyways, okay. But uh, yeah, contract work, that's what sucks about it. It's like, it's all, it's it's like you get a contract and then you're, guaranteed, you're, you're good for like a bit. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah. And then it dries up and I'm like, oh, we got a new one? Nope. You know, but if you want to go over here, maybe try over there, try over there. So yeah, there's always like a little, there can be a, like a little time period where it's like, you know, where you have to like make sure you got some money saved up and then, you know, you can get some unemployment too if you need it. And then, and then you just get into like, you know, another, another, uh, another spot and then a new contract. So that's just basically where I'm in. I'm in that, I'm in that phase right now. So, all right, let's start bringing in some of the, uh, the panel here. Put that on. Oh, I don't need head cheese. What the heck? Why is that on? Oh, wait. There you go. That's what I was doing. I don't need those little subtitle names. All right. We got Mr. Travis and we got Mr. Rob Keys joining right now. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Uh, Hello. Rob, Rob, don't watch out behind you. You got a, you know, you got a little guy behind you that's looking at you. He's got some big ears just standing the there looking at you. you. Look at that guy. Look at that little cute guy right there. It's Gizmo without hair. Yeah, he's here to give movies bad titles right now. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I know you're just talking about. Yeah, we could talk about that a little bit. But uh, thank you guys for joining. How are you guys doing tonight? Um, doing well. It's been an insane two weeks. And not just for some of the things I think I heard you talking about and want mm -hmm. to talk about tonight. But like on my end, like inside inside the entertainment industry especially with award season the tca mm. in addition to the super bowl craziness it's like the you know in my 15 plus years the last three weeks have been the most personally intense for me which is like i'm not exaggerating it's been that wild really yeah yeah, yeah. wow is there like any specific reason why yeah uh it, it's good reasons from a business standpoint you know we've been um one content's great. There's so much happening. There's a lot of exciting things happening, uh, which we'll get to, I'm, I'm sure. But on our end of the business, while like, <laughs> not to get too uh, in the weeds, but as you know, the media industry is not always in the best spot. We see sites in gaming, entertainment uh, shrinking or shutting down or whatever. Right? Um, on our end, we've been very fortunate. We've been doing well. Yeah. Which means we're trying to grow. We're always growing. That's always our goal, um, and not just like improving every individual piece of content, improving every segment of Screen Rant. It's, you know, Screen Rant, as you know, but like we are sort of a platform. We have a lot of different teams doing a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, and it's going well and we're adding bodies. And part of that with award season is that I've been hiring people. So we've hired a couple uh, notable 
uh, reporters like Scott Mance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that. Congratulations for getting him. That was good. awesome. Like, yeah. you know, he's, yeah. he's been in LA doing this since 1991 when he was running Star Trek conventions back then. And here we are. Veteran. Today. You got a he's veteran, a pro. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's an absolute pro. He's an absolute sweetheart. He, he works yeah. really, really hard. And he's, uh, I love, we already have an amazing team of people that do junk interviews every day. We did over 2,000 interviews last year. That's with the strikes, right? Holy shit. And now we're adding, my goal was to bring in people that are going to be additive to that. So how, how yeah. do we do every single junkie would do more? Well, you bring in Scott Mance to do red carpets at premieres. Mm-hmm. We do award show red carpets and we host our own screening series. So uh, if anyone saw the news, he's going to be doing those things and more for me, which is amazing. Um, and we also uh, brought one of my buddies, Kevin Pauloui in from Yahoo Movies to help me do some extra award stuff. So he covered the Saturn Awards for us uh, last weekend. And nice. So, yeah, I saw but, some of that. Yeah. But for us, that means way more interviews to prep, way more videos to edit, way more news articles that have to be written. So we're always improving there. And, and you know, that's just one little example of the larger thing. So um, coupled with all the content craziness happening, all the news we're going to talk about, it's just incredibly difficult to manage my inbox right now. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it was already crazy before. Been. It was a, it was a curse before. Now it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from another dimension. You know, it's really well, like what Travis said. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, I guess you'd say, you know, it is. That is you my want curse. The reverse of the empty inbox. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know what? You say that, but yeah. I wonder. There's some days for sure, but then if you got that string of empty inbox, like, oh man, what do I? What do are these days? To There's do? gonna be like you, you got to film it when when it happens, Rob. When you actually like go into you know you log on and you see just like nothing in your inbox. Like what gonna was because like, you're gonna I, go out on your porch with a hot cup of coffee and just be like, just drink and look out. Because we've been on a couple, running. we've been on a couple streams together, but I haven't talked to Rob that much. What was it like for you? Because I don't think I've asked Stephen this. What was it like for you guys during COVID when it was that that period of probably six months of no movies and like very little news because no one was announcing shit? Because like, well, we got nothing coming out. So like, was yeah. that the closest to being? light or were you guys still no, busy uh, look it was good and bad but for very different reasons it was yeah. really really bad for the industry but not for the reasons you're saying mm-hmm. it was bad because of the what it did to the economy which meant ad rates tanked oh which i know. meant a lot yeah. of websites <laughs> shut yeah i, I mean I, my podcast were. cpms it was one of those things that it was because i remember we had endgame come out our biggest episode ever it was like forty three thousand people listen to it. it was like for our podcast and the numbers we did it was like massively a jump and our CPMs were like going through the roof. It was great. And then when COVID, it was like that March after it was like Crap. it plummeted. And then once movies came back, it came back to where it was before. But I know what you're talking about. The CPMs, even on the podcasting side, like podcasters, like were like at least for myself, because we were with Spreaker with iHeartRadio, and it was the payouts were nowhere near what they were just the year before at that point. So yeah, and yeah. and uh, you know that 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 sort of happened in a big way, well, like March of that year, right? So in yeah. and, and, and everyone knows Q1, Q2 is slower and it picks mm-hmm. up end of the year. January. So you're coming from a high into the ultimate low, which is one part of it. The other part of it is because of the industry shutdowns, there are a lot of websites run uh, in conjunction with conventions, like ReadPop owned a bunch of websites. Well, if they can't run conventions and bring in yeah. revenue, how do they fund the websites like US Gamers? So all these sites were shutting down. Or like you look at a ticket seller, like Adam Tickets, they have an editorial team. If they mm-hmm. can't sell tickets to theaters, how do they operate an editorial team when there's no, no movies coming out? So all these different things, that's just two little micro examples, but across the board. So that meant a lot of operations shutting down because the financials didn't make sense or just didn't exist. Uh, but for us, the flip side of it is, while we had to do cost cutting, we didn't have to let anybody go. We just had That's to be very good. careful in our spending. But again, we th- we saw like record levels of online streaming, Twitch content creators and everything else 
Mm -hmm. uh, records for people playing video games at home. Look at what Animal Crossing did that year. It just blew oh, the switch up out of the water. So the imagine people at home playing games, reading content about that. And on the film side, yeah, theatrical took a hit and exhibitors suffered. Um, so the whole NATO cinema, cinema con crowd certainly not benefiting from that. But at home streaming um, and rewatching of old content hit all time highs. So yeah, that readership did yeah. not take a hit at all. That was our biggest Patreon year, which was weird. But that's because I think one, people had nothing to spend money on. So it's like, well, we're going to throw a couple of checkles. And I remember we did that year where we're going to do a tier. If you subscribe to it, just pick a movie. We're going to review it because we got nothing else to talk about. It. And we did so many reviews that we would have never, ever done, whether they're like movies that are 30 years old or like color out of space i'm not sure if you know that movie that nick cage oh yeah kind of weird, like, like, yeah and like we, we weren't gonna review that but someone paid for it like okay we'll review it so yeah same way as far as like the cpms and the ad rates were down but people were just wanting content and for totally. patreon it was good and we used to do every month we do like a fan stream where we stream and then the patrons come on at that point we were doing two a month because it was like well people are paying for it also just uh -huh. there's not much to do so in that aspect it was i agree with you where it's like the paid stuff end up doing good and then eventually ad rates came back and like you said january is always brutal that it just drops so hard after december and stuff so if you're a new content creator or christopher site don't get this hard and it's like that every year those first couple Dude. months it's like it, it, like the same same amount of downloads in november and january doesn't matter that pay rate could be like three times and it sucks but just always plan yeah. for that so uh the last thing i'll say for is we're very like we're very my background is business and the, and the and the my partners and the company i work for are very business focused so we we always operate at a margin that's safe so we can do things like invest in things without taking a major risk um Good. and like i said because the industry took a hit on our the media side of it we were actually able to add some amazing bodies so in it, it while it was certainly negative from a financial standpoint mm. for a while like overall that year was strong and, and it carried forward like it propelled us forward when other sites were shrinking or getting crushed we were actually able to come out of that strong with a bigger bigger more content more people so we we won in the end even though it was you know that year was tough for everybody for sure yeah. Yeah, uh, at the Rebel Moon premiere, uh, obviously Steven showed up, but somebody else from Scream Rat showed up, and I picked his brain afterwards. We went, uh, we got something to eat afterwards, and I was just picking his brain. I'm like, so how do you determine this? What are you doing? And I've been trying to apply that with, you know, when it comes to YouTube, and it's just like, you know. Ooh, what are you talking about? Mansoor? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. one of my favorite people. He just moved. He's in club, even deeper in the LA region now. No shit. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, he was yeah. just outside of it. He was like in the Universal uh, area, like that area where Universal is and everything. So, but yeah, I picked his brain. I was like, I was just asking him questions. I was like, so what do you, how do you determine this and do this and do this? And yeah, he gave me some good advice. He's so. a smart cat. He's an awesome yeah. dude. And you know, one of my favorite people in the world. And he's been such a, he goes, he dates back with me even before. Just doing a Screen Rant, he, he's a big gamer too and helped yeah. us do gaming stuff on, on Game Rant and, and now some of our gaming teams on Screen Rant. So uh, one of my favorite people in the world. So yeah, good good person to, to pick his brain. And he, like you said, he's the features guy. So he's an yeah. ideation guy, a very creative person as well. So yeah, 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 definitely picked his brain. That was that was a lot of fun. All right, we got some other cats that are coming in here. We got Phil, we got Axel, and then of course we got William from the Sci-Fi Center. What's happening, what's up, gentlemen? Man, how are you doing? Hello, hello. Hey, what's up? Good, good to see you guys. How we doing tonight? Doing all um, right. Can't complain. Great. Too much I'm rain. Great. But, yeah, I guess too much <laughs> rain. Oh, you're getting all the rain that we had then, huh? Yeah. It all went that way for you, William. Because you know, is it raining right now for you? It's uh, like a light mist or sprinkle or whatever the hell it oh, is. Okay. Like it's it's not too bad. 
I know. I'm tired of the rain. Thankfully, we're like done with it for at least a week. But man, whatever that pineapple express climate thing that was happening over here. <laughs> Give me yeah. five years. I'm, I'm OK with the drought. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that's mm. the thing. You move over this way. You like the sunshine. And then when it's not, it's like it's depressing. It's a little depressing, but you know, you, you need we need it though. So, and how are things in the land down under there, Axel? Good, they are going all <laughs> it's been really hot lately, and um, oh, that's right, because you're yeah. you're in summertime, yeah. yeah, we're in summer, and uh, I don't know when whatever the next season is, and so yeah, I just gotta survive it, <laughs> but yeah. How about you guys? Uh, how you guys yeah, doing? We're doing good, you're doing good. How you doing, Phil? I'm great. I actually just got free tickets to PAX East, so I'm heading to Boston next month. Okay, so that's what you were talking that's about. A, yes, that, that's PAX exactly East. why I'm heading oh, to Boston. Okay. PAX East, Penny Arcade Expo. Yeah. Next month, man, it's still going to be it's gonna be fucking cold over there. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Yeah. I've dealt with colder. I've been to Oklahoma. It's pretty cold out there, but you know, I'll be fine. Uh, I'm going to try and link up with our buddy, Paul Mitchells, because he's like an hour away outside of Boston. So That's right, cool. he is, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Paul's, yeah, he's over in that area, so that'll be yeah. cool. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining. Like I said, I mean, you know, some things happened this week, I think, uh, some little things happened this week. I mean, I think like first off, um, well, I mean, like when it comes to the DC universe, not really much happened there. I think the biggest thing that, that basically was talked about, was all the stuff that, uh, happened with Disney. I mean, obviously there's some drama, <laughs> some drama happened with Disney. Um, I mean, yeah, first off, I mean, it started off with that, uh, you know, and, and, you know, sucks to hear that somebody died on set of the of wonder man i mean that was like yeah uh, did see know, that that was you don't want to hear that you definitely want to hear that and condolences to the family and i know they raised money and stuff and everything so that was like something you want to hear and it's it's funny because somebody that i know that works in you know within the world you know they he even responded and i talked about it a little bit I, I referred to his tweets because it was like, you know, sometimes when it comes to these sets, it's like, and he being a crew member, he goes, yeah, sometimes some things are not as safe as they should be. And that's mm -hmm. what sucks. It's like when you, when something like this happens, it's like, it's only, it, I guess, I guess you could say it takes a, a tragedy for them to be like, wait, we should start looking at, you know, when, when these, when these crew members were up in these like rafters or whatever the heck, you know, and, and setting things up and they're supposed to be rigged to something. And then all of a sudden it's like they fall and the rig doesn't work. And then they, you know, fall, you know, to their death. It's like, it's like one of those things where it's like, Jesus Christ, you know, but hopefully now they're going to be paying attention to all that. So well, let's hear. that is unfortunate. 100%. Did you uh, hear anything about this, Rob, or anything about that? The details on that? Just the IATSE report saying they're going to be investigating, and it's you know, it's yeah. it's my opinion is the same as what they would say, and every like qualified filmmaker would say, like there's no excuse for this ever happening. So yeah. uh, there was a mistake was made, or something wasn't safe enough, or someone, yeah, I don't know, it's a tragedy. I think the the gentleman was only 41 years old, and so it's just wow. it's it's the saddest wow. thing every time it happens. Someone in chat mentioned this happened on the Deadpool two set. I think that happened with a motorcycle. Yeah, I remember. I remember That's that. right. And yeah, same right. thing. It, it just, happened on uh, the Titan set too. Mm -hmm. uh, it did, it really? oh, yeah. No. If, if I'm not mistaken, what it also happened on the right, set of yeah. Titans season three. That one shoots in my backyard, so that one hits home, hits close to home. But uh, yeah, it's it's always a tragedy, it's unnecessary. And you know, we're making art, 
to entertain and people shouldn't have to put their lives in the line for that. As much as I love seeing Tom Cruise hang on the side of airplanes, people setting up a shot shouldn't be in danger, you know? So it's very true. It always, uh, it, it brings me back to, I think it was, uh, back in the nineties, uh, the MTV movie awards. I think John Wu or face off won like best stunts. And yeah. I remember he even said like, you know, I think in his acceptance speech, he said like, there was a stunt man that almost died doing one of those stunts so he was like this is for him and blah 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 because he got like seriously injured or something like that and when he watched i mean it had to be the the final actor in that boat sequence when you watch that you go oh my god like how when you see that part was like you know nicholas cage's character is like hanging off the boat and just being just dragged it's like how did that and then he rammed a boat into something and two guys are flying with the boat behind him like jesus how do you plan something like that where nobody gets hurt but you know you know, normally it doesn't happen, which again, I know there was like a whole thing when it came to the Academy Awards now adding, what did they add this week? Best casting, uh, best casting I think it which was. Which is great. Like, yeah, that's but cool. Can but we like, get the stunt people yeah. in there too? <laughs> I was just going to yeah. say that. Yeah. Like, I think it's coming. Yeah. Hope. I think they're at, well, because when was the last time they added a category? I feel like it's been a very long time. So I feel like, other than when they were trying to add the best picture, like the best box office, whatever one, like the Globes did this year but i think it's been a good minute since they had one so i feel like they add this and then maybe a couple years we'll get stuns and we should but i think it's going to come in this decade. It's long overdue yeah it's long overdue hopefully they will but um yeah i know it's just yeah you hate to hear that but yeah but then of course you know we had the uh investors presentation and i mean let's face it disney you know they disney and they just put everything out there i mean after the whole gina carano uh suing thing which you know that was a big thing for for a bit and a lot of people were having fun with that and still talking about that god knows what's going to happen with that like i said i'm one of those that just i'm going to sit back and just see what happens maybe something will happen who knows elon musk backing her up i mean i i don't know how everybody feels about that whole thing i mean anybody want to chime in <laughs> it's like one of those things where you just go all right. Uh, if it's a wrongful termination, yeah, it's just the people who fired her aren't stupid. They they yeah. crossed those T's and dotted those I's before they got rid of her. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it's gonna stay gone away because I don't think it's gonna yeah. go anywhere. I'm I'm gonna take a, a Bob Iger approach to that. How do you feel? Do you have any words to say about that? None. Yeah. None. I've got <laughs> none. <laughs> none to say. He's not like, what is gonna say before he dismisses? Not really it. relevant. Right. He's yeah. Nothing's really going to come from it. Like they're just Musk is going to waste a ton of money. Gina Carl is going to just get more, you know, attention face time and it's not going to do much of anything. Like it's, it, it is what it is. So status quo for everybody. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Just Pretty another much. day on Twitter. Yeah. Right. So yeah, right. that's happening. Text, okay. Text yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it, it, it was like a thing for like Tuesday and Wednesday and then Thursday it started dwindling down. And then now it's just like, eh, nobody's really talking about it anymore. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, you know, take on the, the Disney Corporation. Sure. I'm totally fine with that. Why not? You know, do whatever you got to do. But at the same time, it's just like I totally forgot about that situation to be to be honest. So I was like, oh, yeah, it did happen. Huh? Yeah. yeah okay. after that. That's like right. right. After the Galactic Rangers thing announcement happened to that's, that's right. When that it was all that yeah. stuff, you know, but I mean. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, Gina Carano wasn't a badass in her roles, but I was like, are, are we really thinking that she was like the best actress in everything? And I'm like, I always nope. kind of thought she was a little bland. Well, and then I don't it know. was like she left the show and it didn't really impact it. Like, it, did. like, right. it would have been different if we're all like, even if you had problems with her politically, be like, oh, I really miss that character. 
I don't think anybody felt like that. It just kind of like, okay, we've moved on, and there's other shows. Andor came out at that point. Ahsoka. So just, yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's a nothing, and yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm like William. I don't think anything's gonna come of it. Right? If your boss, yeah, if like your a, boss, like, if your boss asks you to stop doing something, yeah, a couple of times you say no, and then they kind of tell you to stop doing it. Every every profession I know, you get fired. It's called exactly. right. and None, right. you yeah. go away. It's, right. It's, it's that simple. So. Honestly, yeah. I think she made like more of an impression in the Deadpool movie than she did on Mandalorian. True. That's right. She wasn't the she first. Was Angel Dust, yeah. She yeah, was Angel Dust. Yeah. She was Angel Dust. To screens uh, Ajax. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like, I, I, so, I mean, I get, okay, cool. Make a statement. Fine. Perfectly fine. And uh, we got a Wonder Woman thing that you're showing right there. Cool. Yep. Just for a cool drawing. Is that Gina Carano? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, got it. Can you imagine no, that's guns? Wonder Woman, is that what's happening? <laughs> nah, yeah, so there was that. So, but then at the same time, it was like, okay, so we had a couple of things. So it was probably a good it was good timing that they had this investors meeting because it was like, all right, uh, let's uh get all the trailers and all the announcements out. And Jesus Christ, I mean, it first started off with the Moana 2 trailer. I think that was the first thing that came out. I believe. And I, you know, I'm not really big on the whole Disney movie side when it comes to all that. I didn't see the first Moana. Sorry, Dwayne. Johnson. I, I thought they were making a live action one. They are. They, they are. are. Yeah. They're still late. Okay. Yeah. They've just pushed it back. Doing, it's supposed to be okay. 25 and now this will be this year. And then 25 will be a little bit. I don't know. It hasn't even been 10 years since that movie has been released and they're just already doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not surprising. Live action stuff. I mean, I, I haven't seen them all. I didn't see Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin, I enjoyed. Guy Ritchie, he's one of my favorite directors, even though I felt like they didn't utilize him the way that they should have. I think there were some Guy Ritchie-isms in there. Not enough. Um, I, I, I'm actually a champion of Dumbo. I don't care what anybody says. I know that's like the worst live-action movie that they had, but that had a stellar cast. It had Tim Burton's fucking fingerprints all over it. I thought, and I felt I for that little, that. that little, that little yeah, elephant. I've never seen Demo either. <laughs> oh my God, it. watch yeah. it. Yeah. That's yeah. That, I, I would say that that's the best one. I, I, I at least have the ones I've seen, but. I would say give Beauty and the Beast a try. I'm, I'm maybe yeah. a little biased. I like Emma, Emma Watson as an actress. And mm. I think she did a pretty solid job as Bill, but that's, uh, that's just me personally. But yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch Dumbo. I love a lot of what Tim Burton does. So that's on, that's on the list. It's Tim probably Bill on Disney my Plus. Favorite. Yeah, it is. Okay. I think they all got him on there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I like Cinderella, directed by Kenneth Branagh. So you know, he got his touch. Oh, there that's and, right. Uh, yeah. Kate mm-hmm. Blanchett's great as like the evil stepmother. You know, like she just. You know what? That makes, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So yeah. that that's probably my favorite one out of the bunch, and and then it's just a variety of degrees of this is good, this is not good. It's just I I think there's like a parameter, and they know what they're doing, and I think because last year they had a lot of mishaps, they're just going to go with as much IP as possible, right? And that's not a yeah. guarantee. Did anyone works, uh, but... watch uh, Lady and the Tramp? Because I heard no one told me nope. that. I did. You know, nobody watched it, watch it was that on Disney Day kid, launch, but... so I checked that's it out. That's right, it was, okay. huh? Yeah. yeah. It's just fine. It's just... Yeah. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. But, uh, Travis, check your mic. Are you, is oh. your mic like on the thing? I don't think it actually is. Eh, eh. Now it will be there. It's terrible. Ever since I got this new Mac on StreamYards, it always reverts to the headphone. Like always, no matter what, every time. So it's really frustrating. So yeah, if I sound poor, sorry about that. This is I know, the, I was this like, way it's supposed first, to be. Yeah. <laughs> first, I, was paying atten- I wasn't paying attention to it because when you come on, I don't listen to what you say. Yeah, but, of course. Uh, uh, yeah, first yeah, half an hour is just uh, Gabe's doing other things. He's tweeting. <laughs> he's picking out what sunglasses he's going to wear for next week. Exactly. You know. exactly. So yeah. no, no. But I was like, you know, I was like, well, maybe 
maybe the mic's just a little turned down. Maybe I'll like message him. But then, then I realized like, oh yeah, I probably didn't like yeah. uh, click on. Yeah. But uh, we got Paul also joining in right here. What's hey guys, I was just I talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. So what, no, no. Phil and I chat quite quite a bit on on uh, Instagram and stuff, just no, about random good. things. Yeah. So you know, works out. Um, so what did I miss? <laughs> uh, we were just talking about the Disney stuff and oh, uh, the Disney stuff that, that happened this week. Carano. Yeah, we had some Gina Carano stuff, but we kind of just went, eh, we're all just kind of going, we'll see. Yeah. Kind of thing. You know, we, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it gets too political and I, I hate that when it gets like that. And, um, yeah. So then we're just talking about the announcements that happened. I mean, obviously we have the, the 1.5 billion dollar investment that they're putting mm. into yeah epic games. you know the whole Fortnite thing and the epic games and jesus christ i, I was it, gonna it reminded like me that. of uh, that trailer there reminded me of the whole thing of a uh, record ralph too i was like jesus christ mm. it's coming true oh, a little yeah. record ralph huh oh wow yeah yeah did you did you know about this rob before like all the announcements were coming out or did you guys just find Come out this at that time <laughs> Uh, he's not an NBA. You did. Uh, look, we look. Uh, I'll say this in general terms. Did you guys ever play Disney Infinity back in the day? Yeah. Yes, I, I, I collected all of those. I, I collected I a, all of those back then. The, yeah. Conceptually, it was a great idea, and it was the, probably the yeah, one right. Toys to Life game that could have worked. And, yep. and it was a genius idea. It was take all your favorite Disney IP, including like Jack Sparrow, put them yeah. with Star Wars, and they were just getting to the good stuff. Like they had just done Star Wars and Marvel, and, Marvel. and they were going to do. Yeah. Weren't going to do like X-Men and stuff? X-Men was Ooh. next, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, part of it was uh, they were about to do bigger Rogue One thing and bigger figures, specialty figures. Yep. And yes, yeah, so there's going to be X-Men, all these expansions, once they had the rights, of course, to X-Men and stuff. But um, right. but the biggest problem with that was the internal infighting. Like every single thing had to go through license approval because like yep. every IP within the Disney umbrella has its own set of lawyers and approvals. And on top yep. of that, you have high-level talent approvals. So to get a Jack Sparrow figure – the amount of people that had to go through and then Johnny Depp's approval on everything he does. Right. Yep. And then it's, it's case by case as well. And if you want that figure sharing a space with star Wars, now there's always internal restrictions on storytelling. So you can't have them together in a story. You have to do mm. separate play boxes. That's why there's different modes. And there is also uh, stipulations. And this is all well-documented, like where certain characters or IP holders had to force a certain amount of product. So Hulk and like, uh, Look at Rooker's character from Guardians, Yondu, had to have yep. X amount of figures made, and nobody wanted them. So they yeah. had millions of figures sitting on shelves because someone at Marvel forced main Disney and that developer to produce that many products. It was just every single thing was backwards. And the, the larger narrative there is that Disney internally has continually failed to make video games. Uh, they, yes. That company, among others, they bought and essentially killed off. And so the, the, the winning formula is to license out. And now this is a way to license out but also put their skin in the game yep. and uh, be a big part of it. So we knew there was always an interest internally. And by the way, Disney always late to the game, just so they were, they were with streaming. Um, but <laughs> yeah. uh, they rest on their laurels and then they capitalize on what works, right? Hence what you're saying with all these sequelitis we're seeing from the Disney investors call. Seriously. Uh, but uh, yeah, we knew there was an interest in, the, in a metaverse type thing. And obviously the concept of metaverse fell apart. Metaverse is just Fortnite. It's just a, a game community where money can be transferred, right? So uh, that's this is this is the way forward, I think. But yeah. I don't know. Will Fortnite and that kind of aesthetic work in three years when that thing comes out? I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. it's gotten really big. It's really hard to say. Like, yeah, 
because I mean, look, look at Warner Brothers trying to do the same thing right now with Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, and yeah. how and the multi that is as well flopping, like mm. it's not doing well at all. Like there's been an they're... uptick of people playing Arkham Knight in result of yeah. Suicide Squad yeah. kills the Justice League because people want to go back to that, but that's a little bit more condensed because that's dealing with a very specific kind of corner of entertainment. Whereas in the broader sense, like I, I think Fortnite has been pretty dominant for the last few years. It became it started becoming really, really popular after I got out of GameStop, but now it's it's really taken off in, in certain ways where now you've got like Valorant, you've got Apex, you know, these other clones of it, if you will, but like it's still more or less the top dog battle royale multiversal mm-hmm. fucking mishmash that that it's and they've got like ninja turtles at the moment that like they, they just, just announced like, that they're doing a ninja yeah, turtles like yeah. a cool ass cinematic trailer and i'm like dude this is awesome yeah they, they have crossover and characters from everything which is yep. wonderful mm-hmm. and, and the battle royale mode keeps changing whatever but they've also yeah. recently the big the big indicator they were going to go this way is them launching like a lego game within the ecosystem and yep, allowing yeah. creator controlled maps. So you and I, any of us, we can the three all of us together here, the seven of us can create our own game and sell it as Let's a, do a it. Fortnite thing. Yep. Yeah, we'll call it the the vodka land, whatever the yeah. hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh <laughs> vodka we'll, land. We'll litigate Jim Toronto's trial or something in it. And then uh <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh so yeah, and, and they did a Rocket League one as well, and the Lego one was a big success yeah. success. So I think you throw Disney IP in there, it makes sense, but it, you know for that free to play consumer, but you're still going to have your premium Jedi survivors and whatever respawns mm-hmm. working on. You know what I mean? So th- there's yeah. still the the good, the real AAA pay for uh, products that will come out for Marvel and, and uh, Star Wars and stuff. And they're so. still probably going to do, though they did announce that Kingdom Hearts 4 is for sure going to happen too. And that's, yep. a, that's, that's a joint thing between Square and Disney, but I'd have to imagine that with how popular Star Wars and Marvel have gotten it. And also that teaser trailer has like one world that kind of looks like Endor. It wouldn't be shocked to see Star Wars or Marvel wind up in the next Kingdom Hearts. And they kind of did it in three with uh, Big Hero 6. But mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like Kingdom Hearts kind of in a small way paved the way for them to do something like this before Disney Infinity happened too. Totally. But, you know. Oh yeah, I got the figures uh, right here. It's really dusty. Yeah, you've been showing them off for like the last 10 minutes, we know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's no one said anything, so I was like... Oh, well, okay, it's because somebody else was talking. <laughs> yeah, okay, good point. Good yeah, point. those things have yeah. become Air quality, though. things that my yeah. kids play with now, because like, I still got yeah. the games and stuff, but now it's like they're older, the bust out, so... It was a riff off of an old Spyro game. What was that? Skylanders. Uh, Skylanders, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's really kind of what blew up that and whole And then they idea. did Lego Dimensions, which was sort yep. of similar to that and then yeah. Yeah. and they all crash like yeah. the same year skylanders yep. away <laughs> infinity all of it like yep. it just like fell right out there's like, another oh, one damn. ubisoft toronto made a, a game called starlink which was like a space right. zelda with yeah. like and you could actually get the star fox <laughs> r-wing and it was yeah. like legitimately an amazing game that mm-hmm. like virtually nobody even played so yeah, yeah. i never played it's it. a shame oh man too yeah. late to the game so do you think am, that, like when it comes to like the Apple Pro thing that's happening or there is there going to be something where you can actually you know do a, like a ready player one where you can That's what Dave do, wants. Dave you want to get in there and do the I don't know if I want that but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying like that 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 you know obviously this is not coming out you know from years from now mm-hmm. and the technology is just only going to get better and everybody's been talking about you know the, this Apple Pro whatever and, and we've seen the videos where people are walking around or on the subway you know doing this shit and we're 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 there we're 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 almost there to the Wally t- type of fucking world that we're at right now <laughs> but at the same time it's like when i saw this trailer i'm like wow they have this world that 
it just reminded me of Ready Player One. You just you put the glasses on, you, you and then you're in. You pl- you pick a character. You're just and then you're in this world. Yep. Kind of think. Do you think? I mean, there's got to be some kind of integration, right? When it comes to that. Uh, the short answer is yes. I mean, it, yeah. uh, not to get too technical, but all the Fortnite stuff is now built in Unreal Engine Five, which That's is fair. Epic's real money maker. Is the Epic is the Unreal yeah. Engine, mm-hmm. and within that, you can do VR easily. And in the yeah. case of the Apple Vision Pro AR as well, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, people. I think we could probably, again, we could probably build our own thing right now that would support that. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if all the available um, supported VR headsets have some kind of thing like that, or if people can add it in. Um, in terms of specifically the Apple Vision Pro, I mean. The future versions of that that are more consumer focused, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's playable. <laughs> and another thing with Unreal Engine Five is that if they build this this these Star Wars whatever worlds and sub games and modes, they are scalable and playable in every device. So you'll be able to play yeah. it on your iPhone. You know what I mean? And yeah. you play, hook it up to your VR headset, and there'll be VR viewing modes. And so the short answer is yes. But what the VR landscape looks like in, again in three years is is who knows? Uh, yeah, a thirty five hundred dollar headset is not. You know, mass Jeez. mass market yeah. product. Yeah. Apple Sorry, pass yeah. on that one, yeah. Freaking <laughs> Apple for you, but yeah. but I remember I even saw like a video. Ah, it was like a week ago where they were kind of you know when it comes to VR and trying to get the whole uh experience you know obviously when you see ready player one he's like on like a specific like treadmill kind of thing it was like something like that but it was like it wasn't like a treadmill it was like a bunch of like individual like little wheel things so you can actually move around i don't know where yeah. it was developed, probably in china or something like that but it was just like it was crazy because yeah you could walk in any direction and just keep going and i'm like jesus christ i mean the technology we are getting very close to what we you know what you see in there for sure uh, yeah, we're getting there. There's like these, uh, basically a 360 treadmill where you have like a ring yeah. of belt around you and you can do it any direction. And of, of course they have, uh, uh, what's the word for, I don't I want to say adaptive, but not, but like gloves that you can feel move things. So you can yeah. use your hands or one-to-one oh, and um, they, have, they have impact vests too. So you play shooters and get shot, you feel the bang. So they're doing all of, all of that. None of it's, again, none of it's mass market. It's all prototypes. It's, and it's, it's not stuff. quite motion sensor, but it's in that same ballpark. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, the question is, when does it become mass market? You need right. some millions yeah. of these things, right? So it's funny so because, like the like last week, last weekend, I watched Lawnmower Man. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> dude, that movie! Oh my God! I mean, it was it was just on like uh, Comet TV, and I was like, oh yeah. And it just and it was funny because I'm like working, and I'm just like I catch myself going, oh my God, this movie. You know, because early '90s it's virtual reality, you know, and the, the 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 VFX suck, but it's just you know, it's early '90s. You accept it, and it's still like a great movie, in my opinion. I still love the movie, but it was just like it was funny, just like seeing that where we are now with what's happening and where we've you know where we might get to in the next couple of years. I'm just like Jesus Christ, just uh, insane. I don't think we're gonna be in like those things where we're just like you know, moving around like that. But hey, you know. It was creeping the fast. It's yes. creeping up pretty quick. Were you going to yeah. say something, Paul? No, I was just going to uh, make make a point. Basically, uh, I've I've read I've read the the book Ready Player One and Ready Player Two, um, and I think like I mean, in the the movie takes a lot of liberties and stuff, but like in the book, like uh, he doesn't even have the treadmill. I think I think he actually just uses the headset and then yeah. like the way that you move your hands and stuff like that. Because the whole point is that weight is dirt poor. And then he has to he has to evolve and get you know more and more money to evolve his you know his 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 playing and, and yeah setup and everything too, but uh, I mean I, I'm more in the degree that we might get there one day basically, but it'll be by the time of like that book 
that the technology will have caught up. You know, it's kind of like how we want hoverboards, you know, from Back to Future 2, but all we're going to get oh, is the hoverboard that we have now, you know, which is uh, those things. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, the technology will catch up eventually, but I, I see us all being, you know, like old men by the time it gets On the to way there. Out. I, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> no, we're going to be way too old to do it. That's how yeah, I'll be able to run is by putting on this headset and oh, yeah. well, can move well, again. Well, realistically, I mean, by the time we're very old men, it might even be at the point where it's like, um, if you guys ever seen that Black Mirror episode, uh, I'm trying to remember uh, the actual name for it, but the the one where they basically put the thing here and yeah, they're able to just the, go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. San Junipero. That's yeah. the one. One of the Great best. Episode. Yeah. TV yeah, shows, cool. things, anything. Yeah, love San Junipero. All right, we got Jordan. Oh, right okay, here. there Jordan he is. Here. I know. I know you're backstage. <sighs> like, yeah, we were like the conversation was like going too much, and I'm, I you, apologize. The friend, second but... time you've done that now, you scare me. <laughs> second time you've done that. That's what I do. It. That's why I do it. Uh, I want to make sure that you're awake. <laughs> barely. Barely. Yeah. How's it going, barely. man? I'm alive. I'm here. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah, we're just talking about like uh, you know when it comes to all the uh, the Disney stuff. I don't know what you have to say about that. Like when it comes to what you saw with Disney, anything? Too many sequels. <laughs> yeah, too many. that's the thing. Yeah, a lot yeah. Of IP. Toy Story. Toy Story. It doesn't. It didn't need a four. Doesn't need a five. Yeah, I yeah, get Zootopia so. too because it's been forever. We had the Disney Plus mm-hmm. show, but. Yeah. Well, I, right, they're going to a billion, right? Give us a sequel to that. <laughs> yeah, they're I was going all the stuff with the billion dollar hit, like Zootopia, billion dollar movie. Yeah, Last yeah. Two Toy Stories, billion dollar Moana. Bill- so it's just like, yeah, that's why. That's I, why. I, it's not that I agree because I agree. We did not. We barely need four. We don't need Toy Story five. That is nope. One, yeah. That's like a top five favorite movie for me. I love Toy Story. I spent a ridiculous amount of money on replicas of the toys, but we do not mm. need five we don't need like it's but that's just they're in i think not crisis mode but they're just trying to get back to that like 2017 2019 run of like look at all these mm-hmm. billion dollar movies and, and it's not gonna I don't happen think it's not gonna happen yeah no. they're yeah. gonna happen be some of them but yeah I th- yeah i mean i think moana 2 zootopia 2 maybe will be hits but i mean frozen 3 i mean yeah Mm-hmm. I think Toy Story 5 could, still could be a hit. I don't like yeah. here. Disappointed, but I think they're oh, unfortunately going to get Woody back and everything and stuff. Yeah. But of course, yeah. I think it's, it is a big goodbye again. Yep. Look, yeah, I'm going to play I'm devil's gonna... advocate here. So, no, 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 no. The, on the yeah, Lightyear's a good example because one, it was yeah. subpar. It was not of the quality of the previous mm-hmm. films and it was right. marketed poor. It's just not as interesting, right? So, right. Um, from any standpoint, certainly licensing, which I love to talk about here, but. Um, <laughs> Toy Story, every movie has made more money and like virtually more positive reviews than the previous. So we say yep. we don't need it. My counter argument, I would say that decision is purely dictated on everyone we know who may not, who may not mm-hmm. be using Twitter every day going to the theaters. Yeah. So three times as many people, five times as many went to see Toy Story 4 than they did Disney's Wish or <laughs> yeah. Elemental. So it's right. like if mm-hmm. we did those movies equal to that, we would keep getting new movies. But we fucked it. We, the general audience, so no, so, so the, we do need Toy Story Five because all of us, again, uh-huh. not us here, but all the general audiences who care, they want Toy Story Five. They don't want Disney's Wish, which is yeah. a shame. it's a business too. I look, it's, it's purely business, and yep. Toy Story fuels licensing, merch, theme parks. Theme parks 
are five times the business of, of the, the theatrical, right? 38 and, billion and a year. We talk about Moana. Moana is a very interesting case. Not to circle back, Dave, because Moana was the very first thing you brought up. No, but, no, um, Moana was, guys, the most streamed movie in the world last year. That's true. And since Nielsen yeah. started tracking streaming, the most streamed kids movie of all time. You know what I mean? So like, that's my second daughter because yeah, we 100%, watched yeah. Moana again and again, and she had so, never seen in the theaters. So live right action there. adaptation, like as much as I think those movies are mediocre, I do love the Jungle Book though. But the rest of them are mediocre. Jungle Book was I mean, fantastic. Jungle Book, Jungle Book was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually yeah. thought I was kind of blown away by the rest of them. I was like, oh god, no, we don't need mm-hmm. this. But um, yeah. I say we don't need this, but I'm giving you an example of why we do need this. Anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so like, the Moana thing is, is interesting because Moana two was not meant to be a film. I'm sure you guys know it, that was a. Very expensive, $150 million TV series that they right. thought this is good enough to kind of cut down and retool and pay, uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson hella more money to have him do the theatrical part of it. And by the way, he's not officially cast yet. Neither is the voice of Moana. They are have to retool their contracts. That's why that wasn't yeah. part of the announcement. He and, said it on Pat McAfee, though, yesterday, which was odd that he was coming back for two. So if he's well, not contracted, he's sure going to strong arm to get a contract, they, you know? They are. Look, they, yeah. It's just a quote thing. Like they're both gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just instead of being a couple million bucks, it's like fifteen million now. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They haven't signed it yet. Oh, poor guy. Poor Disney, guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Guy. And but it also because there's this tricky part with DJ in particular because no uh, because no because they pushed back the live action film, which changes yeah. his financial agreement, right? So right. yeah. Um, yeah, and probably his schedule too. So, hundred percent, which is you know, for him who does like right. ten billion things, that's a game changer for his annual <laughs> income right. plans. Um, right. But yeah, so so Moana is going to be a game changer for them. But here's the weird thing: they're sacrificing a lot by making Moana two a movie because all of the streaming networks are pushing towards ad driven, ad tier, lower price yeah. markets, which they want. They want ad users, even though it's cheaper from consumers. They make more money on those ads. And they know, so what they're going to be vying for, instead of just keeping subscribers, which has been the big trick, and now every streamer is pulling back on content, cuts, cuts, cuts everywhere. Now the trick is going to be, how do you get people watching your platform to see the ads? Mm-hmm. Well, Moana 2 as a TV series would be potentially four hours, six hours of content, probably up there as the most watched thing, seeing ads. So they're making a big play by taking off that potential ad gain from a TV series and making mm-hmm. it what they hope to be a billion dollar theatrical hit to fund right. theme parks and merch and whatever. Of course, later that will be a movie on streaming and we'll call it probably crush it as well. But that was a bit of a risk on their part, making that cutting it down to what's going to be a 90 minute or two hour film. Right. So it's that dinosaur commitment to old Hollywood. Yeah. They won't be doing that yeah. too many. That, that's one of those. Like I said, we're we're gonna try to hold on to the to flame, even though the light bulb is right here, as long as we can, because it doesn't make any sense. And while they're, they're doing that, they're going back to old TV by bringing back ads. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yep. yeah, yeah. But that that ad tier, that streaming is better for the consumer. It, it's it is it's cheaper and it's better for them because they make more money off ads. Exactly, so it's, it's, it's better it's, for everybody. To be honest with you, all except around. me, I hate ads, but yes, yeah, <laughs> you know, I hate ads too. Yeah. Like yeah, they're not people's you know? favorites. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very true. And then we got Chris joining in right here. Hey, what's hey, going on? Hello, Chris? all. We got a hello, full freaking vodka stream tonight for sure. Good to see you, old chum. Hello. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> right. yeah, we're talking about the Disney stuff right now, Chris. Oh, I don't know, fun. you know, if you're caught up on all that and saw everything that that was announced. We were, we're you know, we're just gonna basically. I mean, I mean, one of the gripes is like, man, sequel, sequel, sequel. I mean. <laughs> 
Frozen 3, sure, make it a trilogy. I haven't seen the other two because I'm not a parent. <laughs> so I wasn't forced to, you know, hear all that. I mean, the only thing I know about really about Frozen is what was said in Deadpool 2 when, when he compared it to like one of those, you know, um, the, the song, the, the Barbara Streisand song. Mama, or can you hear like me or whatever? Yeah, Mama, can you? Yeah. <laughs> Which is a funny joke because oh, yeah, yeah. it does sound very much like that. And I'm like, that's what I love about Deadpool, pointing out, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, Toy Story 5, I mean, uh, Rob brought up a good point because after Lightyear, it was like, okay, we have to do that because it didn't. I enjoyed Lightyear. Was it like, you know, was it something that I watched again and again? No, I enjoyed it. And I was like, ah, that's 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 all i needed i enjoyed it and that's about it but they tried something and i'm like all right are they gonna do a woody one where they try to do oh, one of the best things that that been been I, i'm sure they had that idea yeah, i think it they, they probably did. Yeah. yeah yeah they probably yeah. had the idea and already had like it developed but when they saw what happened with Lightyear, they're like no we got to go back to i but, still would like to see what it would have been though like what's the true. story Me you too. know and then they would have made like a cowboys versus aliens sort of movie where they hey. just cross over <laughs> but that would have been them good movie too daniel craig harrison ford come on is that a good movie, movie? I don't know. Favreau. that's also okay. John Favreau. Yeah. yeah wait oh yeah he was in, he directed or he was in it he directed, he directed it. it oh i didn't know that oh that's cool yeah Olivia oh, yeah. Munn, right? Olivia Munn? No, no, Olivia Munn. Olivia no, Wilde. Wilde. Sorry, Wilde. I got the wrong yeah. Olivia. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I enjoyed it. I'll enjoy anything that has aliens in it, but... Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, yeah, too many... I mean, but Zootopia seems like it's just... As much as everybody enjoyed that one, and I enjoyed it too, it seemed like everybody just enjoyed it. It's like, why? Like, why did they wait so long? I, I'd I mean, I know curious. they had the series. Yeah. I'd be curious to see, because didn't they do those kind of shorts... Wizard yeah, they did like they did. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. it's it's one of those things. Like you said, it's a business. It's it's they know the market. The market. Yeah, I get another Toy Story. I get Frozen. That that's yeah. Frozen Two is the first time my kids went to go see a movie in the theater, and uh, it's you look at you go when you go to the theme parks, you go and see exactly where the merchandise, where the rides are really the most popular at that point. Right. And that in that Toy Story's land. Yeah, good luck if you're you're not there at the beginning of the day, you ain't getting in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to say I want to hear something about Toy Story as a as a fan though. I'm just saying purely the, the franchise, not not necessarily just Disney in general, but uh as far as Toy Story goes though, I think it's I think 5's an okay idea. I was I was telling Dave this on his uh uh Instagram post and stuff basically. I think what you need to do at least story-wise is I mean again, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, but, you know, for, at the end of four, you know, Buzz and Woody go their separate ways for good reason, right. because like the one hanging thread uh, that wasn't answered by the trilogy was what happened to Bo Peep and Woody decides to team up with Bo Peep and kind of be with her. And I was like, that's great. Like, that's that's OK. I understand that. Like, as far as like, he has their, his their happy friendship. ending. Yeah. And like their friendship kind of breaking up, but but for good reasons and stuff. So but basically, if you're going to do five, if that's going to be it, like. Um, have it be the last one because Tom Hanks and Tim Allen are not getting any younger, and I, if they do have AI voices for the future, like everyone's gonna hate it. So have it be a reunion of of uh, Buzz and Woody, and you know, and if it doesn't end with them uh, reuniting or at the very least uh, dealing with Andy, maybe his children, then don't really do it because there's really nowhere else I feel for those characters to truly like go basically. But that being said, like 
as far as the Toy Story franchise goes, I love the fact that pretty much there is a lot of time between each movie because uh, really the, the shortest span was basically one to two. And even yep. two at the time was supposed to be a direct to, yep. uh, you know, video yep. movie. Mm-hmm. And it was nearly destroyed. Right. And, yes. the woman, and, yeah. and the woman had it back up all, all on her uh, computer at home mm-hmm. and, and we saved the whole film. And then they and, fired uh, her last year. I know, because that's Disney <laughs> and, and this is how it goes. Yeah. God. But Thanks for years still, of service. Yeah, you feel like that's yeah. employee that gets like a pass of like, yeah, we always keep her on board. Like, no matter what, she's here. But no. Who's this woman yeah, that gets getting this all this much money? Why are we still keeping her? Oh, you know Toy Story yeah. 6? We're making it because of her. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but no, I mean, I I honestly have liked just about everything dealing with Toy Story with the exception of Lightyear. Lightyear was the only mm-hmm. thing that I didn't care for, really. I mean, uh, and, and again, it's not even Toy Story to me. It's, it's, a, it's a different beast, basically. It, it was kind of meant to be. But yeah, um, but yeah I mean, even, even the small short movies that they had made uh, in between, uh, I, th- I think, three and four yeah. were, were pretty mm-hmm. good. I, I, I really yeah. enjoyed those. Yeah, and um, yeah, oh, yeah and I, Paul, I feel like... Um... Oh yeah, Paul. Did you ever watch? Um, a- oh yeah. By the way, this is Eli, my partner, and um, yeah, di- he just yeah. yeah, he just brought up um, if uh, you've ever seen the that Buzz Lightyear cartoon like back then. Yeah, no, I actually Star Command. Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was great, man. It's oh. a great show. That that is really weird for me because I remember when it came on uh one Saturday morning. If you guys remember that, you know, alongside Recess and stuff like that, and I I kind of Mr. avoided Channel. seeing it because I didn't I didn't consider it like really like toy story so i was like okay but then cut to like i feel like almost a decade later and it was re-airing on the disney channel at like one o'clock in the morning and this was my time where i would just stay up late and it would just show up and i'd be like ah, fuck it it's one- i'm not doing anything else i'd watch it and i actually got into the show there are and I far was- worse things to watch at 1 a.m in the morning <laughs> right. and i was surprised at how actually well done the show was yeah and and unfortunately for lightyear I kind of kept going back to that that mm-hmm. show and being like, why didn't they I, just take from this show? I went back. Like, That's what everyone was asking. Why didn't they take from that show? Because that show had just such a perfect, perfect groundwork for the character of Buzz Lightyear and his world and what you could do with it. And yet they just went, mm, nah. Yeah. Let's just I didn't even have the different. little green men in Lightyear. None. Yeah, which I thought was weird. Um, I I have heard I have heard from certain uh, forums and rumor mills that the uh, the Pixar people. We're not a fan of the cartoon show. So that might have been. What's that on Disney Plus? I've been waiting for them to drop it on that. It's just like gone. It's like just missing somewhere. My kids would love to watch that. I've told them about it, but I have to probably find it somewhere off a back of truck one day. It's on YouTube. Some on YouTube? Okay. Is it on Canadian YouTube, Phil? That's what I don't know. You got the internet in front of you. Check it out. Yeah. It's because it's stuff like you guys got X Men Evolution on Disney Plus and we don't. It's the weirdest thing ever. I don't know why. I don't know what Canadian laws are keeping x-men evolution away from me because me and the kids have watched 97 like five times so it's like i want to like introduce them to that but uh so one day but yeah so evolution, there's always weird yeah. stuff so i'll have evolution. to look into the the uh that was a good show yeah. to watch yeah. 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 short-lived but fun i i, yeah. I just want to say my my final thoughts as far as toy story though is that i am i'm only slightly worried about toy story 5 but i will say this for a few things one pixar when it comes to Toy Story, they know they can't fuck it up. And I mean the main franchise. They know mm. they can, can't fuck around with it. 
The other yeah. thing too is that um, I would actually argue that I, as, I, as far as I know, I, I have to double check, but I'm pretty sure the Toy Story four came out in 2016, so it'll be ten whole years. Between... 2019, actually. Was it 2019? Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But still, I would say it's the same amount of time between three and four as it would be between four and five. So I want to say that there's some there's some amount of time here put there's into time. the movie to a to some degree. So let's let's keep our fingers crossed about it. But yeah, um, it's not like I know. hated Toy Story four, but it's just like at the same mm-hmm. time it's like all right, so we're doing this, and of course I love the uh, the added uh, what did Keanu Reeves play? He played that Duke funny Duke. Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Duke Boom, yeah. Yeah. Future, the franchise. He was yeah. great. He was great. <laughs> yeah, 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 I like that. G and Peele in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were Ducky and Bunny. Yeah, 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 yeah Ducky and but, Bunny. Yeah, they were there. But I mean, it's just like, but I was like, how many times do we have to say goodbye again? It's like I don't, I don't know how much I could take. <laughs> it's like, come yeah. on. But at the same time, if they do something, you know, if it's Andy grown up and then it's his no, kids. No, no, the fifth one should be that, about that Andy. Be the, uh, that would be the best full circle. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. Oh, the, the fifth one should be Andy, like, going to that other kid who, who Sid. we gave the toys to. No, not Sid. Uh, but like, Bonnie. Uh, the guy. Yeah. Oh, Bonnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, he and, just and, fucks and he, Sid up. <laughs> yeah. Where is Bugs? Yeah, Where is years of childhood drama. Andy's yeah. had enough of it finally. Got to be Andy. Andy's like what? I mean, the, well, the first one came out in what, 95, 96? I mean, come on, Andy. Yeah. He's, he was going up. to college in 2010. Yeah. So, that, so, yeah, so he's probably a man now. Exactly. So, he's, yeah. yeah, you know, they, they have, there's no way that they can't do that. And they, I mean, there's going to be some kind of nostalgia and something like that when it comes to all that. So they have to do something with that. And then there's going to be a nice reunion and yeah. fine. You know what? If, if it's cool, but I just, do I want another like, you know, sobby goodbye? <laughs> you know, I don't like, know. The thing I, the I, thing... I, I, I wouldn't would say it would be a sobby goodbye. It would almost be if we're proposing the idea of a reunion where Andy gets back, like at the very least buzz and Woody for yeah. his kids, it would be more like, okay, I'm good. You know, it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not a goodbye. Like yeah. every, everything's back, back where it should be. Maybe it's okay, a divorce right. drama between Woody and Bo Peep. No, like just do marriage, <laughs> marriage story, but with Woody and Bo Peep. Because he's like, well, Andy has kids. I got to go back. No, and she's like, no, you're such no. a pathetic loser. You know, because she was very clear in four. She did not want to be with a kid again. Right. So uh, I don't think yeah. Bo's going back, but who knows? You'll see no. Andy's daughter and then change your mind. And it's just a circle. That's what anyone can change your mind. It's probably Woody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, with Toy Story 3, I think Toy Story 3 was pretty much perfect i, I considered it a great conclusion to oh, yeah. the series oh, but absolutely but at the same time as as much as i love that movie i always kept thinking i i didn't mind andy andy uh giving up woody and everything but in my mind i always pictured him giving uh those toys to his to his children yeah. not bonnie so i mean if if this is a movie that can uh like you said full circle and go 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 back to that i'm okay with that but like I said, like you're you're already giving like like a good uh, story element there with like how is Bo gonna take that? Like like mm-hmm. like is is Woody gonna want to go back to Andy? Did like there's a lot. Twenty nineteen, twenty nineteen, yeah. That was that billion year where they had like seven billion dollar right. movies right. or whatnot. Yeah. They're just yeah. like churning, churning. Yeah, churning, yeah. yeah. game Skywalker. Yeah. With the whole pandemic, it feels like everything came out longer, like further back. Absolutely. Than yeah. Yeah. Right. Really and, and, and I know they're in a different age, like trying to save money. But I'll tell you what, like we mentioned it earlier, like those those short movies at that point, I know they're not going to make them because they know they can't make too much off of them. But mm-hmm. that's a that's a good way to kind of every once in a while keep the keep the, you know, what are the toys doing? What are the new toys doing? You know, yeah, it, yeah. It, I thought they were pretty creative. 
they tried that with the Forky series right after the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Forky. Forky. Yeah, yeah. Right. Forky they had yeah. like a, a Halloween short on Disney. It's really yeah. good. That was really yeah. good. Yeah. It was also yeah. this, Absolutely. Uh, this like one minute uh, series that they did like with just not just Toy Story characters, but with like every like Pixar character. So you had like mm-hmm. Finding Dory and um, uh, Incredibles and uh, fuck uh, Coco and shit. Coco. Mm. Mm. Coco and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember yeah. that one. It's going to be Coco too. Coco and shit. Coco and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on Hulu, guys. That's on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not on Disney. Not on Travis is on stars for you. Yeah, it's a part of Disney Spotlight. You know, Marvel's, you know, Marvel Spotlight has that. Disney Spotlight. You're going to have adult stuff. But no, these all make sense. Disney hope, after hope, dark. Hopefully they're great. I want these all to be good to great because I know I'll be seeing them all with my kids. So hopefully it's not a level of disappointment. Like I have Frozen's Frozen. I, I'm not a Frozen guy, unfortunately. Girls. Luckily, they've grown out of Frozen. Now. I haven't watched Frozen oh, in like six months. I'm so yeah. happy about that. But, like, and my daughter, like I said, they're hype about Moana, so we'll we'll be there. And it it makes sense why they gotta they're going with smart choices, I think, for them and see if they all work out or not. And they're not guarantees, right? We've had multiple sequels mm-hmm. to billion dollar movies that did not do well that like last year, right? Even Aquaman that's doing better than expected, it's still not a half a billion, you know. So I mean, just because Moana choose coming out too, right? Yeah, that's inside this year. Yeah. See, yeah. see, that's here's my question. What? And none of us are studio heads or secret <laughs> studio heads or anything like that. Oh, Chris, I am Geek for oh, Studio. You, that, that is true. Yeah, you, you it's are. A your trademark. Own right. It's trademark. I paid it's, a business license. We have the head cheese. <laughs> that, that's true. I am. Uh, he is. He is. Yeah. He is technically my employer. Zero so. movies released. Yeah. March. Yeah. But anyways, um, Chris, go ahead. The the what do they consider now? Like, if we're not considering a billion, like you're typical anymore. What is success to them? You right. know. At that, least that, breaking I, even. Yeah. <laughs> Getting into the black, probably. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like at Seven, least a profit. A, a profit. 700 million, 800, you know? Yeah. Depending yeah. on how much the budget is in yeah. marketing. Yeah. Right. There. Right. Yeah. Think that and has like staying power. Like, because even Elemental, I think they would look as a success. It Absolutely. still didn't cross 500 million, but we talked about before, right? Where it came out, the narrative was all bombed, but then it made a comeback yeah. and people it liked legs, it. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I think even that, even if they have like a, I won't say modest hit, but a hit that is like 500, 600, if it has good word of mouth and people like it, then I think they mm-hmm. consider that. Cause I, I joke about like a profit, but you have stuff like the Marvels this year that didn't make a profit. I don't know. I don't think Wish or, um, I don't know, but I don't know if Wish made a profit. I don't know what its budget was, but you have like a bunch of them that barely broke even. So I feel like one, yeah. yeah, just making that, but it's just I feel like a profit and good word of mouth, so maybe there's room for another sequel or just if people don't see in the theaters when it hits Disney Plus, oh hey, I heard that was good. I'm gonna check that out on streaming. Like where I was talking about with the ads. It's like hey maybe people don't watch Moana two at the theaters, but then when it comes to Disney Plus and they got that ad tier, then make yeah. money off of that. So we I think just coming. Call I mean, call these another thing. You can't promise a good movie, but I think they're hopefully going to aim for that. So. Yeah. I find it funny yeah. you mentioned streaming and how movies find a certain voice there. I mean, look at I'm just seeing lately, in the, at least in the last week, that the Marvels is getting a lot more praise than it did when it was in the theater. Now that it's on Disney Plus, and I actually like, was like, "Where were you all? Where were you right? Where were <laughs> yeah. you all? You know, a couple months ago when the movie came out." So, well, that yeah. that that is exactly why we are getting all these sequels. Yeah. Right. 
Now that was called Captain Marvel Two, and it was a bit of a different thing. That might have made more money instead of calling mm. it the Marvels, which was a terrible marketing play. Very. Uh, so, how, how do we feel about Deadpool and Friend if that is the real title? That's Ooh, the rumor that is, around, that, right? Oh, oh, all right. Good I think that is a bad idea. Deadpool Three, swing and a miss. Just keep it Deadpool Three. Like someone mentioned in the chat, do not change, do not replace the the E with an with a three. But oh yeah, yeah, the deep three or whatever, yeah. Yeah, they were doing that with Tron. <laughs> just do Deadpool and Wolverine. Just go yeah. easy. I, yeah. I, I could see it be like kind of the fake out. It's like Deadpool and Friendy kind of takes it off, like, you know, breaking Shing. the fourth wall. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah, hoping exactly. happens. Yeah. Yeah. See that? I mean, yeah. when I when I saw that, I was like, okay, I see what they're going for there, but I, I don't see that actually sticking. I mean, maybe they'll Where do that. Where did it come from? I, like, well, we Where did it go? I think, yeah, I think there's a, le- a leaked screen grab of the trailer, and it has the t- the name title on it because there's another leaked screen grab going as well, and that's the rumor. Unlike Chris, where I hope the joke is, yeah, Wolverine yeah. comes out, cuts it out, and it goes just because it just feels like you got Hugh Jackman back in his most famous role, most famous comic movie roles, and I know it sounds stupid. People will see the trailer and see the posters, but still, just like just put Wolverine in the title yeah. if you're thinking about like, like success. Just Deadpool it- and Wolverine. Yeah, just, easy. I think done. the name yeah. Deadpool just, <laughs> just makes money. It, like, it, it would, it would, yeah. it would be that I could hear him commentaries like, "Who says I'm your friend? <laughs> this is yeah. who I am." You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I would actually much prefer if they just went with the initial reveal and it's just the Deadpool logo, and then you get the three Wolverine claws coming through it, and that's that's Bingo. Deadpool three. Yep. Bam! That's it. It's that simple. But I love the hat logo that hey, he was wearing. That the hat logo looks dope. Oh I'll yeah, hat logo yeah. Yeah, looks great. But but in I, it's not in Feige I trust it's in Reynolds I trust that's the fair. thing yeah, like, Reynolds always has his pulse Reynolds on, like, is a bit know. of a hit or miss for me like I know he's like popular and stuff but get like out. he's a bit of a hit and miss for me I know that's an unpopular <laughs> opinion get out I'm not getting out Phil get out I ain't right. out. No. I love Ryan Reynolds get I know out. you're gonna kick me out though, but um <laughs> I think just um there it is okay no, fine I'm not gonna you kick you. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, but I, but I trust Reynolds, and I'm like wondering about that whole like, you know, and I'm wondering if it's just going to be like, because again, we're talking about how that does not sound good, and then Reynolds is going, yeah, yeah, exactly. People are talking about it, talking about it. Maybe it's going to be a mark, and then all of a sudden, yeah, maybe in the next trailer they go, you know what? Yeah, that's that's terrible or something like that, and then they do like the Deadpool and Wolverine or something like that, which, which is. I think is going to end up being the the title. Do you remember something. that little like Deadpool Korg thing they did? The what? Remember that? Like, yeah. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine yeah. if they do that after the first trailer, and Wolverine the whole time is like, "I don't like this title. This is terrible." And, and oh, they're arguing, yeah, and eventually the name yeah, changes I at like the end that. of it. It'd be, a, it'd be a good marketing ploy. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we're changing the title. That. We'll yeah. find out yeah. Sunday. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Oh, that's true. True. Sure. We will find but, uh, out. Let's see. We 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 have too much uh, testosterone here. We need it. We need a. We need a female in here. We got Raya joining right now. Hey, Raya. Hello. Good evening, y'all. How's it going? Pretty good. Um, and yeah, I, I. What did I miss? <laughs> you missed some. Uh, we we talked a lot about the Disney stuff, and then of course now we're just kind of diving into the whole Deadpool anticipation when it comes to Sunday, the first trailer. We're trying yeah, to figure um, out what the title of the film should be. Yeah. 
Is it not already out? Sorry, I feel like I'm so out of the loop. Well, there's like a a, a leak that says it's, it's supposed to be called Deadpool and Friend as a joke, but we don't know if that's the actual title because uh, like some kind of it was like a scooper kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, how do you feel about Deadpool and Friend? Um, I guess that I I guess it's on brand uh, with the sort of um. Uh, satirical, irreverent humor that Deadpool yeah. is known for. So I, I, I can see the vision that way. Uh, the Deadpool movies, uh, they're also kind of hit or miss for me. I love certain moments in them, but as a whole, you know, I never really felt compelled to return to them to rewatch as much okay. as you know other films. But yeah, um, I, I'm eager to go see it for sure. Um, I think that it. Uh, is a strong sort of like standalone IP within Marvel to, you know, just, you know, exist within it in and of itself. So, yeah, I respect mm. it for that. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of, but but like I said, I it, that that title just seems like, okay, if they do that at first, it's just, it's not going to stick. There's a, the marketing for this, I am looking, I mean, the marketing's technically already started with how things are. I mean, and especially the whole Emmy thing where they, no, you know, no, that was... That was think, beautiful. I think the market was really cringe. Did you say yeah, that was, was cringe? cringe. Yeah, oh I said it was God. cringe. I am going to kick you out. That was freaking oh, no. that's the way that you do it. That's the way that you do it. That's, that's how Aaron Axel says next to tick everyone off. This is great. All right. Well, you know, he's <laughs> the youngest one here. He's always going to say. I mean, yeah, look at his, his Twitter feed is like 80% cringe. So just, you know, you know. 80% cringe, 20%. I'm eating rice. Run, right? I'm eating rice. It's like, okay, <laughs> don't care. Yeah. I think don't I care. I'm going to, I'm going to interject and, and agree with uh, chainsaw and a few other things, which is basically the Deadpool at its base is two things, which is meta commentary. And the other thing being that Deadpool is a character and Ryan to an extent they're, they're trolls. So, yes. yeah, I, I definitely see the Anne Friend thing being a troll move. I hope that that's the case. I mean, will I hate the movie if that's the official title? No, I'll still see it. But I think Deadpool 3 is simple, sweet, or Deadpool Wolverine. Like, uh, get to the heart yeah. of... Yeah. Well, remember remember what he said, too, in the sense of that whole thing with the the uh, photos coming out from that, that sequence. And then he comes mm. out... And then start saying, oh, look what else we've got. And then start yeah. flooding it with the fake stuff. So we could easily see this him being, I'm going to purposely try to find a way to like screw over the, the scoopers and think that they're going to do this. This could, like you said, it could yeah. be trolling it. Very That's a really easy. great point, Chris, because I, I, it was immediately the thing I thought of when Dave mentioned that the marketing has kicked off. Because that's, to me, when, when the marketing really, really kicked off. When those very spoilery set images of certain characters debuted, and then Ryan Reynolds was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, see who else we've got in this movie. We've got the alien. We've got the Predator. We've got <laughs> Mickey Mouse with a giant bag of money. We've got everyone under the Disney umbrella popping up in this movie. And it's like, well, well played. Well played. Mm. Now, watch them actually that, be uh, in the movie, though. I would yeah. you guys see that so post yeah. That'd be great. Hello? Uh, yes. Did you see that um, that post uh, Michael Chiklis made? Yeah. yeah. I was just about to bring that up. I didn't yeah, see his yeah, post, but I saw yeah. his comments. Yeah. I saw yeah. I saw what he said. It was this right here where he, oh, I can't I can't share because there's too many people here. Um, <laughs> yeah, there is. Apparently. Yeah, screen I'll, sharing I'll, is canceled. I'll see myself me. out. No, no, no. It's okay. No, it's okay. But right, let me see. Let me try to. 
can there it goes there we go <laughs> yeah it's this one right here where he said, <laughs> fyi folks this is fake sorry to disappoint so many people have asked me about it i feel it's necessary to clear it up i do not know they're cast, uh, casting them but i my you know not my place to tell you but i will say this i'm a fan of his work and wish him luck and success i know somebody there i get apparently this was po- like going around which is so obviously bad. a fake but that's pretty funny that was so bad yeah, yeah. That's, so bad. That's, that's bad that is a bad i'm photo. pretty sure that was meant that was for colossus for it was colossus yeah can you scroll yeah. down there's a picture of the real thing yeah this is, okay what? i want to see the real thing because this looks like like three like sections of three different bodies like head <laughs> right. body yeah assemble your own character <laughs> very good i like that yes that's exactly what it is so we got mocap and then you got a base and then mocap <laughs> i just love how like how that was uh designed right there so but uh now now the thing's not going to be in there he's not going to be in there it would be funny though if he actually does make a wasn't that rumor that uh mila kunis was going to be the thing or something like gender bent yeah i was like Mm -hmm. for the new fantastic four yeah for the new fantastic four i was like okay that that, that's obviously bullshit which is funny because i mean there was like the whole like pedro pascal thing and and you know when it came to the SAG after a foundation of whatever the whatever whatever, and they and they added to his bio of like, <laughs> oh yeah, and he's gonna yeah. be in uh, Fantastic Four, and then yeah. it was like I was like, oh okay, so they kind of somebody made an oopsies, and then it was like okay, so we did that, and then they removed it, and then I, and then I Rob, I even like I said I I, I <laughs> talked about it, and I even referred to your tweet because you said like yeah, but maybe whoever filled out the bio just was kind of going by. The reports did you what, what do you what do you gather when it comes to that yeah so that dropped and everyone said sag afra confirmed it's official and it's like well one that's not sag after right. <laughs> Foundation. Right. it's a non-profit by a different team with a different comms team run by a random editorial intern who just wrote what everyone see online probably doesn't even care about superhero movies. right uh it's not official at all and and no one at sag after knows anything about that the people ran that, that intern no longer as, works as official oh, and yeah, of course they updated it like, I, I actually reached out to everyone who worked there and i called their new york office and left a message and like i'm sure disney saw that and screamed at them as always so uh it didn't last long but yeah um mm-hmm. the trades kind of made it clear who we can expect to be the casting and so all these fake things are happening which probably leads to the other thing you wanted to talk about right dave the uh the Instagram post that vanished. Yes. The account that not, vanished. Not just the post. Yeah. The whole that account was, is from <laughs> Matt Shackman. <laughs> I didn't know that his account. Went, oh, I didn't know Mikey that. Mikey went hard. Yeah. Matt which one? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Which Shackman. one? Which Instagram post? So, so the Instagram. So, okay. Yeah. Not only the SAG after officially confirmed, which yes. is all fake. Um, but Matt, Matt Shackman, the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Four, I saw. Uh, I thought somebody allegedly said, somebody, another name, but yeah. Did a this story right Instagram story. Yeah, you'll have it pop up. Yeah. So. Yeah. So while well, we got to get past the whole happy birthday, Tom Hiddleston, Wait, by the way, happy birthday. And then there's that right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then his account no longer exists. Yeah. That's it's like, wow. That's another, that, what that video you just showed is it? Where'd you find that? Is that live right now? Well, that's that I, I typed in his name and that's what I got. <laughs> Let's Man, that's, that's, a, that's, a, no, that's a new fake one. The real Matt Shackman take away oh. one of the ends is yeah. uh, oh. no longer it, on Instagram. Yeah. No, on Instagram, yeah, wow. but it's also not a real Matt Shackman. Yeah, uh, so it's all fake. Yeah, as always. Yeah. Yes. So everyone it's said it's news. official. The director shared. Didn't, didn't, I'm sure you saw what they shared. It was yes. from puberty, just like a repurposer on Instagram shared fan art 
of Pedro as Reed Richards. And Go people figure. assumed yeah. that this Matt Shackman account was real, even though it was unverified, created only two years ago, right? Had only four posts and nothing personal and used a stock image from IMDb. And Matt Shackman, <laughs> who already worked with Disney on one division, yep. who's a genius and worked on Always Sunny, thinks he's not savvy enough to like do that, like to, to actually post fan casting like nope, moments before they're not. it's just insane and <laughs> yeah. everyone's running with it as if it's a real thing yeah. um and it's like i just gotta laugh at it and the truth is it, it probably is real like these he is yeah. reed richards as far as we know from the trades but still right everyone's running these fake accounts and fake news stories as real things and it's gotta get them clicks man gotta get them it's infuriating well, that's the thing. it's like it's like you do this Not and then you talk about it and then we don't know exactly which, which is which and then did you see like uh this right here when it came to pedro pascal being asked about it oh yeah at the this at the foundation good. and then again i don't know what's official but you might be joining the mcu in fantastic four i've seen that reported as fact but i never know if that's you fact. said this was a 90 minute <laughs> <laughs> it's not reported tell the truth <laughs> it's like the past 90 minutes uh, like well like two minutes <laughs> no he just straight up Pedro like, he's so nope. smooth I yeah. passed he's so good it. very well yeah. done well he's done so good that's a pro right there that's yes. a pro right there he knew, I mean he didn't even flinch he was Poor like guy. oh uh by the way this is done right you know so but I mean hey if Pedro's it I don't I you know at first I was like yeah whatever but I love Pedro fine but at the same time it's like it's just so weird how it's official but unofficial it's unofficially yeah. official the whole thing is so silly yeah they've been yeah. as far as we know they're all cast and just waiting to yeah. announce it so they way, have to be to so go back to the, may next year the the funniest idea it's a complete rumor it's just such a rumor but someone on another account was sharing the idea that what if the deadpool trailer ends with deadpool just announcing the cast <laughs> and wow. it's like that yeah. actually makes sense use the super bowl spot they paid five <laughs> million dollars yeah, and unveil the cast in the costume because for all we know there could show up in that film for a cameo given its multiversal nature so uh um, that would be amazing wasn't, I think the, that would be the, play. wasn't oh, like hey. fan four stick meant to cameo in deadpool too like i saw concept thought of that at one point they were yeah, they were at yes. one point they were yeah. Yeah. they wanted the miles yeah. teller crew yeah yeah, yeah. wow they wanted everything for some reason they said no it's so weird then they saw 30 minutes i was like oh god we've made a horrible mistake see that should have no that should have motivated then they should they should have saw it 30 minutes actually we got to get this crew because we can have some real fun with this situation i feel like the cast now especially so many years later like they'd, they'd poke fun at it. like i feel of like course, yeah. you're gonna get a little bit of gardner in this movie like because not i like the daredevil movie but not everyone does right and for a while like everyone made I fun know. of i feel like if the internet was around in 2003 her fighting the sandbags would have been a meme everywhere you know like that's something let's <laughs> oh, yeah. talk about school but i i loved that movie when i was a kid so i i, I would that's love rob's amazing. idea even in the future if it wasn't deadpool just another big casting like if they were to have x-men announce it there because i just feel like i know the ideas were waiting to comic con but i just also feel like the hype is just it's already gone not for the movie just like that idea of like that rush of oh your notification goes off oh shit this person it's just like now it's got to the point where like okay yeah we know and i feel like even more so at comic con like of course i'm not gonna say that people are gonna boo or not cheer but it's just like it doesn't have that same chutzpah of like oh and guess who's coming out it's just yeah we know this is the one i always equate it Henry to the to investors day 
Yeah, I always in, I equate to Investor's Day when Kevin Feige announced that Haley Steinfeld was playing Kate Bishop a week after there's already set photos of her playing Kate Bishop. So it was like, dude, like yeah. this is not like just just confirm it. You don't like just say in an interview while you're doing press for Deadpool. Well, oh yeah, those people are like they, remember he did do that with Charlie Cox. He did do that. Yeah. He said next time you see Daredevil, he'll be played by Charlie Cox, and it was very random. But I appreciate it because it's just like, okay, he's coming in a few weeks. Why not? Yeah, but, that was right. That was yeah. right during the No Way Home stuff. Right before it no was. Way. Yeah. When Everyone just knew, right? It was yeah. pretty much just fact. It was leaked. So he's like, yeah, it's true. I was like, cool. Yeah, he wasn't playing awesome. the role like Garfield was. So. Yeah. But that that Investor Day thing, like the way he worded it, like announcing her as Kate Bishop, he's like, and I can confirm. <laughs> yeah. but, like, so, but if you listen, there were certain things he would announce that we already knew. Yeah, like, right. I can confirm this is true and other things, and I can announce for the so there's like different wording, but it's like, what the like, fuck else was like, she doing on set then? If she, yeah, can't. He's, like, he's like, I know everybody knows visiting her so, cousin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know how, and, and that's why Feige's probably like very antsy, like, no one can say this until I'm ready to say it. Well, it's not always him, it. it's when Disney's sometimes ready to say it, and sometimes yeah. that's tied to moving the stock price quite literally. That's, that's fair, awesome. yeah, that's fair. If you want to be really and, fair, it's got to be when the lawyers are ready too at that point. <laughs> True. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Or no, again, sort of stock price trumps all because again, we just talked about Moana too. The two lead actors are not signed for that, but they had to announce it. And those mm-hmm. actors had to tweet about it, but they're not signed fully. There's like do you think they're gonna wait till after Deadpool 3 marketing starts to do because they maybe they don't yeah. want to do it right before Deadpool 3 starts its marketing to announce for, Fantastic Four. Uh, oh yeah, like of course. Casting, yeah. Time with marketing, you mean? Like, but during Deadpool well, like, marketing, maybe they didn't want to announce Fantastic Four right before Deadpool three starts its marketing, like because. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. I think that's probably waiting. Are you talking about Moana? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Moana. Yeah, Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah. Will they wait to promote Moana, Moana, Moana after Deadpool before Deadpool three comes out? Because we're trying to grab the audience. It all. I'm just wondering, like, same audience. If Fantastic Four is. Yeah, if it's already cast, they're probably waiting until after Deadpool. Yeah, they are waiting, so it makes sense yeah. to tie in. I, I, the, the genius idea is to do it this weekend. They are spending millions and millions and millions of dollars yeah. and using yes. Ryan Reynolds' marketing firm, which expectations could not be higher, and True. the expense mm-hmm. could not be higher. So to me, it's like this is when you just – they should just show everything. And it's have. also interesting where you see like – you know, because again, Deadpool 3 comes out after San Diego. Yes. Like the yes. weekend of, right? July 26th? Yeah. yeah, I think it's a week after or something, okay. right? Because July is usually early Comic-Con, yeah. right? I wouldn't be surprised if they just straight up screened like it at Comic-Con. I wouldn't either. I don't think they will for no, leaks, though, because yeah. people, you're going to get, it's going to be like the Flash, where people see it, and then a, everything is on the website. It's Crap. like, oh, this person dies. Uh, this person I, I, also, yeah. I also don't think that Tom Cruise is going to uh, screen it this time either. So you know. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. no, 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 here's the question, Travis, how did the Deadpool franchise start? What was leaked and when? Oh, That's true, but it was just a yeah. scene, right? Where this is like if it was you the have higher pitch during Comic Con. <laughs> it was, yeah, no, that's true. I just mean like if you have, if you have like a Chris Evans as Human Torch, some fun stuff like that. I don't think they want that to come out in like a screen grab for you know a screenshot somebody in Comic Con. Like I think there's certain things, you know. But, 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 when's the junkie going to be? When is San Diego Comic Con this year? If it's a week later, they're going to be doing the world tour for weeks leading up to that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, Comic Con this year. Screened around the world. Unless they're going to hold it back. Comic Con this year is literally the weekend Deadpool comes out. July 21st. Oh, to okay. July 21st. I, I thought it was a week after. So it's then, literally yeah, the weekend. Okay. Yeah. I think they do a screening then. Yeah. That's they're probably going to have a free screening of Deadpool there. Yeah. yeah and you can watch it with the cast or something. Hopefully yeah, that's probably. Yeah. Be, they could be announcing sequels or something by then. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true too. That, I, I honestly think exactly. that would be the safest place for them to announce the cast for Fantastic Four would be that yeah. weekend at Comic Con, personally. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, it's supposed to come out in May of next yeah, what year. It's not coming out in May, David. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. Fantastic Four starts <laughs> shooting. Is September, that August. That was the uh, last word. Oh, I thought it was June. Yeah, there's okay, there's no way. It keeps getting pushed back because at one point it was March. And that's the funny thing because Thunderbolts is about to shoot next month. But Iger said, said that Fantastic Four is – yeah, I think you might be right. This month, February. next month. And Iger said that Thunderbolts is not coming out this year. It's coming out next year, but Fantastic – or whatever. Huh. It's F4 is coming out before Thunderbolts, and Thunderbolts oh, is wow. shooting right now where F4 is not. So it's like I don't know what's going on there. But it's like Feck. She's trying to make it happen. Stop trying to make Fantastic for happen next year it's not yeah going to I, I, I think it well, will it just i think no year. i think it's going to be november i think it's gonna because right now blade has that november spot. slot yeah, and that's gonna not gonna happen yeah. i'm with chris i'm with chris in that i think the blade video game is going to happen before the blade movie <laughs> oh man <laughs> no Mark my words. <laughs> it's gonna I'll be playing that video game. The, the video game is gonna help market the movie. That's what they're mm-hmm. gonna do. There you yeah. go. That's yeah. It. yeah. Oh my god, it's just so much. But that that that's what I hate when they actually like plan these release dates because they it never fucking happens. It never it never happens. Well, have you ever it, heard of one of these movies actually like the first release date that they actually put? Is it ever? Oh, stick? Guardians but, three, man. They pull off because Guns yeah, said they Guardians never delayed. Three, okay, yeah. well, they hey, did, you yeah. know, well, and hopefully Superman Legacy. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's also a business move too because in the sense of like okay yeah he keeps on saying yeah. it's in fact they're holding that for something else because yeah. mid the second they release it they've got to either have something ready to go or some studio is going to jump all on for it. the investors it's literally yeah. just saying shotgun it's just yeah. the press version of shotgun and now disney has that date so you go okay we're not yep. gonna put anything made that weekend let's do something else so chris is right the same way it's like right now if f4 is there if it delays i'm sure they'll just put something else disney related that weekend you know Mm. Yeah, but what? Probably. Mm. I thought it was going to be Mandalorian and Grogu, but that's not coming out to 2026. I thought, yeah, because I thought that release for F4 is May 2nd. So I'm like, okay, you're close to May the 4th. You can do that. But no, it's still not till two years away. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to put there. So, Um, Rhea, you're you're a big gamer. What did you think about the uh, the whole... the uh, Disney World thing, the Epic Games, them teaming up and doing like the whole Disney thing? Oh, yeah. I talked about this last night with um, with folks on another panel. So um, my concerns were that the last time Disney, you know, sort of partnered with another studio was with EA and they kind of, you know, uh, bumped heads about uh, the games that they were releasing. I think it was like, you know, the Battlefront series. And I think there was um, uh, an action adventure for a single player game as well that, um, you know, had had its production issues as well and you know really prolific um high profile talent ended up leaving so yeah i'm hoping that you know the folks who were part of that uh regime who were working with ea either they you know have shifted to another sector or you know they learned their lesson that you know these these partnerships with huge ips do matter and the optics of maintaining uh, the the audience who are anticipating it, especially with the Battlefront series with EA. But going back to, you know, Epic that you were saying, uh, I think the key difference is that uh, Disney had oversight over projects that were in uh, production, not necessarily published and already out. Whereas with um, Epic, they are 
kind of integrating into an environment with of existing IPs where the infrastructure is already there. They can't uh -huh. exude too much influence there. Well, like they are giving um, license to their characters and I'm sure there's going to be, you know, some input for lack of a better word uh, yeah. over how to represent those characters in fact i think rob sure. you 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 said it so so perfectly uh about uh disney infinity so perhaps you know there might be some uh room to you know have creative license especially with disney speedstorm which i love is like you know a, um a live service cart racer where uh rob i think you pointed out that uh certain characters in disney infinity could only you know be presented a certain way and if we wanted certain characters on screen with one another like you know there was all this yeah. you know uh red tape around it in uh, bureaucracy whereas with uh, disney speedstorm it seems like disney has you know also learned its lesson as far as like okay yeah we got to be more flexible with you know our um uh you know umbrella of you know different uh community or not communities but like different ips that sort of live within different areas of the company and they have to learn to play nice basically yeah. so yeah. i'm seeing a lot of progress i'm seeing a lot of growth in how open-minded disney is being with you know take uh, other folks taking creative liberties with their brand so that's super encouraging uh yeah sorry for the the rant <laughs> no 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 no. i wanted to get your input because i know like you're you know you like to play you know and so i was like because we talked about it earlier before you came in here yeah no that you, yeah you make some good point. i mean it's true it's just like like, like, like you said, what would Rob said and everything. So, I mean, hopefully, I mean, but obviously this is something that's going to be coming out, you know, it's a tease and now we're not going to get it for another couple of years. So, but yeah, we'll see how, that, how it all gets handled. I, I to, to be honest, I think it was like a, it was a, a right move to just be like, Hey, we got all this, let's just cram it all in here. Let's just do it and bring this experience two people and you know hopefully it all works out you know i was kind of speculating too that uh we we hear about a lot of acquisitions of different studios a lot of partnerships mm -hmm. that turn into um this uh bridge into you know just uh becoming consumed by you know the uh the company with the most revenue or like the most um uh, equity or liquid assets to acquire um their partner. So I'm wondering if because Disney already shelled out, you know, over a billion dollars, uh, I'm wondering if like, you know, they are, you know, the primary stakeholder at this point, like, are they basically going to have um, uh, oversight over the studio ongoing? Do they, uh, like you mentioned, Dave, in the next couple of years, having more projects where they can, you know, exude that, you know, executive authority, like, whereas, you know, they're sort of integrating into major IPs right now. So Yes, I'm speculating that in the same way that we're seeing Microsoft, you know, sort of uh, unfortunately sort of, you know, um, uh, close down a lot of studios, get rid of a lot of creative talent, you know, um, that's very sad. But um, I guess I'm alluding to that example as like, yeah, like, you know, these big brands like that are acquiring all these different IPs, uh, I still speculate that it'll integrate into the wider realm of entertainment whether it be, you know, like um, uh, movie studios. I don't think that game studios are going to be the end-all be-all for uh, for these nah. brands. Certainly not with Microsoft and certainly not, you know, with Disney. Like, they're a conglomerate. You know, they're, 
they're like an octopus, like in all you know sectors of entertainment. So well said. Yeah. Didn't it, didn't it also say well that you can actually watch things within this universe too? You can yeah, watch well, movies, yeah. and not to mention like you could watch sporting events because they had the, like the whole ESPN thing. It's like it's going to be one of those things where it's just like okay, yeah, well, like when you're playing with the character and then you want to like stop, take a break, watch a game or watch a movie or watch an episode, you're going to be able to do that within the world. Didn't they stream Tenet in Fortnite? Yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah, they did. did. They've done live concerts and lots of trailer reveals within Oh, that's right. They have. You're right. They they even revealed uh, Palpatine's speech for Rising Star. That was the origin for how he came back. Yeah. And Palpatine somehow returned somehow somehow yeah exactly it's like never leave your picture on your iphone i love that i can watch my youtube videos while i'm scrolling on you know uh twitter or tiktok yeah <laughs> watching yeah. more videos while i'm watching a video jeez you know i inception. mean simulation inception. Inception. it's inception it's inception because we're figuring it out because we're figuring it out how much so, time do you lose and somebody do a it's kick? It's multitasking. No, I don't. That's it. I don't know if you guys know this, um, mm. but um, now that they're streaming on different uh, platforms for the Super Bowl, uh, Nickelodeon is putting out oh, the Super yeah. Bowl. Yes. And uh, supposedly they're making up for past sins and they're going to uh, stream or they're going to re- recreate. What sins the, are you talking about there? <laughs> no, no, they can recreate the. I saw uh, the, the trailer Spongebob. for the documentary today. It looks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no, God, yeah, Jesus Christ. Right. No, not that thing. No, no. I was yeah, talking about good sins. memories. About... Not those sins. Not those sins. Sorry. Jesus Christ. The Freudian no, was... slip there. Yeah. No, no. The uh, the um, the whole controversy dealing with uh, the SpongeBob Bowl or whatever. They're going to recreate that <laughs> for the Nickelodeon oh, stream, yeah. I guess. So they're going to actually, I don't know if it's going to be 3D animation or if they're just going to stream part of that episode, but they're going to show like when they did that concert. I wouldn't be shocked if they redid it in 3D. I would not at all be shocked if they redid it in 3D. I I think it is. I I think they tease it's remade. They remade it. Okay. Okay, Yeah. There it is. What the fuck is the SpongeBob Bowl? Okay, so in (laughs) Victory, baby. They could have like, you know, made it less clunky and just called it the SpongeBob, you know? Yeah. Perfect. Anyways, but yeah, no, there was this whole contest. If you wear sweatpants, this the the sins past that was it was that I'm referring to is that I guess in one of the Super Bowls they were they were um, Stephen Hilleberg had passed and they were there was rumors that they were going to show or they were going to do the uh, this this uh, the scene from this classic episode where uh, uh, Squidward has to uh, train his band uh, to play at at essentially the Super Bowl essentially so. Uh, they were going to show that, I guess, but uh, but it, it got it got um, overdone by a performance from like an, a, at the actual like halftime show, basically. Mm-hmm. But a lot of SpongeBob fans were like annoyed by that, and now that it's actually streaming on Nickelodeon, they've decided that this is the time to make up for that, basically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's funny too because I, right. I think I heard today that uh, like they're going to obviously have some of the commercials that you see on the regular broadcast on CBS, mm-hmm. but they're also going to have distinctive like commercials that are also like for the Nickelodeon audience. Cause obviously okay. you have to do that. I mean, I, I mean, let's face it. It's like, it's, it's so weird how, like how much it costs to do. And I love when it comes to movies, it's like, Hey, here's a, you know, a uh, 30 second spot, but you can watch the full three minute trailer online, you know? And like, I love mm. that that's the case now. So the so, f- yeah, saves money. The, the full yeah. Super Bowls on Nickelodeon. Yes. yes. 
Why? Why is because this it's a, a Viacom? It's a Viacom. Yeah. Okay. Viacom. Viacom. okay. <laughs> I've not heard any of this. So it's always new. SpongeBob, yes. Nickelodeon Super Bowl. I'm learning yeah. everything about Nickelodeon right now. But okay, I did not know All that the money, Super Bowl is on fucking food. Nickelodeon. Yeah. I live in fucking Canada where we have to have 70% of the, Amer- the commercials be Canadian. So we get the same shit over. I got to see a preview for the good doctor every time. I just find a feed somehow in American. But yeah, we get like 25% of the like good commercials. Same. It's fucking. Yeah, they're all on YouTube, like right after, aren't they? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just like uh, the problem is on Canada. They just right now. they just I've show the same thing over and over and over. God, that, what I love about the internet armor, like the you know social media age, is like the fact that we get the commercials before we get the commercials. It's like I've already seen mm-hmm. a couple of commercials that are supposed to be showing up, and I'm like. Why are they showing them already online? Before? They've already dropped TV spots before they're supposed to air at the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Already, yeah. There's I'm one with all like, the time. That way we can go to the bathroom or eat something. That way we don't feel like we're missing anything anymore. <laughs> no, right I'm now. doing that when the Usher's on. So. <laughs> it's real estate. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what the halftime show is for. No matter yeah. who's on there. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I can't. Well, I, I won't say that. I just not. I just not Usher fans. That's why. And we get commercials for the commercials, mm. you know, or, or for the ads. It could be a you know, the, the teasers that you know, and anti- you get anticipation built up to watch the the real ad during the, <laughs> yep. the Super Bowl. You're not wrong. Pretty much nope. what it is now. I mean, that's what's cool. Yeah. But yeah, but I, it, you know, I remember last year because one of the biggest uh, trailers that everybody was anticipating was the Flash. And, yep. you know, they dropped it online and it was like, oh, there it is. And then, you know, you see the shorter version online and, or on the TV. And I remember even everybody just going like, what? Michael Keaton's back? Because I was at a little Super Bowl party. And I'm like, oh, maybe this movie's going to make a bunch of money. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Those people, oh, those people that were excited at the party sure didn't see it. You know, nope, I had the not. same thing, though. My my in-laws did had nothing, knew nothing about that. And they're like, I can't wait. I'm definitely going to see that. And came time to summer. Like, yeah, we didn't go see that. So I had the same thing where people that were mainstream had no idea. Saw the trailer. Like, oh, I can't wait to see this. And when it came time to see it, they just they didn't. They should have checked the release date. All right. We're releasing in a month. We're changing. Yeah. It. Let's go. Yeah. Capitalize got- on it. Hold on, Even, hold on, Travis. Be be fair. They probably saw it at any of the fifty free screenings that they had before that's the movie true. came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. Of yeah, films. my in laws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I was one of those too when I saw it the second time. Yeah, yeah. I got involved like awesome. four different screenings of the Flash. I didn't get into any one of them before the movie debuted. I just see the IMAX the day. <laughs> came out. here, but if you I do the math like, on those screenings, yeah. if you do the math on those screenings and just average a. Uh, average and average ticket type price those screenings is not what hurt that number if that would have been all that yeah, hurt the right. number, yeah somebody would have right. cracked champagne so I, I hear that all the time because we we did i did four mm-hmm. of them here and uh that that had really nothing to do with that number that's just a consequence of bad management bad yeah. management has consequences that's all Wait a minute. wb out. has bad management no way warner brothers no the no, company? They, well, mostly what they inherited. You're exactly you right, William. You're exactly they right. They inherited a steaming pile of shit is what they inherited. <laughs> and yep. as much as you want to vil- – you can vilify a lot of the people, and they have made some bad decisions. Mm-hmm. But most of the decisions that, they, that they're getting blasted for lately is for things that should have never happened to begin with. And that's the consequences of bad management. Mm-hmm. When you have to clean up after somebody, it's not, you're not, it's not pretty. You're always going to come out mm-hmm. with shit on yourself, and everybody's going to look at you as a person that, why are you doing this? But, you know, and they don't they don't realize, like I said, math is undefeated. Fanboy feelings don't pay for shit. 
So yeah. they inherited this is a good, it. This is a good lead into the yeah. whole yeah. like uh, Acme versus. I think that got yeah. talked about today. I mean, it, you know, it's one of those things. Is like it got brought up, of course, like like back in October or whatever the hell when they talked about it, and then of course now it's like it's back again. Where like Warner Brothers try to sell it. And I knew, you know, I remember talking to my friend who's in the business. He's like, he was like, oh yeah, they're going to try to sell it, but yeah. they're not going to try to sell it cheap. It's going to, they're trying to sell it and make a profit and no, not, nobody's going to want to buy it. Buy it. They're going to, they're trying to sell it to break even. Yes. They're yeah. trying to sell it to break even. And when they said they were going to sell it, when people like, oh, we won our, our, our hashtag campaign, I'm like, bullshit. Nope. They were <laughs> never going to sell that for anything less than they broke even for. It's, no. it's more advantageous for them as a write off than anything else. It's they listen. They didn't make it. Sense, that, yeah. That's one of the turds. And like I said, I'm not knocking the quality of the movie because we haven't seen it. But at the same time, you have to understand where animation is for Warner Brothers. It has a place in people's hearts. But like I said, try paying for something with that with that emotion. It just mm-hmm. you got to go with the math. It always comes back to the math. And they're making the absolute right decision there. Unfortunately, it's like I said, it sucks for people who make this content. But there's a whole bunch of people who you know to blame. Most of them have been chased from the company. Go, you know, hashtag them. Go, go, jump on their, uh, on their, on their Twitter. But, you know, most of the stuff that they're getting rid of is stuff that they didn't make, yeah. that they were that they were inherited. And if they didn't think they were going to make money, plus, like I said, they got people who are way smarter than us sitting in front of a screen determining their projections on whether they can make money off of the the initial investment. And why should they? Why should they take anything less than it was going to cost them when they can get the full tax credit? That's dumb. Nobody here would take less than, than what they spent on something or what they're on the hook for. Nobody. They'll say that on the Internet. But when it, if you if you came with a, a transaction and, hey, Dave, I want I want to buy something from you, but I want you to lose money on it. You're going to laugh me out of the, out of your face. Right. And everybody would. But, you know, but yet nobody can understand why why this thing, you know, is going the way it's going. You know, it's called. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of motions that happen with it. And then, of course, you know, I, I, I kind of made the uh, the jab uh, at the beginning of the, the, the show today was like it was like, yeah, I'm like, how many of these people would, would have actually went to the movie theater and actually watched it who are making a big exactly. stink out of it? And I would say, like, uh, probably about half. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, not everyone, but I mean, some people just want to get angry for being angry, you know, for sure. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I get why it's like, you know, especially when you have like the, the creators that are posting about it, too. And it sucks. Yes, I hate that 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 their, that their movie is being treated this way because I'm a Looney Tunes fan. I would have paid to go see it. I would have then watched it also on uh, on my streaming service. So I would have been like the customer that they wanted for that movie. But not everybody's going to be like that, of course. But yeah, at the same time, it's like I'm not running the studio. I'm not part of the business. And I get the lo- the logistics when it comes to that. And um, and trying to sell it to, you know, other streaming services and whatever. It's like, yeah, they were not going to try to sell it cheap. And none of the streaming services were going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to buy that for $70 million. No, they weren't going to do that. There was no way. That's so, just, you know, yeah, they accepted no counteroffer from what I understand. Yeah. What's yeah. up? They they accepted no counter offer from any no. other no. studio that planned on buying it. Even Paramount they should have never like, attempted to sell it because there is no advantage in it versus the advantage that they were going to get with the limited tool that you have after a post merger. There's no reason for them. To, they should have never even tried that. They no, 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 no. I'll up. take point. I take issue with that point. That there was yeah. there the the PR move was not just for the audience and the and the to me the meaningless like you said the hashtag campaign is meaningless. That what what Twitter says is fucking meaningless. I always say that because the numbers just don't add up to anything. 
What it was, though, it was a big problem for animation and filmmakers, though. Warner Bros. is such a bad rap right now. What it did forcing day and day and streaming with HBO Max burned some relationships. Yep. We could talk about Chris Nolan all day and Denis. <laughs> they're making up for that now, but um, with Dune 2 and such. But if they did not give a chance for this movie to live, there was crews and relationships and executives who would never work with Warner Brothers again. So they had okay, to give it a so chance. They're, they're supposed to lose, but none of that comes no, back. No, no, no. They're supposed to lose. Give it a chance to sell. What I The secondary point, that's my counterpoint to that. There's a reason to try to sell it. What's weird, though, is they're not active. They're not trying to negotiate in good faith because they went to they, – they tried to offer it up, but it was a take-it-or-leave-it deal. That's yeah, not negotiating. They never meant to sell it. They weren't going to sell it. They were 100%. never going that's to the, That's the not-in-good-faith part. So I think this is going to yep. bite them a little bit in the long run. Um, the whole thing is silly. Like Netflix could buy it for 40 if they could break even on that, and they crush it on streaming. They could okay, but what, if I'm Warner Brothers, why do I take a $30 million? Uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm yeah. You're I'm, telling I'm me numbers. I'm telling yeah. you, yes, those numbers. Also, Warner Brothers evil. This is and this is the, 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 the repercussions to this part part of it, right? The, the the real issue is beyond Warner Brothers. It's that for some reason there's no regulatory action against being able to write down artistic investments like this. Right. It is insane to me that there's a tax benefit, like anti-taxpayer well, benefit for writing down this. It's only following a merger. That's what I mean. It makes no sense, zero sense. I don't care whose bur- bridges are burning. You have a limited amount of time post-merger to take a certain amount of write-down. So they don't have a lot of time to come to this decision. Oh, so totally. taking deals in bad faith when you know the rest of the studios are going to lowball you because they know you're, you're, there's, a, there's a certain floor that you're not going to go below. So it never made any sense for them. They should have came out. Once they made the decision that they were going to write it down, that should have been it. They should have never. Their mistake was coming out and giving that bullshit. Yeah, we're going to put it on them. They were never going to sell that. Yeah, I agree. They, they were never going to sell that. Place. And Man. as far as the day and date thing, I always say, like I said, I'm a big Dune fan and I'm a huge Denny fan. But as much as I love that movie, I know because we promoted the shit out of that movie. <laughs> and there is no way that the majority of the people that, that, that got to see it for free were going to go pay for that. As, many, as much money as they made in the box office, a lot of the audience that's going to make Dune Part 2 a crap load of money, possibly over a billion, is because they got to see it without that investment, without that risk. So the day and day thing, be honest with you, that's you know, people can malign it, but given given where the industry is going, like I said, we can't be dinosaurs and caveman when the spaceship is landing, you know? Yeah. Well that was killed during COVID <laughs> I think like, no choice, but yeah. I think like a happy medium I can kind of um, throw into the pot between uh Robin Williams point war is they could have given the consumer the option to pay a higher premium to uh to consume that content maybe for a period Mm. of time and maybe it wouldn't have you know even stacked up to be anything close to that you know 70 million but it would have been like you know a litmus test to kind of qualify the model of okay yeah day and date the way william is saying give and rob's you know point about give the consumer the option to um to you know uh validate the existence of this content, I guess. And yeah, have them pay the premium to, you know, watch it exclusively on the streaming platform day and day of it releasing in theaters. And I actually really liked that um, that business model that Disney sort of experimented with, I think in like what, 2021 or so with Black, uh, with Black Widow. 
right? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a really, really cool idea. And I'm, uh, that, yeah. I'm kind of like confused why they didn't, you know, push it forward. But I guess the legal fallout with, you know, Scarlett Johansson and just sort of moving forward with that idea, blah, 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 blah. We all know that. Anyway, I actually really, I really uh, think that that would have been like a happy medium between like, let the consumer show you that they're interested by paying that premium um, and have it be on your streaming platform. But yeah, I guess it comes into question. Well, this content already existed and we and the previous regime sort of uh, had this amount of money sunken into it. We can now write it off and make more money immediately or like during, you know, tax season or whatever. Yeah, they get, you know, some relief from it. So I understand that specific example. But to Rob's point, I think like for future content where they're going to be a little bit more frugal and like strategic about what they invest in uh, as far as like what they produce, that would be like a great way to, you know, further explore that, you know, streaming platform model for content to come out on exclusively and, you know, drive subscribers to go on that platform in order to pay that premium to watch that content right away. And... Yeah, uh, a rant over uh, part two. <laughs> yeah, well, well, when they get healthier, when they're not twenty nine billion in debt, when they're not on a like a, like I said on a race to try to 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 take care, you know, take advantage of these things that are locked into the law that allows for post merger. Yeah, and their product on things that they produce under their framework under their plan. I would agree one hundred percent. But for some stuff you inherited that in and when you were looking at what Warner Brothers how how their their, their uh, animation has been. And what this current regime thinks of animation, it made zero sense for them to do nothing but write it off. It made That's zero sense for them to even, 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 even attempt to do what they were doing when they well, knew think, exactly where they were going to end up. I guess, like uh, my counterpoint is, it's not uh, in favor of a studio to have net profit in because they have to report on that and pay taxes on that. So, being in perpetual debt, um, I'm going to play devil's advocate. That's you know. The American model, you know, we live on credit, you know, a lot of uh, folks just are in perpetual debt, like whether it be like a mortgage, business loan, yada, yada, yada. Um, so we're constantly, you know, pulling out uh, lines of credit in order to get to, you know, the next project that, you know, potentially will lead us to um, being off to pay some of that debt, but still be in debt. And then just, you know, kind of like fluctuating the amount of debt that you're in. It, but you're still able to cover your operational costs while still being in debt, basically. So I, I guess like, well, yeah. yeah, so William, to your point, like, uh, yeah, like I don't see it in favor. I, I don't see WBD ever like, you know, coming out of that 29 billion hole. Like it's, it's for God, you know, like it's, 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 it's a, like, yeah, they're, that's never going to happen. There's, they're never going to gain a, a, a net profit off of that. So they have to, you know, find a way to liquidate the assets that they have, like with uh, the coyote movie and yeah, just, you know, kind of uh, continue to just, you know, go, you know, month to month, quarter to quarter or whatever, just to be able to, uh, I guess, continue to, to pull lines of credit when and where like they need to, you know, get to the next quarter. So I don't think they have like uh, a quote unquote 10 year plan per se, I, or any sort of like long-term plan that outside of maybe like a production time, uh, production, you know, pipeline of IPs that they hope to, you know, come out down the road. Just that, I think that was more just like an optics thing to get folks, you know, buzzing about it. But in terms of realistically how they, 
operate as you know this this huge company that's so it so much in uh, insurmountable debt. I think they're they're going you know quarter to quarter. I don't really see them like they're just trying to get through the day basically. Um, so Zazzlub, yeah, with these, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's just my take. <laughs> Zazzlub well, they're trying to get the, the weight off off of their stock. Like I said, when your stock is under ten, the reason one of the reasons why their stock is so low is because of the weight of that debt. So for every dollar you have in coming back, that percentage is going back to you know you got outstanding loans, you got interest, you got all kinds of stuff that's out there that's killing your 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 stock, your stock per dollar. So, and this is the kind of stuff once you once you decrease a certain amount of debt, even if you don't make up the twenty nine billion, you, you come down to twenty five. That's still gives a prospect of your company that's much higher than it was at 30 billion in debt. So I do want to also add that, um, yeah, you can get by by just paying the interest on that debt, you know, like just to keep your head above water. So like, I know it's, it's, um, in theory it's not, but in reality it works. (laughs) So yeah, like, you know, that $80 million, yeah, that pays off the interest on, you know, part of that 29 billion, let's say. And, uh, yeah, you keep, you know, the, the loan sharks off your back, you know, for another quarter because you were able to scrounge up, um, you know, the money to pay the fig, but not necessarily the principal (laughs) of that core, uh, loan. So Yes. Um, uh, yeah, that's basically how I'm trying to, you know, uh, to to visualize how they're, you know, uh, yeah, able to sense. keep their head above water while, yeah. you know, still being in perpetual debt. They're Yeah, they're trying. They're trying. I mean, you know, hey, but Tom Cruise is going to save it all, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. No. I, I would I would say um, Phil, Phil and I discuss all the time, hopefully. basically, that like, you know, I think only a merger with like a much bigger uh, company is going to save them at this point, and I mean, what? I know, right? Well, I know it's it's something it's nothing new to say, but I mean, Phil and I are still Bob Iger is going to come over from Disney. <laughs> no, see, I don't think I I don't think I don't think this is going to be the one to do it because Disney's been buying so many things at this point, and I think like Fox. I yeah. didn't say Disney. I said Bob Iger. Just Bob Iger, huh? Just gonna yeah, yeah. He's, he's gonna he's, grab he's the Infinity Gauntlet. Too much, heat, too much heat's going on in Disney. He's like, you know what? I'm over here. Elon, you could you could take that. I'm gonna go over here. I don't know. Oh God, Elon. President. You know, it'll be Apple or Amazon will be the only two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Apple and Amazon very well could do it. I mean, Phil and I are still rooting for you know a, a Universal merger only because I think Universal is the only one that makes the most sense on a. Uh, IP level and the resources that they have because now granted Comcast. Universal Comcast yeah Comcast Universal yeah thing yeah. Yeah. Universal well I mean I mean just the parks alone I mean yes they are working on a whole new epic adventure you know islands and stuff that they're going to be doing there you know so obviously yep. they're putting a lot of money into that but I mean Phil and I just as DC fanboys I mean if you had a DC like actual theme park and I'm not talking Six Flags I'm talking like a legit up. theme park like you can go to Metropolis or Gotham just minimum just those places alone like you have a lot of fans very very happy and 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 you don't even necessarily you need need to go off of the cavill or the affleck interpretations of the characters i mean if you just want pure comic book versions you'd still have a lot of fans very very happy and excited like i was telling we're paul and i were talking i think it was earlier today like could you imagine going to a universal studios and you have like a harry potter land next to jaws next to say metropolis or gotham city all mm-hmm. in one gigantic area where you could literally just bounce from your favorite franchise one to the next. Yeah. And, and I mean, I mean, imagine, that. imagine taking the Hogwarts train and it drops you off in like a, you know, almost Fleischer esque, <laughs> you know, Metropolis yeah. dude. 
Like every kid would love that. I don't care. <laughs> or you, or you could go to Crime Alley and make sure okay. <laughs> and see your parents get murdered. Like, yeah, no, I don't. I don't you know stand about there, that. the kid, the like, parents uh, lay on the ground. You even have like the outline. All right, photo opportunity. Who's? I could. I'm already seeing all of the terrible. I'm already seeing all the terrible Instagram posts because they would have probably the Crime Alley, but it would be like the the chalk drawings of like the Waynes, and yeah, it'd be like yeah. some kid doing this or something yeah. like where the chalk yeah. drawings are. It would be Get terrible and yeah. I'll be interested to see, like, you know, down the road, what Disney and Universal do about the uh, Orlando Universal Park, especially like, you know, Marvel Wait, Island or I forget what it's called, but oh my God, it's so mind blowing. Literally, like, the yeah, epic universe. If, you, if you've never gone, Dark please, some, somehow in your life, you know, make a point to it's, it's mind blowing. But it. my point is, like, you know, um, uh, it seems like they're cool with it, you know, being there. And they're I, making money like, off of it. That's why. Yes. It, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, but that that's so, sort of like a legacy thing. It's not mm -hmm. necessarily related to what we're talking about right now, where Disney is, you know, like, <coughs> you know, exploring different partnerships and uh, exuding executive control a little bit more over uh, how those partnerships execute uh, products with their IPs. Mm -hmm. I guess like, like I said, it it that that section of the park existed before Disney bought, you know, bought Fox. So I, I, I totally get that. But I'm wondering if we if, you know, if that was just an anomaly, or maybe it could be a case study for them to, you know, have some sort of partnership or additional partnerships with Universal, you know, like, you know, like, um, not necessarily integrating Universal into the Disney parks, I don't see that happening. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, in the same way that we see established brands, you know, getting you know, partnerships with Disney. I would love to see that with the um, with with future theme parks too. You know, like yeah, like you said, like uh, licenses make money, so why not? Licenses, yeah. consolidation, all kinds of partnerships. There's going to be a lot of that going on because it, as it goes deeper, no one company is going to, is going to want to take the burden of of everything. And in the case of like Warner Brothers, there's money to be made for them in animation, but just not with them footing the bill for it. There's going to be it's going to be like a round table where somebody who's in better position to, to take the risk is going to be the one that gets the financing, whether it be theme parks, animation, things like that. And it's just going to be IPs that get, you know, like on, on a big, you know, on a gambling board or here in Vegas where they just put everybody's chips in. It's going to be like that. You're basically going to be trading these things because at any given time, any of these companies are going to want to make money off of something without necessarily taking on the all the liability. I and guess that's like what um... to get to. I guess like the prospect of theme parks was kind of like, you know, not, I don't see it as something that people have taken seriously up until now, but yeah, that initial investment, you, you know, throw your money on the table and uh, from there, you know, it's nothing but up, you know, like that's where, you know, we, we begin to touch uh, the idea of, of net revenue coming in. Like we, uh, William, I know you, you mentioned, you know, uh, a few different times on your show, yeah, the Disney uh, Disney parks. Yeah, they're generating. That's the biggest, you know, profit generator for, 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 for Disney money, because yeah. you just you build you build this, the the rides and you have people pay you like you know two hundred dollars a ticket to go and ride them every day, and yes, like you know over over time you are you know you're in the green and you that's where you can finance all these other projects and. Um, while while you're still licensing, you know, of course, and generating revenue from there, that's kind of um, uh, passive revenue as well. And I think like with the parks, that's like, 
yes it's been totally slept on as far as like expanding them and 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 entering into different parts of like accessible um maybe like you know middle income diverse areas that it can make the ip even more accessible and generate even more revenue like yes so i do think there are like smaller opportunities where they can do that and you know sort of like post up in different areas maybe like um i know universal was contemplating building a park in texas for example which is a very they rich are. diverse you know like, they are? Uh, oh, wow. uh, yeah. you know economy in and of oriented. itself like yeah it's like you know several states in one basically like they could like yeah. plop a park right in the middle get everyone in there and like nothing but land they can expand you know for for decades like yeah i i, oh, wow. I really it's really think that, too, so yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, in Nevada too. Not that like you know, I'm I'm trying to make everyone pillage you know to Williams you know turf, but I just uh, think that finally they're now, they're seeing you? it <laughs> that <laughs> they're 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 exploring that option. So I'm really really happy to hear that. I mean, uh, see I'm that. trying to get out of Vegas. You're trying to come, Dave. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> what, gonna... I live in California, man. Come on. Yeah, I'm trying to get back to California. You're trying. You're to... insane. You're Why? insane. You're going to pay Why? that income tax. You're going to pay those high HOAs. Wow, you're heaven forbid I want. I'm going to have to like I'm going to have to have my dad talk to you because he moved from Nevada to California and. Regrets it. Okay, take me home, baby. Take me home. Just saying. You want to talk Who about perpetual the... debt? Live in California. <laughs> I, I in California. Lived, like I said, I, I am from California, but uh, this this here. I know, uh, but I, uh, I again, I I think if if William, if you were to move to California, uh, after a year, he'd be like, why the fuck did I do this? Yep. I no, I've been saying that since I got here, and then. Oh it's just, my it's, god! You like I said, we there. can switch. You love it there. Shut up. Shut up. I'm here on business. You love it there because guess what William had to do last night? William got to meet Zack Snyder last night, guys. Yeah, so it has its perks, you know? Yeah. Rob, did you know? I would have thrown you out, by the way. (laughs) I would have put you on a jet blue airplane. I know, I I know. But Rob, did you know about this whole uh, geek thing that was happening in in, in Vegas? No, when? Yesterday. No, last night. Last night. Wow. Yeah, they made us keep our mouths shut, so. Yeah, well, you good. could talk about it now, right, William? You could yes, talk about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. What yeah, was yeah. it, sir? I sent you all the pictures are on my. I know you did, but I, I know you posted them online too. So yeah. I was just, you know, I just wanted to double check. You know, Dave, what was the event? Uh, I don't understand. Well, okay, was, uh, William, explain, event. explain, um, explain it. Yeah, it was a Netflix event, Geek Week, or I think it geeked. Netflix Geek. Netflix. And Geek. it was basically, uh, yeah, they took three of their their top prospect movies and stuff that they had. It was a three-body project. Uh, there we go. Avatar: The Last Airbender and Rebel Moon. So they had yeah. all the top people from there. So they had the entire cast, or like the time about four people from uh, Last Airbender. They had a uh, Game of Thrones guys, Benoit and Weiss were there. Yeah, and yeah. Zach Weiss. And, yeah. Uh, so uh, Sophia Bachelo was go. there. So yeah, it's literally uh, the most that? awesome pick ever. Sweet. Yeah. I first I didn't find him at first because the other two guys I was with they they found him. I, I'm not calling him short. I thought he was like five. He's a short. He's a very short. He's as short as me. I'm yeah. looking for a six foot tall dude. Like I said, when I first <laughs> no, met no, you, I, I, I expected a big bulky dude. When I first met you, I was like, oh, wow, come here and jump in my hands, dude. Because he was, you were I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so when I went around again, yeah, he was just standing there and uh, introduced myself, talked to him for a while. It was a, there was a lot. There was 250 people at the total event. Yeah. Uh, but they were all, it was, it was Kimmy, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's, uh, his uh, comedy club, comedy club, yeah, mm-hmm. and oh, it's wow. not okay. big. It's not yeah, big, it's <laughs> so we jammed uh, two hundred fifty of us in there, and uh, yeah, it was fun. There's wow. the um, there's their panel. 
Oh, there, 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 part two. Was there too. Yeah. 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 That was, uh, that was the, uh, I don't know who that that's, guy. um, one of the film critics, <laughs> local film critics I got in there. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, we, uh, like I said, it was a pretty small venue. It was pretty exclusive. Like I said, they didn't allow us to, to say anything. That's why mm-hmm. when I, I invited you, I, I had to tell you, don't, you know, so saying, I know. And I told nobody. Yeah. I was like, I was like, damn it, I want to go again. Yeah. yeah. And then but right now couple, it's like it just wasn't happening. But yeah. A couple yeah. other people opted out because they were afraid of the Super Bowl traffic, which is not that bad right now. Oh, I'm I sure mean, it's not it, bad. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. uh, very cool. Yeah, that's uh that's all that's everybody. That's everybody that was there. That's wow. awesome. So uh they were all there. They had like they had like you no, know, they had food, they had drinks, and they sent cars for people, you know. So that's you know, cool. if you're afraid to deal with the uh traffic. They sent a car for you. This for right here, though. Paid for the tip, everything. This right here, though, you got, and do you have it with you? You had, you got. I uh, know, I got it at the house because I'm putting it in. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, look I at that. It. He got cool. a, he got the the Netflix Oh, I can see football. this picture. Look yeah, at yeah. that. Look at yeah, that. Action. Yeah, we all Wonder got Wonder these footballs. Yeah, because yeah. it was a, a Super Bowl event. So we each, when you walk in, there was these plastic bags with the football in it. And so that was impromptu. We just walked down there and everybody that was upstairs, all of them were down there. So if you wanted to autograph or you wanted to talk to somebody, you could just walk right up and, and, and talk to them. Their security guards were there, but they didn't. You'd gotten screened before you came into the event. So they were, you know, there was nobody there that was going to do anything. So you could walk wow. up to him. Uh, he was, he just started, you know, Dude, he had his own pen. Zach, Zach is more. such, he's such a nice guy. I mean, I remember like uh, even during like full circle, uh, during the intermission, when we, you know, everybody was like, all right, you know, obviously intermission during Zach's and just like four hour long. <laughs> yeah. And, and so everybody was like, all right, we got the piece. So like we got, you know, everybody did that whole thing. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a beer because there was a bar like right outside there. I'm like, let's get a beer. And then all of a sudden Zach just like shows up and I see him and he sees me and I'm like, hey, you want to get a beer? And he was like, no, you know, he didn't want to do it. I was like, uh, but then. You know, he was just like seeing people and, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, keep people. And then all of a sudden it was like, uh, you know, my mom came up and he was about to leave. And I was like, hey, this is my mom. And then he was like, oh, hey, you know, sorry, this is your son. He said that joke. <laughs> I, I, you know, and it was great. I was like, thank you for saying that. And then um, and then but he, he took a quick picture, even though it was like, oh, yeah, but he's just the nicest guy, man. I tell yeah, you, he made time for everybody that was standing. No, he does. Really cool. He does yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he made time. Like I said, they showed stuff from each one. Like they, they showed you an extended scene from each of the movies. I'm not an Airbender. I don't. I'm not a last Airbender fan. I'm. I don't hate it or anything. But yeah. judging from what they were showing, I am ready to go see that. Um, three body movie. Yeah. yeah, three body problem may make me forgive uh, those two for what they did the last half of us. Really? It from what they showed us, it's intense. It's intense, and I'm um I was sold on it. And they showed a scene from Rebel Moon, which is, which is her. I you know I can't go into too much detail because they did they did uh, keep that. It's but it's an, it's sure, an right? yeah, it's an intense yeah. fight scene. Um, <laughs> and it's better than any of the ones that were in the original. Oh, the fight scene oh, that they showed us is better than anything that was in the in the in a, in a, in a uh, part oh. one. Um, and they were showing that, and then um, he was uh, slipping up and cussing. He, he wasn't supposed to cuss, but it was funny. He's like, uh, "You guys need to go see. If you haven't seen Rebel Moon One, why am I even here?" It was funny. He was cracking <laughs> jokes, but the whole thing was about an hour. But then they, yeah. they, you know, like I said, everybody was accessible. Uh, if you wanted to walk up, I mean, they, uh, a lot of people, you know, for the Airbender, a lot, a lot of the people that I brought were all fans of that. And I was like, course, "Okay, you guys yeah. go over there." And then uh, I, I was looking for, like I said, I literally. He's just standing in the corner by the entrance. Just walked up to him and say, "Hey, you know, 
told him my high film jack he said hi he started laughing i got a laugh out of him but um but nah it was a pretty he's all that fucking guy that guy he gave he gave a jokingly laugh but i you know you know it was yeah i know i know yeah it it was cool to it was cool to meet him like that sophia was there but i couldn't the way the the room broke down is everybody like gravitated to who they want to get you know get a, a self with and uh autograph with and i was like i you know i wanted to get his and by the time i got to her she they went back upstairs and they had a backstage area but they they were all most of them were there till the till the, the events end out that's and cool. uh there was a whole bunch of other super bowl stuff that was going on around they had football players at another club i mean we had our event but it was like there was like 10 other events with a line so there was there was a lot going on down by there. football players do you mean people from the niners and the chiefs but no no, no. um other NFL play. I don't know where Wayne or the past some retired people. Reggie okay. Wayne was there. The guy who um is on stage there is a former or he's either a former or a um current um New Orleans Saint player because mm-hmm. one of the guys oh, wow. um from a uh, three body was it the quarterback? No. No, no. Um yeah. I forgot what his name was. I I don't know that team very well, but he was actually a former like Drew Brees? What? No, he was a former uh I don't know how long he was on the team, but he was former Thunder Saints because one of the guys uh, from the panel, if you see there, is wearing a he wore that Saints jersey just for that, uh, uh, just to, you know, to get up there with him. But it was it was a fun event. Like I said, it was this is the kind of place I was telling you before. I get thrown out of. <laughs> That's hilarious. The kind of place I don't want to get into. And like I said, he's glad you had a good time. Like I said, I couldn't I couldn't show up with my Shazam shirt. I wasn't that wasn't gonna. Uh, no, 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 no. You had a drug a little bit, which you look you look sharp. You look sharp. But Jordan, I know you have yeah, to go. Uh, yes. Now you're looking a little, you know, sleepy-eyed right there. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. been a long day for you. Yeah, but yeah, I appreciate you showing up, man. Of course, man. I felt bad yeah. last week because I passed out on you. Oh, no. No problem. No problem, dude. It, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine, you know? Thanks, Invite's everybody. Man. always there for you, my friend. Always. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Great Promote yourself. Promote yourself. Chainsaw reacts everywhere. If you want to see me make faces online, that's where you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, All right, Jordan. Take already. it easy. Bye everybody. Take All right. Care. See ya. Yeah, man. I was willing. I was I was I was trying to invite people without I couldn't post about it. I know. And so I'm like I'm like dropping cryptic messages for people and then I they could they finally allowed me to say, Hey, you can you can, this is what you can tell them. I'm like, Okay. You know, um, you know, we you know, and I was like I said, I I was willing, like I said, if you could have, but I know you couldn't. I was I willing know. to stuff you into a, a jet blue plane and you would have suffered for an hour, but you know, that <laughs> cheaply got yeah, you out here. Things right now is just yeah. it, it wasn't in the cards, sadly, you know. But yeah, I'm actually yeah. surprised. Rob, you didn't know about this? I don't think there were interviews at this thing. Yeah, there probably wasn't. I imagine it was local only, I'm assuming. So but the no, thing um, is though, uh, the thing is though, Brandon Davis, he was he there? No, so we were we were all going to Vegas for the WWE press event. Oh, that's what that, that shit was. show. That was oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. We, wow. we were sending two people to that, and we canceled last minute because it was like I don't know how BD pulled it off, man. That was too stressful because it was Madam wow. Web like junket and interviews and stuff in between those things. No so that's just a mad wow. Man. A we mad just didn't forget man. it on, on the wrestling and just stuck. He in lives LA. and breathes that kind of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wrestling thing came along late because we were. I was going to go to that, but it didn't make a logistical. Oh, we had like four days' notice on that. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, didn't, they didn't. They didn't give you that until after, uh, after um, the I think it was SmackDown. But it was. It was the funny thing about that is because of the way the city is set up right now. Even though it's not super congested, T-Mobile would not have been the place to be because T-Mobile is where it is congested. Congested. Now where right. the link is is it, it's it's on the strip, but it's it's catty corner to the point where the traffic flow is so much more controlled. So I would not have been able to go to that. 
uh, and be able to get to where I, I needed to be as far as a T-Mobile thing or, or as a the Netflix thing. I really wanted to go, you know, see the Netflix thing because of, you know, who was going to be there. And it, I, I don't get invited. Like I said, we do a bunch of screenings. And this is why we got this. This is um, the companies that we promote for did this as a thank you. Because when I looked in there, I got in there, I looked around, I'm like, I do not belong here. Uh, they must be really satisfied with how we're, we're doing on promotion. I, feel every time. I looked around and I looked at the people that were there, the, some of the women that were there and some of the dudes that were there. And I'm like, I don't care if I bought all new clothes today. I stand out. There's no way I belong here in night. The wine, they had expensive. I don't drink, but I knew some of that shit was expensive. And they had these little um, sliders. I was telling them, like, uh, prime rib sliders. You knew I didn't belong there because I was going after her. I'm like, hey, when you can you swing back around here? Because I need a couple more of those to make up for one big big slider. So uh, <laughs> that shit was good. The no chef was out there. Yeah, Chef was out there asking, well, so what do you think out of a 10? I'm like, well, prime rib for me. So we're ta- we're starting starting at ramen and going to your prime rib. So I'm gonna give you a 10. <laughs> All right. So, but it was nice. I mean. They um they they had little drinks before and after. They gave it the footballs. If you wanted more balls, you could. If you wanted to get them autographed, I mean, they just made it a lot easier. It was two levels, and like I said, I there's a video I sent you. I think I sent yeah. you a video to where I just uh, showed you just how intimate the event was. But yeah, we we this was, works, so yeah. yeah this was one of those events that like I said, I I was punching way above where I usually uh um going. So I was just happy to be there. I nice. think William, you're being way too humble, but you know, I know it's you know in your nature to do to be yeah. so. But yeah, like I don't think you you get enough you know recognition for the amount of work that you do and how much care that you put into the underlying message and the whole purpose and intention of this. You know, how this you know community as you know as far as I can understand has you know even it's rooted basically in the idea of you know like being there for others and like you know acknowledging when folks need help and uh, providing resources for them to to get help you know actually reaching out to folks and saying I know you're suffering here is something that may help you I'm here if you needed me that like that's that's William, you know, that's that's he's consistent, you know, he's he stands on that value on like all ten toes with like with his chest out, you know, like he's he never folded on on that message. It's always been there. It's yes, that you know, like it's just so rare to find someone who is just so solid in, you know, their values and the just like the idea of ultimately like it's not, you know, a single battle. In fact, that's what we're combating. We need to acknowledge that there is a void of that this one individual may have where they're in need of a community. And I think that that is like a whole intention of, you know, your show and why you're so consistent with it because you acknowledge that a lot of people have voids and this may be their only outlet for, you know, that feeling of community and belonging. So. I just, you know, wanted to give you your flowers. Well, you, you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, I, you know, consider My effort family, not to be so. a problem. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad, uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing something. I'm glad I'm contributing something. But like I said, um, yeah, this is, like I said, I, th- I think everybody in their own way, uh, the same way I found Junkie and Chris Wong Swenson, uh, who I wish would go back to doing the live show. Um, and then all these, all these other guys, um, like I said, I think we all found each other and it's, and it's cool. I mean, 
Uh, I'm oh, having fun with it. Like I said, it's uh, I'm having fun be doing it. It's it's the effort is is really just being what I was pre YouTube, you know. So uh, yeah, cool. I mean, like, all the community. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, even going back to like when we were discussing about what was happening when it came to even the business when it came to the pandemic, and you know, I know Rob was talking about like what was going on with Screen Rant. I mean. Well, one of the things that I did was like, you know what? I'm going to start more live shows. I'm going to start more live streams. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Film Junkie Live. And that's where that started. I was like, because everybody's home. Nobody's really like, you know, I'm like, all right, so let's just do that. And, you know, that's where that was born. And, you know, that grew the channel, of course, um, a little bit. So it was just, you know, that's just what you do. You just kind of just like roll with the punches and see what what what's going to be happening next, you know. But that's why I, I always would be like, Rob, what is happening? <laughs> you got your pulse. You got your, you got your finger on the pulse. No, I'm kidding. No, but um, no, it's all great. But uh, yeah, there was like this little event that happened, you know, and I, I thought Brandon, I thought that's what Brandon did. When he posted that he was going to Vegas, I was like, oh, he's going to the Netflix thing too. But it was for WrestleMania because of course I should have knew that because of all the things that were yeah, happening. They, they had a full media day he's with trying to be a wrestler. Yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah the, the, the important thing was the media day there. We had interviews lined up with everybody, yeah. like Roman and The yeah. Rock. Would have been really cool, but I will next time. It, it was one of the best things that WWE has done like the last twenty some odd years because overall, I think the WWE product. And I've been watching wrestling. I'm, I'm an addict when it comes to pro wrestling to to an unimaginable level. Uh, more than what you see me post about it's it, I'm going to a live event tomorrow. I stay up all night watching new Japan. I'll watch mm -hmm. CML. I'll watch it all. Um, and nice. I'll watch it all live if I can. Um, but I think the WWE product in the last 25 years hasn't been good. There, there's been no. spots of it that are watchable, but most of it for me is, is fast forward, but that mm -hmm. what they pulled off in this press event and they, what they pulled off in the, with this storyline has been what they are at their best. Yeah, this is, this is triple H when he's at his best. And people got worked. People got people got emotional, and the death threats were stupid. But people got the people went on the roller coaster ride. They went on the roller coaster ride, and and, and they did exactly what WWE wanted them to do. Uh, yeah. WWE was handing out "We want Cody" signs, and people were like, "It's not a work." They're literally handing out signs. That Pat McAfee interview that was that was literally part of the whole thing to get you angry at the Rock so that you could have Hollywood yeah. Rock back in two thousand three. And the Rock is more money. As a WWE bad guy, and Roman Reigns is better as a as Thank a fake. Mm -hmm. So that's what this is all leading to. So. Okay, because because I'm not a wrestling guy, but I talked about it that, that on on Film Tracker Live on Wednesday. I was like, I was like, is the Rock like is his like popularity declining? And then when I talked about the whole wrestling community, I'm like, people like hate him now. But then I'm like, but is this all part of it? I was like, is this part of the ruse? Is this part of the whole thing? Because, I mean, wrestling is about theatrics. So I'm like, is this part of the whole thing? Like, that, yeah. you know. Okay, Dave, want... like, yes, I go yeah. back and forth with William constantly. Like, this oh, is wow. all, you Here know, the long game for um, Dwayne's, you know, you know, presidential campaign. And uh, we kind of, you know, we're speculating, yeah. like, oh, he's not going to make the jump all the way to president. Maybe he'll, you know, be a governor first. And I'm like, okay, okay, you know, um, I... I can I can emphasize that, but you know he I feel like he's you know a go big or go home you know type of type of guy, yes. and yeah he sees like this grassroots you know community of like you know wrestling fans like if you're a wrestling fan you're a hardcore diehard you know wrestling fan you're not like casual so. Mm. 
yeah once you know like he's sort of like reinventing if not you know modernizing his image there that's a captive you know audience to really like support him so that's my tinfoil hat you know speculation like no this is definitely intentional there's going to be a longer you know uh purpose for this outside of wrestling yeah, yeah. he slapped the shit out of cody in that interview i'm like whoa and then they were <laughs> i was watching that event live and they listen i saw my slap he held he, he pulled his he pulled yeah he pulled the fact, that he <laughs> was... did it, though, the, metaphorical, the fact that he did it that's and they were dropping s-bombs and f-bombs on wwe live event they don't do that that's tony yeah. khan that's AEW. when he came in there and let him to, to talk shit about my family again that's not something wwe they'll do all the other raunchy stuff but they were never i don't recall them ever dropping an s-bomb or the f-bombs and all that on on live events and they no. didn't censor it on the live feed because i was watching the live feed no, now they sent it on definitely the, the not WWE. consistently. They, there'll be a, like a slip every once in a while. Yeah, you know, but yeah. It, but it wouldn't be that. But you bring up a point in the sense of like things that WWE has tried. It'll be like it'll it'll catch something, but they'll never follow through, or it'll flame out royally, and they never yeah. like continue forward and try to push with it at that point. Or they make it last too long because this that bloodline storyline is literally crossing over to two different presidential administrations. It's if been you way were, too long. Yeah, if you were a freshman <laughs> in high school, you're about to graduate. Yeah, that's how long this this storyline is on. And the only person who could end it was the one the guy. I, how are you going to talk about you're the head of the bloodline when the Rock is part of your bloodline? That is just, <laughs> that's 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 laughable. So I I love the way they bought him in. But yeah, I saw that, and uh, yeah, they they didn't get as many people down there as they they wanted to, but. With four days, you do that in four days with everybody converging on this city right now. That was pretty impressive what they were able to do because I, I thought it was cool. And like I said, for somebody who's a skeptic for WWE, they got me interested in this WrestleMania. And we still got two months to go. So, so can I ask a question? Because my my wrestling knowledge, like I always have my toes in like everything pop culture a little bit, like uh, with a little bit or a lot. And you know, I know I know names. I know like some errors and stuff like that. I mean, is is this? rock becoming hollywood rock is this like the equivalent of like when hulk hogan came out in that attitude era and he's wearing like all black is that the same NWO. thing you're talking about the NWO. NWO. yeah like oh, it okay. could be it could be a little bit yeah. but it won't be as long term because hogan was still like a full-time wrestler i think okay. this will be for a cup of tea just to set up rock to do another match down the line so i think you're gonna get like okay. this type of rock for like a two to three month span and then I think that uh, he'll go back to he might oh, wrestle again next year, but he'll go back to being sporadically. He is a board member now, so he has more stake in appearing, oh, okay. of course. But it won't, he's not full time. You know, yeah. he'll he'll I'm be 52, here. Fifty one, fifty two years old. He's still yeah, fifty one. Like, yeah, he's in human. Fifty one years old. He's not us. But um, when you what NWO was 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 a game changer because that was the the America's face, America's heel turning bad. Yeah, before okay. the age of the internet had set in mm-hmm. what the rock did with um with hollywood rock was a gradual type of thing it got to the point where it didn't matter what he was people were going to accept him but we took that for granted and that's the thing is when you have somebody like that you take it for granted you forget that he can be a, a, a true true asshole you know mm-hmm. he, can, he can be what he needs to be and i think this whole thing was just was choreographed yeah. even, even Hollywood Rock, he was not that for a long time. That's revisionist history, but he was that from like January to like April when he did it. He doesn't play the bad mm-hmm. guy that much. And I agree yeah. for some of it. I do think it's orchestrated. I don't think the I I don't believe I'm with many other people that it was a work from the entire thing. And then if it is a work from the entire thing, then they need to fire some of the writers because there's like a contential line where you go, it's like, hey, if you're telling a story, this doesn't make any sense and something like oh they're trying to swerve you and everything 
I don't think so. I think there's certain things where it's like this, you have certain characters that are acting in a way that hurts their character in a long term standing form. The same way that happens in comic book movies and stuff. And that's where I don't believe, I think it's now they were given a situation. They, okay, let's make it to work. Rock is a very smart guy. He knew he saw the reaction. Okay. People are clearly not with me. This go around. Let's have some fun. And that is smart because that was the worry that he was just going to end company would push forward and go, okay, we're just going to rock and it's going to be this thing. But, uh, so I think it's a little mixture of both of there's, I think, I, I, I think it was work from well, nearly the very beginning because just think, Triple H knows his fans better than they know themselves. He knew exactly how they were going to react from each everything he put out, and they don't. I, I have a, I, I can be critical of their booking, some of it just being bad and uninspiring for a long time, but they yeah, do not you. put, yeah, they do not put it in elements. They do not introduce elements that they do not plan to, to use. And yeah. you can you can go back, and there were elements to this story that were already there before they knew it. They didn't care what the reaction is. WWE, listen, WWE knows for their fans, and they know all the people who were backlashing. Oh, we want the story, and we're gonna boycott. They know they were full of shit. They knew they were full of shit. Triple H could have came out there in that press conference or in SmackDown and that you guys, you know, who we want Cody and say you're not gonna be there. He could have got on the mic and said, "I know all of you are full of shit. I'll see you at WrestleMania," because he knows. He's been doing it long enough. See that? Yeah, that's where I that's where I push back though, because I think that's something where AEW got created. As far as there's people like myself, I've been watching wrestling my whole life. Eventually, there was a point where I stopped watching WWE for about four years, and I actually only came back because I'm a big Cody guy, and I don't watch full time anymore. I watch here and there because I agree with you, William. W's probably like I can't consume that. We like. Monday for I just it's not good I can't do that so I think there is a group because they're like I said I didn't watch for about four years okay I'm done with this there's just too much bad stuff in here so I think there is a pocket of people that would have I'm not saying it would have been like it's like the WB or Marvel it's like I'm not saying it would have been like taking them down and stuff but I do think there is a contingent of people that would have been like okay like it's the same old stuff, right? Because that happened with Vince over and over, where it's, hey, it's something new. Well, it's not really something new. It's like oh, a taste of yeah, something new, true. and then we're going to pull it back and stuff. Like, oh, yeah, Punk's the guy. And this is inside baseball for a lot of people, but it's like, Punk's the guy, but he's not going to main event any of these shows for the year. And you're going to have like Johnny Ace and John Cena close the show. Like, that's the thing where it's like, it's tough because it's like an abusive relationship and not bring that down, but it's like with WWE and you're a fan and you're in it, you love it, but you're disappointed so much by, I'd say from the past, yeah, 10, 15 years, you're so disappointed that the wins get so outweighed by the losses. That's why I still think there is a portion where I still thought, oh, they, they would go through and do the bad thing, right? With Rock and Roman, I still thought there was a possibility of that because they've done that many times. Where I still think they're going to add them to the match. I still think The Rock is going. They did not introduce The Rock in this situation. He's I definitely wrestling. Gonna... He's definitely it's wrestling for sure. Yeah. I think he's going to be, it's going to be, right. end up being a fatal three-way. And is. he's going to turn on Roman fatal Reigns three-way. and that's when you're going to have your face turned. But, Travis, but you, I don't you... think, they, they've gotten to a point where they, they dare you. They're, they're, oh, you're going to give up your WrestleMania tickets? You're going to walk away? Somebody else is going to walk right into that spot. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. They're the biggest they've been right now. Yeah, Yeah, they've been the biggest. Sorry, Chris, go ahead. No, Travis, you you brought up the point um, on – Travis told you that we're all expect for all all of us, like, at this point, we're all expecting, like, Cody's going to win. And if it's not, then what what, what was all this for, you know? Yeah. It's all all setting up. Which which is disappointing just because – you know, there that kind of mystery just kind of ruined. I'll be happy for him, but it was it was one of those like, 
Oh, it's kind of like kind of like the era mystery. Yeah, be- before we move, yeah, I was gonna say before we move on, where William, where were you on last year with Cody winning or not? I was curious. Uh, this shit needed to end last year, and that's where all this got kind of convoluted. Okay, so this is, we're in agreement. Handshake over the webs. Yeah. I'm completely. <laughs> <laughs> here's the problem: not every storyline can have it a year. People are like, "Well, we can do rock and Roman next year." Fuck no. The yeah. main reason why no. I'm pissed off about the storyline right now is because you blew the ending, and now mm-hmm. I got to wait another year. Yeah. I'm sitting in front of the screen now, so not everything can be Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, or John Cena, <laughs> and 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 The Rock, where you can actually build that kind of story over the year. Yeah. These guys weren't even on the same brand, so it should have ended last year, and it would have made this a lot easier. Yeah. But they wanted to go for the long form storytelling. I think they meant to bring The Rock in because the, the bloodline could have only ended with him. You can only mm-hmm. turn Roman face with him. So the Rock month was always going to come in in some play. And I think he's going to be in that three-way. He's going to turn on Roman. It's going to cost him the title. And that's where you're going to have your, your, your future story after that. But, yeah, I think – listen, when you've been right or wrong, Triple H is basically going – at this point, with the current people that he has now, we're going to do what we're going to do. I fucking dare you to get off this yacht and get on that little canoe. Go ahead and paddle back <laughs> to the, the shore. Why, you're going to get off this yacht? I dare you. Go ahead. And he knows they're not going to, and they know they're not going to. I got people in my message. Well, I'm gonna. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I'm like, no, you're not. You're fucking. You it's, are not well, going the, to not it, watch. It, it's the same people that'll say the thing. I'm not watching Superman. Like yeah, a boycott. This. I'm not, oh, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. Right. give yeah. me a break. I'm off the Marvel thing. Give me a break. Come on. Yeah, they'll yeah. be there. Come on. People oh, yeah, are theatrics. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a good segue to to the whole like what I wanted to talk about when it came to. You know, obviously we got Superman Legacy, and then of course the whole Jurassic World thing that's happening. Like, do we really think Jurassic World's going to make that freaking release date of of uh, July? Um, the director just uh, backed out, right? Uh, yes. David well, Lynch. they were in talk with David Lynch. Okay. okay. Did Did anybody think that David Lynch was no. a, a a good? You know, I mean, I like the Jurassic. Well, I'd love to see him do a dinosaur movie, but not Jurassic. Park. with guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, he, he would have to do a movie surprising. like 65, though, with the Adam Driver. No, no, no. Dino Riders with lasers <laughs> yeah, and shit. Yeah, I, I think oh, he'd have to do go. something really over the top. Like, I, with the Transformers. Come yeah, on. I, I think he'd be great at doing something like that. But when the report was like, oh, he dropped up for due to creative differences, like, yeah, no shit. Look at his stuff. Yeah, that's why. I'm not saying he's like some auteur or something like that, but if you look at his films, they're all very tongue in cheek action comedies. So it's like, you know what he would have been perfect for? An, ad- an adaptation. Of, yeah, no. no, he already did it. <laughs> but an adaptation of Dino Crisis. If anyone's ever played that, game. yeah, oh, oh my goodness, goodness. That's, yeah, like that, where it's just yeah. crazy. Yes, it's crazy. Bonkers. I mean, that's the thing. Insane. It's like, it's like, like, like talk, talking about it. When, like, when I heard him, on, when I heard that he was in talks, I was like, I don't see this. This does not work. And I'm like, David Leitch, no, don't do this. Do Bullet Train Two, please. Sounds I would like, rather have you. you do that. You know, because I loved Bullet Train, the first yeah, one. Right. It was one of my favorite movies of movie. two years 20, ago. 22, 22. 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of my favorite movies. It was one of my favorite, and I and I love that movie. I've watched it probably about five times. It's just like a, it's like one of those movies where it's so ridiculous, and you have top notch actors in there, and it's insane, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just one of those. That's 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 your that's where you you're at. You're gonna work with a big huge studio to try to fucking do another franchise movie fuck no this doesn't this i when i first heard that i was like this is not i don't see this gelling at all there's no way and there you know no chaos theory 
that Ian Malcolm is going to be like, no, no life is going to find a way when it comes to this. I was like, no. And sure enough, <laughs> there it is. You know, so it was very quick, though, too. It was almost yeah. like, they, well, <laughs> it was like, like four well, days. Well, like my tinfoil hat says, like, are they just what? using this to kind of get the director they wanted to get? Ha! Could be that. that- I That's had... what I was thinking too. I'm just like, oh, we're talking to someone. I'm just like, okay, I'm talking to you know a whole panel of people. Like, what does that mean? But yeah, um, but yeah because yeah. like the a hot director, quote unquote hot, not saying like yeah. you know the greatest ever, but yeah, yeah. they're in you know the public zeitgeist right yeah. now, and you know Jurassic Park, obviously, you know. So yeah, I think that yeah, was you know yeah. to Chris's point, you know, with the intention. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm with you on that too. Is like. It it like the the same day that we got the report that David Leitch was being talked to about, we got the you know the official Jurassic World Twitter account just like post the date, yeah. And I'm like, that's pretty damn ambitious right there that they posted the date of like, hey, oh yeah, we're gonna be here, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna be a week before a week before Superman Legacy when we we just heard that David Coop is gonna be come coming back and writing the script. You know, and then we heard about that probably about two, three, two, two, three weeks ago. Yeah, two, three Something weeks like ago that. that David Coop is coming back, and we all were like, "Good, all right, we got the original writer writer yeah. coming back." That mm-hmm. that was fine. And then all of a sudden, they just do this, and then you hear about you know David Leitch coming. Yeah, you know, he might be uh, directing the movie. In early talks. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this? What is Universal like really trying to do here? Because like, it's like they put out a name, they put out all this and they're really trying. And then they're going to try to have a release date before Superman legacy. When we know that Superman legacy has been well in production, they have all the pieces together. And we have, we know like everything. I mean, regardless whether you want this movie to happen or not, they have like, they have all, they have all their pieces together you know, with Cass and, you know, James Gunn posting locations and the fact that we know that it's going into production next month. And I'm like, there's no way. There's and no that, way. And, and and that's the thing. Like we, to your point, I'm going to need to understand what this cast is and any kind of idea. Cause I mean, I, hot take, not hot take. I was not thrilled with most of what the, the new Jurassic world was. It was, it it like a, so does that span <laughs> from it, the, the first the first one's like oh the park opens what do you think's gonna happen oh they're gonna escape and the There's... second one what the second one was just a dumpster fire yeah. and the third one's like oh wow okay that should have been the second one yeah oh i oh. i'm i'm very drastic world to me is just a, a movie that is such a good idea and it's executed so poorly like it's one that it's it's a perfect idea for like a soft reboot of the franchise because sure. it's like what happens if the park actually gets made, right? And the same thing we all expected to happen. Well, right. well here's here's the thing though. Here's the thing though, right? It's a it's clearly a billion dollar, uh, you know, like it may it probably makes yeah. more money than Disney World. And if you know mm-hmm. anything about theme parks, like Disney World has like fifty different contingency plans if one thing goes wrong in the park. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Because they don't want lawsuits. They don't want to get sued. You're dealing with a... This isn't... It's not Jurassic World Tiger King. It's Jurassic World. (laughs) You know? So it's like... You're telling me... Let out that T-Rex. Sorry. You're you're telling me that a a billion dollar, uh, you know, amusement park based around (laughs) dinosaurs doesn't have things in place to stop dinosaurs from flying away or eating uh, tourists or, you know, like all these things. So when all the things go wrong... But if you had, they literally could have just 
repeated the plot of having a you know Nidri type character to on you know disable all of the safety precautions mm -hmm. that would have made more sense but literally like one thing goes wrong in the park yeah. and it's like a domino effect yeah and i'm i'm in and i'm in the theater watching this and i'm like this is fun but this is fucking stupid well, like i all i could all i could think about when watching this is just what ian says in lost world uh, yeah. as you see i'm not yes. making the same mistakes he's like, no 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 you're you're making all new ones. That's everything I thought throughout every single movie. It's like it's is exactly the point. You're making all new ones. You know what's it's funny? funny? It's like Lost World doesn't get appreciated as much as it should because no, that, that was that. a good sequel. I mean, it's still Spielberg. Spielberg, and the fact yeah. that I mean, I mean, it, it, it's a good follow up. Third one, well, you know, Alan, it's there. You know, it's there. Yeah, it's there. Alan. It's there. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I didn't know, mean to get brought you back in, brought, brought back, uh, you know, you know, yeah. but I mean, it's, 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 you know, <laughs> after Dominion, I mean, Dominion made a billion dollars. Okay. Makes sense. But at yeah. the same time, it was so forgettable in the sense that Rise of Skywalker was forgettable. I mean, that's the way, that's the way I compared it. It was like the Jurassic World trilogy almost made me feel like how the, the, the Star Wars sequel trilogy made me feel it was like force awakens in the no, first there's some world really funny like, irony there huh there's some really funny irony there because the guy who directed one and three of jurassic world and jurassic world dominion was supposed to direct the rise All of skywalker yes yeah. Yeah. And somehow, yeah somehow you guys ready for a hot take the rise of skywalker is still a better ending capper than dominion yeah. was but I mean, it just has a similar thing because it's like Force Awakens and Jurassic World. It like brought you back to the world and it had nostalgia yep. and then it brought and then it was like, hey, we got new characters. OK, cool. You, you got a good balance. All right, fine. And the second one was very divisive. You have yep. a director that came in and was like, I'm going to do something pretty edgy and darker, which is Ryan Johnson and, and, and Dave. Dave Biona. Yeah, yeah. Dave Biona. And you know what? I, I'm not one of those that hates uh, uh, Fallen Kingdom. Fallen, yeah, Fallen Kingdom and uh, and Last Jedi. I'm not one. I I appreciate the fact that they took those swings, and and then of course, then when it comes to the last, the third one, it's like, oh yeah, we got to like course correct and cram all this, all the the franchise together and wrap up the story. So they bring in everybody and try Including to cram Dobson. In. Hey, we got Dobson here. Yeah, we got Dobson. So it, it like almost followed the same, like it was like it almost followed the same line. And it's like Dominion was forgettable, more, the most forgettable for me, just like Rise of Skywalker was like forgettable for me too, because it just, they just try to cram so much in that last movie. And it was just like, all right, all right, you did, you tried, you tried to do that. And then, but, but at the same time, Star Wars went, whoa, we should like try to do something different. But now Jurassic World is going like, hey, we're going to fucking, we have a movie. It is going to come out on July 2nd of 2025. And I'm like, what are you doing? You don't even have a director <laughs> yeah. or anything. Think, like, what is happening? I think that David Leach might have been the top choice of a short list, and mm -hmm. now they're maybe working down that short list of who could, as you mentioned, come in and and make their vision come to life or oh, have a gonna similar. Get, they're going to get all ball in there. Oh, they're going to get J.J. Abrams. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! You know what though? Yeah. I'm just gonna be honest. Like David Leach, I think would have been a uh, ejection into the arm for that franchise for Jurassic World. You know what? Have him go balls to the wall. Take the swing. 
R-rated. I want to see dinosaurs eating kids. You know, go I fucking see, nuts. Like, I just dinosaurs go on, nuts. On, on motorcycles. I'm kind That's of on the see. opposite spectrum. I guess like what, <laughs> what makes Sorry. me love the um, Jurassic Park IP is, mm. you know, the it's it, it was meant it wasn't meant to be you know a monster film like spielberg even said it said it himself mm. like you know right. it's supposed to be you like know Jaws. a cautionary tale about yeah. you know the hubris mm -hmm. of man and uh right. man trying to play god like you know uh it's said you know in in so many words you know throughout the movie by you know um dr dr malcolm so i guess like my point is that i i love the spectacle you know but i like that it was you know um uh, the anticipation and the pacing, you know, accompanied, you know, the impact once you did see uh, the the dinosaurs on screen and uh, building up fear and tension. That was, you know, that's why, you know, the original Jurassic Park has like such a special place in my heart. And mm. although like, you know, I'm compelled, you know, to watch every follow up, you know, all the content because I'm searching for that core yeah. reason why, you know, I, I fell in love with yeah. the series to begin with. And I try to do these mental gymnastics of like, well, they're trying to do this. And I can see, you know, where they're, you know, being thematic about, you know, uh, maybe uh, like, you know, understanding that, you know, once life has been cre uh, created, there is, you know, that semblance of, uh, okay, yeah, this is a sentient form, like, you know, uh, and to, you know, destroy it or remove it from existence is amoral or, you know, there's this moral argument as well. So I, I do see where, you know, there's bits and pieces of like the newer content where they, I can see that there's effort, you know, to mm -hmm. elevate mm -hmm. that, those, you know, themes throughout that I love to, you know, dissect and, you know, talk about at length, obviously like right now, but like, um, like giant locusts, yeah. right? Like that works. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like, yeah, just, just circling back, you know, um, I, I love the series. I, I want the best for it. And mm. yeah, you know, there's, there's something to love for everyone. There's something for everyone in the series basically. I so I can, mm. I'm, I'm happy about that. Life there will is. find there a is. way. Life will find a way, but I know uh, Paul and I think William has to go to <laughs> which he, <laughs> he probably already has. But uh, yeah, I know you guys got to go. Uh, like you said, yeah. Yeah, I'm just. I, it's it's nothing personal. It's just it's like it's. Like, oh no, you you've been on here. Yeah. I yeah. I'm I'm just exhausted. I I got I I I don't want to fall asleep on the stream. I feel that would be an insult. Uh, <laughs> I've been on streams without happened. So yeah, yeah. yeah not the uh, first time actually. Yeah. Don't don't be me on the Poindexter's lounge. That totally happened to me one time. I was so tired I oh, fell asleep on, on the stream. It was it was bad. I think I might have been. I, so you know, I was watching. You were there. I think you were. I think yeah. you were on it. That's you might have been on it. Yeah, that was hilarious. Now I get to interview Pooh Blood and Honey people, and they're on an eight-hour time. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm gonna nice. fight nice. Nice. Try to get them, man. Up. Are they gonna so, be on uh, your show later? Um, on a recorded basis, I got to record it because they're yeah, in London. Yeah, you can't got do it live. You can't. So do I got to do it like late. But yeah. we'll get the cast. We got most of the cast. Is I've already interviewed. I interviewed Piglet today, and uh, interviewing Tigger right now. And then uh, uh, the damsel dress, I got her. But yeah. It's uh, it's it's gonna be a fun. I need to clip that thing. I get to do poo piglet. Tigger. You know, I love that. Oh, owls! I do owls too. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to watch it. I love it. Weird hours that I got to interview them on, but it's it's in London, so I got to do it when I can do it. I've been trying for a year since before they did the original one, but those guys, the directors, went on the Bambi. They went on all kinds of other horrible stuff. Yeah, yeah, beautiful too. So, but they gave me the cast, so I get to interview. Aren't they doing Peter Pan or is that someone? They're doing Peter Pan too. Yeah, they talk about that. Yeah, that'll be on one of the Back shows on. tomorrow but don't forget tomorrow if you guys are can watch yeah. we're doing yes. bbs uh we're doing bbs uh we're at 67 6750 right now 
So Bravo. we should breach 7,000 uh, tomorrow, and we should reach 10,000 by April 19th. That's the goal. So uh, good, two o'clock, awesome. same time as Army of the Dead. Two, yep, two o'clock. They're all going to be on two okay. o'clock just to keep right. it consistent. Pacific so, uh, time, everybody. So, all right. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. Thanks, Thanks William. Thanks, you guys later. See you later. Hey, William. Hey, later, Paul. And then, of course, Paul, right. I know you got to go. Yep, I'll just I'll just say if if you guys want to follow me, uh, I'm at pmickey1988 on Instagram and uh, Paul Panhook on Vero. But uh, Dave, thanks again for running me on the stream. I always appreciate talking to you guys. It's always yeah. it's always a blast. Always so. fun. All, All right, guys. Easy, Paul. What's up, man? Have a great care. night, guys. See you, Paul. But uh, yeah, I mean, when it when it came to that whole thing, and a lot of people were like, you know pushing like oh yeah look at that they're gonna they're gonna take on uh you know superman legacy because it comes out a week later and i'm just going like superman legacy has been like in pre-production for a while and we like know all this there's a director there's we we know there's a script there's 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 actors too and And, uh can i just say something yeah sorry to interrupt but you know what i've been giving a lot of shit to not sorry Okay, uh, I've been getting a lot of shit to James Gunn and you know Superman Legacy, but you know what? After like just having a break from you know all the other DC stuff, just you know I've been binge watching Superman the animated series and this. You know what? I've decided to give this movie a chance. I, I yes. mean, you sound sarcastic when you're saying that. I'm and, not sarcastic. But, but, <laughs> I don't believe you. But I'm just like, but you know what? I don't, I don't believe you. you. <laughs> what am I a liar? Like, wait, okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Axel, you did you say really this. Want me to it, that. Okay, okay, but the fact, and I and I've seen, you know, and these are some of the tweets that I enjoy. Not you eating rice, um, but the fact that it's like the fact that you were saying like, oh, you're watching, and then you were doing commentary on on what you were watching when it came to Superman animated series because obviously yeah. I do a stream with Scott where we yeah. uh, go over all the uh, uh, DC uh, animated stuff. And we're and you were right heavily... about that one with uh, Livewire and Parasite. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of sexual innuendo. We watch, oh, we yeah, there's a lot of innuendo. And, like, I'm telling you, I'm like, telling you guys. Special... Something? Yeah. <laughs> it's like wearing, yeah. Like, Axel, if I ever meet you, I'm, I need to hook you up some, like, real fried rice. You know, like, here's some <laughs> sriracha, <laughs> sesame <laughs> seeds, fried great. egg, you know, some... Uh, Onions, yeah. we like don't know. peas, like yeah. all that stuff. Insane. Yes, soy sauce. If you sauce, send me those works. recipes, Ray, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> oh yeah, I I can throw it down. Just, Even just, if I just, don't, you know, enjoy it with you, I'll I'll just for my protein diet. That would, that would that would help me <laughs> yeah. extremely. Thank you. Yeah. And by the way, but Travis, yes. Travis is not going to be coming back. He's his uh, middle child is uh, sick right now, so oh, he had a okay. like, he had a dart out something. You know, obviously that happened. So you know, Travis Sending won't malicious. be coming back. Oh yeah, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah, he said like oh, yeah, and, uh, for all that. So, anyways, just wanted to let you guys. I'm sharing like a drawing uh, I did like a few days ago. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was a good drawing. Yeah, th- that right yeah, there. That's, nice. that's yeah. yours, dude. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Not too shabby. Yeah, cheers, man. Hands are so hard to draw. And yes, they are. Just, oh, they are really hard. You're to just draw. crushing it. <laughs> Thank you. And um, yeah. yeah, I got that background from uh, Super Pets, and I'm like, no, oh, I really like that. And I even like the Metropolis they did for uh, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. Like that, mm. that Metropolis there is like really nice. Yeah, can't say that rest no. the same about rest. <laughs> yeah, about didn't you play the game? Yeah, yeah did. I played yeah. through the game. Okay. Yeah. Did you beat the, the whole thing? Beat the story? Uh, yeah. so yes and no, okay. yes and no. I still gotta defeat other brainiacs and some shit. And got yeah. it, got it, got it. The There's brainiac. always another brainiac. There's always a brainiac, yes. and and that's the thing. Yeah. It's like even with Superman Legacy, we're supposed to get a brainiac, but we don't know who brainiac 
might be. Really? One of the things that I was thinking about, though, too, today, uh, when it came to Grand Legacy, is the fact that, you know, when it comes to the cast, and I love that the cast is, like, you know, fairly unknown, you know, and I I always wanted that. Like, anytime that everybody goes, like, who do you want as this and who do you want as that, it's like, the fact of the matter is, is, like, I like the fact that, you know, we're, it's all fairly unknown, but just like man of steel was like the, the same thing. And, you know, even, you know, Superman yeah. returns and, you know, just keep, keep it unknown, keep it unknown. And, and uh, obviously we know that when, when it comes to James Gunn is like, he answered earlier this week was the fact that it's like, you know, somebody was like, Hey, I would, I would love to do your, you know, the behind the scenes. And he's like, Oh, that's already happening. And I'm like, all yeah. right, when are we going to start getting, some of that, like, you know, when he's going to start posting, I don't know. Rob, what do you know? In the movie? He doesn't know much. I know he doesn't know much, but I'm Who's just playing saying. Brainiac. Yeah. Is Brainiac is in this Batman movie? In it? Did, did that come out anywhere? I hate no, I it did not. Yeah. I, I am, yeah. <laughs> he's all click, click. I just saw a picture that James Gunn sent me. No, I just got another <laughs> I know, I know. angry... <laughs> Angry publicist <laughs> alert, you know, typical at 1 30 in the morning. Anyways, <laughs> it's fine. It's standard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I actually, I, I was think, contemplating the whole Jurassic thing, not to like do. Okay. Yeah. Picture. Yeah. Bring it uh, I feel like there's a lot we don't know. They yeah. timed this announcement for a reason. And usually they do something like that for a, a slate of announcements about to come up, but we're too far away from CinemaCon for that to matter. Or productions are really about to start, and it's all been secretive until now. Which right. I don't know because you mentioned David only started writing it last month or rewriting it last month. But but, but Spielberg and Marshall and Amblin have been working on it for a while. They they have larger plans associated with what they're doing. Again, on the theme and parks and licensing side. Not, not to cut you off too, but it's just like to add to that. Like usually, when the trades hear about things like this, it's already been in the works quite some time prior to them hearing about it too. If I'm 100%. not mistaken, yeah. And so, and they're they're trying to tie this into the, the David Leach of it all. They're trying to tie into the Fall Guy, which he's doing for them, right? So into right, the right. the promotional tour for that. So I don't know, and I know from my last chat with David is he him and his company. He runs I want to say eighty seven North. It's his company, uh, and Chad runs the other one out of those John Wick mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. He is very hyper interested in doing a horror movie, and I'm like, if he's gonna make this his next project, it would have been like I imagine that would have been part of the pitch. But like like Ray was saying earlier, that probably doesn't meet the four quadrant nature what they're trying to do with trying to achieve a billion dollar hit right here right so uh, i don't know I, I don't know it's so weird and they're also saying it's kind of a potentially a reboot but also maybe a continuation you're so yeah there's, there's no clarity and if it's a continuation how do you get away with not having any characters back but having a world full of dinosaurs now multiverse multiverse <laughs> solves everything right there it's, it's, and it's too quick for a reboot um yeah so way i don't too i don't know like i mean star wars learned from their failure of the trilogy and just took a break this, these guys are like, no, we're going to do a movie. We're going to start next week. We don't That's what I said. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? It's too soon. So I don't understand. That. And for the VFX required, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There's either a whole bunch of shit they've done we don't know about, which is dangerous. It means the studio has made the film before the directors come on. Which exactly. Is the old Disney yeah. way. And it's like, or the Marvel yeah. way, whatever. But the, I don't, I don't know. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of weird news on this coming up soon. And very likely, if it's a standard production pipeline this movie has to get a new release date i think so yes um yeah 
but again, it's such an unknown, surprising thing. I just, I did, I have no intel. I feel like I want to start sending some emails tonight, but it's, right. I got to stop. It's one thirty. I mean, that's the thing is like, it just came out of nowhere and then they threw somebody's name out there to get everybody all riled up. Like, Hey, this, this director is in there. And I was like, but this director doesn't fit. You know, it's like mm-hmm. this guy does like he did Atomic Blonde. He did Bullet Train. He did Deadpool 2. Like, what the fuck? Like, what is like, how does he fit in the Jurassic World? And then all of a sudden today we go creative nope. differences. No shit. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Like creative differences. Yes. This guy does. He probably want to do something crazy. And you guys no, no, we already have a tone established. We already have. What they we just started do. watching his film said, oh, wait. We just saw the name and saw it was popular. Maybe we made a mistake. Yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, it's just like, 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 I think a lot, a lot of people were wondering, like, especially after Fallen Kingdom, it's like, are we going to get, or even after the last one, it's like, are we going to get to the point where it's just like Mad Max with dinosaurs? <laughs> and I think people actually want that. And to be honest, that's where David Lynch might work out. I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> We might as well just get to that point where you just go, it's a post-apocalyptic world where dinosaurs are ruling. And at the same time, it's like, hey, guess what? We got dinosaurs. We got humans. It's it's a post-apocalyptic world. Planet and we're dinosaurs? Just, Supplies are far and between. Far and far between. We got yeah. dinosaurs teaming up with humans. <laughs> we got, you know, diamonds, dinosaurs teaming up with bad guys. And or, we just like, see they, some they, crazy they... shit. They go like a Pacific Rim route where they kind of take it a little more futuristic and make giant robots Ooh. to fight the dinosaurs. I don't know. Could be something Maybe. like that. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. It just seems I'm, wait- I'm, 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 I'm waiting for that to happen in the Godzilla X Kong flicks <laughs> down the line no. where they just make more giant robots to fight the giant monsters at this point. But no, oh, man. You know, I digress. That is probably the way they're going. But uh, uh, I don't know. The. the Look, if you if you follow the trajectory set up by the first Jurassic World, like Owen's character was kind of brought in there to train dinosaurs to be weaponized for the military, um, yeah. and then there was a concept not used of like dinosaur human hybrids hybrids in, in the sequels, right? So like, there is going to be some sort of weird next level interaction between humans and dinosaurs, whether we're using them like animals and riding the courses, which they've already kind of started teasing, and then in the last movie. Uh, or they full on weaponize them, and it's like fucking World War dinosaurs or Dino Riders. They should just call it that. And and you know, Dino that's Riders. literally the only movie we want. <laughs> that's the criticism that I have is like the whole the whole uh, theme that I'm so attached to is like this is the, the you know, of this it. is a force of nature that man cannot wield. Yeah, and it, this is yes. counterintuitive to that. But I I digress. You're right. <laughs> though. What, what, what do you got, Axel? You're raising your hand like you're in class. Um. I do need to go. I have the shift okay. for my okay. new job to start. So yes, thank you for having <laughs> me on. And uh, yes, and um, Eli, say bye. 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 <laughs> and um, don't work too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Eli. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Say bye. See you guys. All right. We'll see you guys. Toodaloo. And I'm out too. I get out. I'm gonna go back to what Ray said. I agree. That's what I want. Like nothing has captured the magic of like framing a dinosaur and having it look real in a real setting with real people reacting the way I would react to seeing something like that. And they burned that bridge. And the opening ten minutes of Jurassic World Blue just fucked up the whole thing for me because it was all just CG. Everything, nothing feels real. The awe is gone. It feels so polished, and it feels like like you said they've kind of 
overdone the taming of or the, the their thought of controlling the dinosaurs it turned no into no animatronics no anything like that yeah. yeah from a technical standpoint but also just from an audience standpoint in not just us the viewers but the audience within the story it just feels like nothing is special and it's all just a shittier version of what we saw before which is kind of what star wars did a little bit too but um I don't know. I don't know how they recapture that. I would love them for them to take a break and kind of do something that's more intimate, where like they appreciate the nature of it all, and it's become, like you said, the 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 theme, especially by Ian Malcolm, is like you, you can't you can't control this. They are going to retake retake the world, and maybe they're just trying to live in that. Like that show, remember that show Terra Nova? Um, it's like the time travel. They'll try to live in the space with the dinosaurs in the past or whatever. But um, I'd love to see something more down to earth and human focused. And a backdrop where like those things feel real and powerful and meaningful as opposed to just just cgi insanity like the last one but i don't know whole thing's a mystery i think the ip is in a weird spot right now mm-hmm. i can't disagree with that quickly they now quickly like you said they they how many years were separated like you said let it breathe a little bit yeah but yeah, Star I mean, Wars. What, it, break what they called it Jurassic World, so it seemed like it was actually going to like lead into the fact yeah. that it was going to go like and just they were going to take over the world, and we were going to get to a point where it's like, oh yeah, like the you know human population was just going to like you know coexist, cease to exist, and they could have did something where like, hey, maybe we could have had a point where uh an asteroid or a meteor was like gonna show up just just to to add to that whole drama it was like <laughs> maybe they could have did something with that where like whoa who survives and it's like oh some of the dinosaurs in in, in i don't know they could have just like went just full on but then you have to like you, you're you're tiptoeing across that line of just going to very b-roll kind of uh storyline there but at the same time it's like you know you get somebody who's crafty in there and you just kind of i i don't know i thought that that at the end I, of Fallen Kingdom, it just seemed like, and into the into the idea. last one, it was like it seemed like it was going to get to like a point of something like that, you know. I, I just thought of something. So you know, Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire is coming out in a month, right? Mm-hmm. Can't okay. wait. So and neither can I. But what if? Bear with me here. Tinfoil hat. <laughs> what if? Universal looked at that and went, what if we do a Jurassic World and try and make it a second Ice Age that's man-made, but it completely fucks everything? I, I don't know. I, I could be idea. something like that. It could something be something like that. like that. It could be but, something like that. Uh, Chris, I know you said you needed to leave probably pretty soon. Are you okay? Or are you yeah, good? no. Yeah, you nah, I'm probably going to head off. Same thing. It's about okay. 140. So. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, man. Appreciate you showing up. Nope. Thank out. you very much. Much love, And man. Uh, yeah, check out uh, next week, Marvel Alliance. Uh, breaking down um madam webb a little movie that uh we're gonna see what the blueprint actually is going to be about so so sounds good man thanks a lot thank you bye-bye take care anyways all right so when it yeah i know so sorry continue phil like what you're saying i just think that like i don't know what they're gonna do with jurassic world or jurassic park 7 jurassic world 4 whatever the hell are gonna decide to call it honestly but i feel like that i'm kind of with you in that i think it's 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 a little too quick in in making this movie i don't think it's going to make that july 5th release date at all because it's way too soon and even to rob's point like since the last three films are so heavily reliant on on brand new cgi computer generated image technology and it's just like i don't know i feel like there's there's a bit of the magic that's been lost 
like to, to Ray's point, I'm right there with her too. And in, in regards to like being, having that first movie be so near and dear to my heart. Cause I was a nineties kid. I grew up watching that movie. So it's like, sure. it's, it's just all, it feels too much too fast. And yeah. I feel like universal is going to like come to a head with that sooner rather than later. And they're probably going to maybe pump the brakes on it. Cause you know, they, they tried getting a fourth film done for quite some time before they actually did it. Cause I remember when I was in high school, they were talking about doing the fourth movie, but then they said it was dead. It went back and forth in development hell for years before they finally decided on Jurassic world. So yeah, I don't, and I don't care what anybody says. I thought Jurassic world was a good reintroduction to the franchise just like how force awaken was yeah. you know i mean like and then you know and then of course they i mean and we have this trilogy that they that 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 they did and then and then they try to cram a lot of things that happened in the last in dominion and you know some of it worked some of it didn't overall i was like this is forgettable i'm like you bring everybody back and you combine them with and it just didn't it just felt like um this you know, this should be something special, but it wasn't. So it's like, yeah, give it some time and then maybe lead it into something. I don't know. Get George Miller in there. <laughs> I don't know to make a, a Mad Max with dinosaurs. I don't know. But it's just I to me, I'm like this franchise and the fact that they were just so arrogant to be like, we have a date yeah. and without without anything besides the writer of the original which i totally can be confident in david coep i can totally be confident in him because he you know he helped write the original and they brought him back and he was like i'm gonna take the task i'm gonna do it and maybe he came up with something pretty fantastic but i'm like yeah but don't rush it don't rush it take your time let it yep. you know push it to even 2026 you know, it just seems like 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 just it was just very ambitious and very arrogant to be like, oh, we're going to we're going to put it a week before Superman Legacy. You know, that movie that is got everything, you know, <laughs> we already know we they have actors, director, they have everything already ready to go. And we don't we don't we just have the writer. You know, you got you guys just heard about this two weeks ago. Yeah, we're going to put it a week before. It's like, no, that is like you just. Don't do that. I mean, like Universal, you're on top right now with everybody. Well, all the other studios that are struggling, Universal has been like on top with the Fast franchise. And God damn it, they got Christopher Nolan to do that. You know that little movie called Oppenheimer, that almost right. an R-rated you know biopic over three hours that almost made a billion dollars. That's winning all kinds of awards. You guys are getting a little too arrogant. A little too arrogant. It's like, oh, we could do a Jurassic Park movie in a year. <laughs> like, fuck, no, you can't. I guess, like, it, um, yeah. if I had to advocate, um, devil's advocate here, um, oh. they already have all the assets and rigs. You know, all these, like, you know, True. just throw it in front of the that. camera. Yeah. And pay the talent. You know, this movie's getting made or not. So they're like, I might as well get a bag, you know, like to yeah. be in this movie. Who cares? A lot of them, you know, a lot of the performances are gonna be the previous films are, are phoned <laughs> in. And you can see, like, you know, how disinterested and disconnected the, the cast is. Anyway, like, you know, like they're, they're there, you know, like they're doing their job. They're only, you know, uh, for a few weeks and then like the rest of the uh compositing of like the graphics that are already there and like you know the models and animation things like that like those those are all things that you know are are quick to expedite and this this ip is just you know it may have this you know optics of too big to fail you know 
And um, I, I agree with you, Dave, like, you know, there might be some hubris in there, like ironic because the whole point of the, the IP is about the hubris of man. Uh, but yeah. yeah, like I, uh, I kind of see, you know, some of the reasoning behind it, you know, there's, you know, the, the need to, you know, continue to generate revenue as much as possible. So if you have this IP, you can't really afford to, you know, let it lay, lay stagnant because, you know, you have the, the stakeholders that you need to appease. Sure. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a wonderful project for directors to get excited about then, huh? It's yeah, all, right. No, it's all post-production VFX. <laughs> all these, all these directors that have been lured in by the prospect of, oh, I'm going to do something special with this, you know, beloved IP. And then they get the rug pulled up under them like, oh, lol, psych, you know, like, that's not really what this is. We already have the yep. story written and we just yeah, need you know, know, your name on it. <laughs> we need yeah, a, kind yeah. of a, a yes man director, more or less. Yeah, so which David probably. doesn't need to be these days. He got his own production yeah, exactly. company. Right. That's that's why right. it didn't feel right. I'm like, dude, you you do your your own shit. You 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 were, I mean, like, look at Atomic, like I said, Atomic Blonde, Pull Two, uh, and then of course Bullet Train, which I love Bullet Train so much. And there there was like reports that like a Bullet Train Two was going to happen. I'm like, do that, do that. That's your lane. Uh, you know, don't jump in. And then it was funny too because. Anytime that this happens, everybody starts naming directors. Yep. Like who should take over? And I saw people say David Ayer. I'm like, no, no. David Ayer does not want to jump into a corporate fucking kind of movie. As you know, he already had a bad experience when it came to Suicide Squad. Does, do you think you want to put David Ayer in that, you know, in that realm again? No, he doesn't want to do that, especially since he killed it with Beekeeper. Yeah. The fact that Beekeeper is an R-rated, you know, just action movie and it made profit. That is unheard of in January. In January. I love that. I love the fact, you know, I love that David Ayer is like now it's like, "Oh yeah, look at that. Killed it." In January, action movie R-rated, killed it. Called a movie called The Beekeeper. What the fuck? That was not supposed to be successful and it was. So I'm like, "No, no. Do not leave David Ayer out of it." But of course, there could be all, you know, many other directors. But yeah, you have to get like a yes man kind of thing. And then somebody even said Scott Derrickson. I'm like, Scott no. Derrickson walked away no. from, from Doctor Strange 2 yeah. to do his own shit because he didn't want to be part of the Marvel machine. Like, no, you can't. He's shooting Black Phone 2 or whatever, right? Yes, so that, and Black Phone one was so yeah. good and it made profit. Yeah. Don't, don't bring these directors in. Don't, don't suggest directors that that are killing it on their own without this big, huge, you know, machine behind them. You, you know, know what I saw on threads? I saw someone say, oh man, if Matt Reeves wasn't tied up doing the Batman uh, 2, he'd be the perfect contender for Jurassic World set four. And I'm just okay, like, okay, okay. I'm not going to lie. He probably could do something with it. Sure. Especially after the apes, but I'm yeah. just like, mm, no, I but think no. he'd rather, if he had any interest in doing that shit, you'd probably just make another apes movie. Like, wow, exactly. What do you want right. to do this? You know what I mean? Right. So, right. Yeah. I'm kind of um, I just want to kind of point out that Rob, you have a Grogu just sort of lurking in the corner there. That's just dope. ominously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets, so he's back. He's in timeout for giving us a bad star Wars title. So yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, put him he's way back there. You. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah. deceptive how far away he is. He's actually, weird. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so great. That's funny. Oh man. But uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's crazy, but it's just like, when people were, I mean, oh man, when I saw the people that are just like so against this new Superman movie that are like, oh, yeah, Jurassic, you know, this movie is going to be like it, it's going to, you know, stomp them, you know, or whatever the hell. Pardon the pun. But it's just like, it's like, wait, wait a minute. There's like that. We just heard about this movie two weeks ago 
and then they're trying to like ramble and then they, they're gonna like put a date in i'm like you really want this like movie that's probably gonna be uh, and you want it to defeat superman because superman legacy because you just don't like james, james Gunn or whatever the hell right. it's like no 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 this is not what it's all about it's not like that we we want good movies even the big blockbusters we want good movies and something like this is like, I mean, when it comes to Superman Legacy, it's like, hey, we we hopefully we're in for uh, a fresh, awesome take on Superman, and and it seems like we are, we are going to get that. We're going to get something, something new and something great. And James Gunn seems to be like on track for that, at least from what we've seen. I mean, obviously, you know, who knows what's happened behind the scenes? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say like everything's going perfectly smooth. Of course, it's not. You know, it's still Hollywood, but at the same time, it seems like it's going smooth enough where it's like, all right, we're going to get that. But this Jurassic World movie, it just seems like Universal's like, put it out there. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like the Jurassic Park franchise needs to just, eh, let's just relax a little bit. It's just it's like, are they are they trying to maybe recapture like a Barbenheimer experience where you do a double bill of like say oh, you know God. Jurassic World four and then Superman Legacy? I don't. Well, know. Well, it is you know it is Universal and uh, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers again, again. right? <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You can't you can't. I don't know if they. I don't know when the next time we're gonna get something like that. What would you even call that? Uh, Super Rassic? I don't know. <laughs> Jurassic Legacy. Legacy. Yes. Yes. I guess if like um again, devil's advocate here, like you know, you need you need the Jurassic, you know, parks, worlds, whatever to to finance, you know, the bullet trains and the atomic uh, blondes. Like if I had to, you know, kind of rationalize do some mental gymnastics around. No, hundred percent. Financially totally makes sense as long as they can make a product that that people will see. Um exactly. Yeah, I I just feel like I think what I said up front is must be the case. We just don't know. Like if Spielberg's been working on it, it, just they didn't just start this. It's like we said right. earlier, it's Amblin's been working on this for a while, probably since right after the last one made a billion dollars. But it, so the framework is there in some way. And Ray, you already spoke to the technical part of it. Like you said, the rigs are all set up. It, it, the outline might be there. I feel like David came in maybe to, to clean up shop or do a rewrite and that's kind of it. And, and it's just, but the question is like, do they have talent? to go along with this director, I guess, the, or, or is the director going to be responsible for all of that? I don't know. I feel like it's a weird mystery thing. So well, I also think like when it comes to like the Jurassic world movies, just, just how much of a wordy dialogue script do you need when it's just about giant dinosaurs running <laughs> rampant in the area, either killing people or just, you know, causing chaos. Like, is there really enough need for a very heavy dialogue, heavy film there? Not necessarily. No, well, but, you know, again, we don't we don't know think, how long this thing's really been in, the, been in the can for. I think the most thing that that the 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 thing that I liked the most was, you know, Chris Pratt's character Owen in blue. That was like the big thing. They made that connection, and that there was a connection through that. You know, with throughout the trilogy. Now, when it came to the last one, it just kind of was like, uh, okay, but like they had that connection they established that i'm like you had something there and it was like man versus you know man and dinosaur communicating and and basically becoming friends you know you have this velociraptor who will just kill you at you know without even thinking about it because your food and he you know tamed it he tamed it he turned into like a friend and he did all that and they established that in the first jurassic world which that's what i like the most but it, I think like, you know, over time, 
but I, even in the second one, I thought it worked. But I, and but then when it came to the third one, I was like, all right, eh, it did it did it just I don't know. There was like very little of that, and it was more about hey, remember all this stuff from the first Jurassic Park? Dotson, we got Dotson here. You know, it was like one of those things. It was like, good God. So, I I would have been more content if like, you know, they didn't focus so much on integrating the dinosaurs into society. And again, like, you know, I can criticize this all day long, but I think they could have made it work where um, acknowledge, you know, the... um, the sentience and you know the right to exist of the uh, for these these life forms that you know were artificially created and then just let them you know exist in uh, like you know in a it, somewhere you know within safe distance of you know the rest of society and rest uh, the rest of you know nature that that you know and so that it's it is an effort to try and like recalibrate you know uh like the I, I don't know what to call it, like the circle of life, basically, like when they introduce like, you know, a new element into an environment, it just, you know, kind of, you know, shatters the whole, whole ecosystem. So right. in an effort to kind of, you know, remove that um, uh, cancer, quote unquote, the dinosaurs, just, you know, remove it, place it over here. Like, you know, uh, if it's still, you know, like, yeah, like uh, not necessarily kill it like a cancer, but I mean, just like, you know, this, this parasite, I guess, like, you adapt know, to it. it. Yeah, like let them, you know, uh, find a way to adapt find to way. some environment Life over there. And if they perish, you know, like it's unfortunate, but yeah, like you, you're doing your best to, you know, recover what you can of this ecosystem that you uh, nearly destroyed. Yeah. Okay, enough of that. Last thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up, how are we feeling about that? Uh, <laughs> and Rob, I, I saw your uh, response to this. That Wonder Woman 3 AI trailer. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't How are we see feeling that. about that? Yeah. I, I did not see that until I saw it on your Film Junkie Live. Really? Yeah. I was actually yeah. quite taken aback by it. I was like, that, that's a thing that is in the ether. Okay. Yeah. It was It was quite something. I'll, I'll say that. Is this the one that I was like, it's not really a trailer. It's like yes. five half-ass moving stills. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hard pass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, an AI trailer that was basically, I mean, it's funny too, because, you know, looking back, it's like, oh yeah, it's Wonder Woman 3, but why do you have the whole entire Justice League in there? It's like, it felt more like, you know, if you think about it, it was more like a, a Justice League trailer, but yeah, I mean, yeah, isn't that what the all are? Is flashes and <laughs> the end of Peacemaker? It's just like as many characters as you can put put them all in there. Yeah, but it's kind of funny because it's like it's like all right, the technology is getting. I'm not saying that there's some cool visuals in there, but for the most part, it was still yikes. And the fact that they had Gal Gadot's voice like perfectly, Ray, did you see this trailer? No, I'm totally out of the loop. Ooh, yeah. Just type in Wonder Woman 3 in, in, in Twitter. You'll find it. Um, watch it later. It's interesting. It's interesting. Somebody, there's like a, like an AI like Twitter handle that just was like, hey, here's Wonder Woman 3 trailer. It's like a minute, almost a minute and a half. And it basically is just like, hey. And it's got Gal Gadot's voice actually within the trailer narrating it. But of course it gets to the point where it's like, you know, there's like a romance that's happening between her and Batman. And 
they're literally just like their faces are like basically <laughs> it's it's very odd they're like rubbing noses and just kind of like oh yeah i love you kind of thing it's very odd it's very odd like i said there's some visuals that look good but overall it's pretty yikes yeah how long is the video it's a minute and like I think it's a minute and twenty three if oh I remember. God, I, yeah, I think back on it, I thought it was like fifteen seconds. I guess because <laughs> the, the amount of animation actually in it, it's like, um. yeah, there's so much in there. And like I said, oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's from Acknowledge AI, and it's at three point four million views on Twitter right now. Wow. It's, yeah, it's uh, oof. They're on the fast I mean, track to monetization. Ah, I know, right? They're, they're <laughs> oh, it doesn't mean shit. I posted a video making fun of Boba Fett's show and got like 6 million views. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, it does not. <laughs> Did you really? I, I yeah, I was that. making fun of the last episode or some shit. I, I have to watch that. Stupid that gun spin. And I was but, like, I mean, what the hell is going on? I mean, I it's got, I mean, it's got some cool things in there, even though everybody looks like robots. Yeah, it's uh, typical AI polished art. That's what it look looks at like. that. I mean, I mean, you got Cyborg yeah. right here. What's going on with that? Does, you know, that, that's... That's not even man. It's a good no. shot of her, but it's like, what is going on with Cyborg? He doesn't even have his like headgear on, but you know, nope. whatever. But, you know, there's some good, and that's a good shot of Superman right there. Not bad. Okay. And then that's cool. But you know, the mouths look a little weird. <laughs> there's no animation, by the way. It's just the manipulation of a still. Like it's yeah. not, they're not like, oh, the background there is a different background. They integrated. Yeah. They put something there and the, yeah, like, I guess it's raining. <laughs> And Batman's just like in the rain, but yeah, there's some, you know, that's not a bad shot, but then there's like a second wonder woman right here. Yes. <laughs> and Aquaman's in a suit. And then like, it's like, what are they doing? Like, they're just like, Hey, let's touch heads. We're like kitty cats. We're just going to rub against each other when it comes to that. You know, I'm not the guy you slept with in 84. Yeah. And then we got like multiple flashes and I don't know what's going on over here. <laughs> But yeah, we got another Wonder Woman right over here. I don't know who this guy is. But um, yeah, is, is that Flash? Does he even have limbs? Or am I just... <laughs> he does not. <laughs> and then okay. we got another little. Hey, we love each other, so let's touch faces. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty weird. You know, this is not. Yeah, that does not look good either. We got <laughs> wide eyes. We got the wide eyes for Batman. At least. Literally, yeah. literally every shot you showed us is them just standing. Every yeah. single shot. They're just standing. <laughs> And you got her covered in gray. And then we got, oh, oh I my saw God. Blake. I saw Blake there? in the last one. That was big. <laughs> that's not a bad shot right there. You know, I think that's probably the best shot of the whole uh, trailer when it comes to it. But I don't know. You know, you got the Trinity right there. And then her just going, there's a ship and looking concerned. And, you know, that's about, and then you got this right here. You got the flash like melting. Oh, <laughs> what's happening? He just melts. He's he just really melts. And then, of course, you got more apocalyptic uh, things happening. You got a shot of her, and then it's Wonder Woman, Twilight, Twilight of the Gods. They were like, like you know title. what? How can how can I make Don, Don? You know, you know, Dawn of Justice. I'm gonna make it Twilight of Justice. Like, okay, I do like the fact that there's like blood on the uh, Wonder Woman logo. Okay, cool, but yeah. Oof, that is scary looking. <laughs> that was rough. Well, that <laughs> what do you rough. think, Rhea, the things that you saw from that? I can totally see it being like a cool um, 
of what is it um animatic so Mm. yeah like to your point dave like you know yeah like there's some obviously some in-betweens that you know there's no context for so a lot of these are just you know standalone shots but uh i guess you could argue that there's some sort of narrative tension building with all the different you know um the close-ups and you know sort of like this like touching but not touching intimacy (laughs) building you know like you know tension there so i again like i love doing mental gymnastics i love being an advocate for you know things that shouldn't be advocated for but i can kind of see like you know there there was a vision here you know like i'm trying to find the intention like there's a deeper meaning there (laughs) i get that no no i totally get that and there is i mean like i said there's some cool shots like that shot of like the trinity where she's like in focus and batman and superman are out of focus very cool shot you know and when i i mean i used it for my thumbnail when i would like posted my reaction to it i was like that's the shot i'm gonna use because that's my favorite shot of the whole thing sure but yeah but at the same time it's like what's freaky about is like you know i didn't play any of the audio but like she is narrating throughout the whole thing and it sounds like gal gadoo and it's like whoa this technology is just getting better and better and better. And I mean, we're only going to get to a point where we're going to get full length. We're going to get trailers and full lengths of like the Batfleck movie for what we know about it. We're going to get just uh, Zack Snyder's justice league two and three and stuff like that. And I mean, we're going to get to that point, you know, probably in like two, three years, who knows how, how long, cause this technology and I'm not saying like the AI technology is all bad. You know, it's there's some useful things when it comes to this, but at the same time, it just it gets to the point where it's like it's freaky because again, you hear the voice and you're like, wow, that sounds like Gal, but she's it's you know, but it's not. I think there is, you know, like obviously you're here saying that the technology is going to get better, but yeah, yeah, in its current state, obviously, like there is there is a look to you know AI graphics. There is a you know there's a lack of tonation and uh, word emphasis and um yeah just like you know emotion and you know emphasis in different words that ai generated speech is not there yet it'd be interesting to see when that occurs uh so yeah to your point i can see it being like a great vehicle to continue on like you know legacy content and maybe like uh adding you know expanding the story of you know content that you know existed in the past with talent that is no longer here with us and then you know fleshing out those universes you know so i i kind of dig it um i'm ex- i i follow ai you know uh, developments and technology and and yeah. newness you know like so um, i'm i'm kind of you know interested to see where it goes rob what what do you think when it comes to ai technology especially in the world that you're in when it comes to running like a website and stuff like that yeah, I'm actually in a lot of like discussions about this right now because there's like hard. Oh, yeah, I'm sure everywhere. you are. Yeah, um, yeah so so uh, <coughs> there are obviously like, a lot of websites out there like trying to use AI and doing a terrible job of that. Um, we don't allow AI content at all. We've had to let go of people who we caught doing this. Um, it is very, tr- at least with current technology, it is extremely easy to track and note. There's a lot of apps that help do this. Um, however, as a tool sets. It's very useful even now in its state. So uh, I think for process standpoint, I think it's there are some really cool things. So forget like the actual visual assets of what you're seeing there. There's like if you're making like a three minute, let's say I think a good example. If I was um, writing 
a ranking of something, right? I list five things. I five things that are explanation or five things that's really cool about uh, a trailer or like um, a bunch of reasons why Argyle bombed the box office, whatever. You know what I mean? There's there are tool sets now that help you create a framework right away, and it can it can if you are setting up your library in a proper way, or you have a work process flow with a team or by yourself of, of assets legally usable assets i'll say um it can give you a framework right away and it gives you beautiful transitions you can add effects you can auto caption and obviously captions have errors like we do on youtube you can clean that up there are secondary apps that help clean it up for you you can add a voice if you need narration or you can clean up your own voice which we do anyways so there's so much ai versions of ai i'm not sure ai filtering happening anyways when i talk to you there's static and noise and popping all being removed imagine ai version of that which cleans it up even more or enhances it or levels it out so there's all these little, little layers add on that i can create a product a starting point a draft one within minutes which would take eight applications in hours before so that's really cool because now anyone and this has already been the case anyways like we talk about how famous directors say you can make a film and edit it on your iphone now well this is like 10 layers more of that now now you can uh, a very creative person a year from now can create a beautiful animation hopefully uh or any that's it for content. me the accessibility like that, i think that's so overlooked you know that's it people yeah. who have never been able to express themselves or didn't have the proper tools and mediums in order to do it they're so they're they're becoming so accessible on you know even like you know common devices and uh yeah. with like you know low ram or processing power to the point that anyone you know can create art and that's that's what i'm about is like you know accessibility me so. too and, and like I'll give you an example of what like a use case i can see the future for us is what we're trying to do in our articles like if we have a really great feature and people it's doing great traffic but people are reading it and it's and it, and it makes sense for that piece of content to add more value to it we want to have a beautiful gallery of images if it makes sense and we're showcasing a, uh, a list of cast members or, or or art of a costume we're talking about in the case of the superhero film but maybe we want a video to explain that thing it could be a video review now with a, that may we may have a creator that can only do one or two of those a day if we have all that in place maybe we can do four a day you know what i mean for the for the same amount of effort or less effort you know what i mean so from a process standpoint we can like you said it can be lower cost it can be more accessible um where I draw the line right now is like in seeing something like this, we talk about narration and better voices of actors. Well, if that actor didn't approve their voice being used in this trailer. I say fucking kill the trailer. Yeah. Um, and that's you the know, problem. The same way Mark Hamill went after that one YouTube channel for like trying to use his voice. And it's like, it's a weird thing right now. So that's the sticky point, the gray area. And I don't want AI images or likeness of people without their permission. The compromise, though, is I do love fan art. Like I have, I follow, I, I yeah, so follow so many amazing artists on Instagram. Yes, who have designed their own starships from Star Trek and and characters or fan art of fan casting. Any of the favorite actors as another character. I've seen ten billion Keanu Reeves as Wolverine, and like it's really good art. <laughs> now, if AI generated that art, and we used it. It depends how you use it, I guess. Because also, I do like the idea of looking at like, here's the AI art of what Harry Potter characters would look like in South Park. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. Now, like, I, I don't know how to feel about that. That's a fun fan thing. It's not a monetary thing. It's, it's not, not a weird thing. It's not overstepping on what the actors and their agents are doing in terms of real real life work. But I don't know how I feel about like AI generated animated Henry Cavill as Superman in a video without him. <laughs> permissing and i don't know right. how the publicist and he would feel about that if a bunch of companies did that like what, you know i don't know it's, it's there's so much 
lack of understanding and and, and inexperience because it's such a new thing and, and there's so much newness we don't even know about yet like a year from now we could have the same conversation and there's shit we don't even couldn't even think of right now happening and, true and maybe there's a no. studio that's doing stuff like this i don't even know so no you're right i mean like um there's something like this week i uh was looking at ai tools and i was like all right let me like dive into this a little bit and there's something called like opus clips it's a good like AI tool for anybody who wants to like make shorts or whatever short form content for their videos. And I was like, all right, let me see what this is like. Did the whole free trial thing, uploaded a whole stream and they're like, boom, you know, it took like, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And they're like, it broke down like, Hey, this is what you can do for your, you know, uh, your clips. Yeah. I, I have a couple examples of that. We tested this just on the fly at Star Wars Celebration, but we also tested it for junkets saying, hey, look, we get our junket files back. We have an A camera, a B camera for the talent and like an X wide shot, right? And it's like, let's throw all three in there and see what it does. And it kind of auto cut it based on what they were yeah. doing. And the output is like, we can now just re move it around to, to adjust it. But that's a starting point. That was a very quick edit. To the main no, it was together. Yeah. And then for sure, same thing. It could take a, a three clips landscape cut it into a bunch of shorts at a vertical and it tracks the person's face and it's not the cleanest all the time, no. but it's a starting point and then we can adjust it. And it's like, it's just an extra tool. The editor can use the fast track elements and they can still control as long as they can control it and polish it. Yeah. There's some cool, and that's a very basic example, but um, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you because when I saw that and I was like, all right, let me see. And I was looking at how it did. I took like one of my film junket lives and I was like, all right, upload it. <laughs> took about 10, 15 minutes. And then it sent me like all the clips and I was like, all right. And I looked at, it, I'm like, huh. And it are, it already added captions to it. Really fancy. Like, boop, 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 huh. like, whoa, those captions look better than, you know, just me, like, you know, with my and, editor. And animated. I think it's the, the cool transitions yeah. and effects and like lighting effects and they're like, you can yeah. auto colorize and add a cool thing in the background. And there are cool little fancy things you can do. Yeah. And there's like, I see it on my iPhone all the time. There's like millions of like filters and app stores trying exactly. to sell like AI enhancement tools for like the basic video. And that's yeah. kind of cool too. Um, but, at, but at the same time, it was like, all right, but I, I do it in a certain way. I'm like, all right, if I'm looking at my screen, I'm like, I, I layer it up like this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it can't do that. So I'm like, all right, all right. So it it's not quite there where I want it to be, you know, when it comes. But I but I get it. it's like, oh, this is a great tool. It is a great tool. But, you know, at least for like when I do my clips or shorts or whatever the fuck, it just didn't like you know, work for how I did it. And, but, but it actually inspired me to be like, how can I make like that effect right there? And I researched it and I found out, I was like, Oh, I could do it like this. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. So at least it, it inspired me to do something like that, but I could see how AI tools can really help when it comes to like, you know, flipping out stuff and everything like that. But when it comes to like full on, like you said, like this whole thing, it's like, that's where it starts going like, whoa. And I've even looked at videos where I'm like, all right, so how do, you know, certain channels like create stories, literal stories that show visuals that are moving. And I'm watching, I'm like, okay, it's not just, you know, you put it into the AI and you say, do it for me. No, there's, there's a lot of steps that still go with all this. Don't think like, you know, you're just typing in chat GPT, make a Wonder Woman three trailer with Gal Gadot. It's not just that. There's a right. lot that goes into it, you know, but what comes out of it still is not going to be like, you know, anything. I think like, to, to, to that point, and even to Rob's point earlier about 
the permissions of it, especially when it comes to people who are either here or no longer here. I actually heard on a podcast earlier this week that I was listening to uh, the movie film podcast, Zachy Hassan and Brian Hall. Zachy brought up the point of um, how there was recently within like the last week or two, two comedians generated a brand new track or not a track, but a, a soundtrack of George Carlin. Yeah, oh, Will Sasso did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Sasso did that, right? And Will and Sasso they 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 didn't they did it without the permission of the Carlin estate. Now the Carlin estate is suing them mm-hmm. because they were just like, you know, this is we didn't approve this. This is not okay. So there's that whole legality of it that I think is still being testy in in terms of the industry, which I, I find not necessarily fascinating, but it's definitely the the biggest hurdle I think that they're going to have to overcome. This oh, isn't totally. like a this isn't like a James Earl Jones being like, yeah, you can use my voice for Darth Vader in the future. This this is there there's there those are the two ends of the spectrum, I guess I I would say. Well, the AI, all of this AI background yeah. actors, AI VFX, and AI writing are all part of the strike negotiations. Right, last year. right. So and that's going to become an increasingly important thing in that, and there'll be regulatory actions as well. But on the flip side. Uh, Ray, I see you in chat as well. I'm fail cube, by the way. That's just one of my YouTube panels. But what I was going to say is, I think these AI tools will be yeah, surprise. I'll be built in, um, built into these apps. I think you'll see. Like uh, I used to tw- stream on Twitch and YouTube a lot, uh, especially in the pandemic era. But I just never spent any time editing or pulling any clips or doing any social media. But I bet you, uh, if you pay for a premium program, a premium version of whatever you're using, it'll offer you versions of that for free. Where you just hit this button and it pulls you. 10 vertical, 60 second, 30 second, 50 second, whatever you want, clips. And it recommends a scheduler of like, it'll pop it out one a day for you. Or you choose and it'll optimize for you based on, you know, the best times for engagement. Yeah. And it'll do all that shit for you. And that'll oh, be yeah. great. Talk about accessibility. I can't share any media or do any clips or do any marketing because I don't have time. But man, if I could pay an extra $5 a month and it pulled the best 10 clips, all I have to do is approve that set and it'll choose the best times. It'll repost the best ones with the best engagement and it'll pre-link for my next one. Holy shit. That's all AI. Easy, easy stuff. So I think that'll be built into every single app that we're using, including things like yeah. StreamYard. So no, that the, those are the yeah, those are the tools that that that'll work. It's like if you can get it, and then it, even if you have to like slightly like adjust some things or whatever the heck, or like look over like because even like uh, the AI, you know, that Opus Clip, um, I think it's opusclip.com, Like when they, you know, they 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 go like, here's the captions that we pulled from what you were saying, and it's like you can go in there and edit and like make sure that they like, oh yeah, that's what I said, you know, because it's not going to be flawless. Even like uh, my editor that can actually transcribe what I'm saying, it's not flawless. You know, it'll like say like, you know, when I, when I say certain things, it'll be like, well, you, you said this. And it's like, no, I did not. Well, you know, just like adjust it or whatever the fuck, but you can go in, but it saves me time where I don't have to like go in there and just be like, Hey, I'm going to type out everything that I said right here. You know, everything it's a tool. It's a tool. And I think AI does, benefit creators for sure but you know like i said when it comes to certain things it's like yeah like certain things like this like okay cool but it's telling a story the voice thing creeps me out i'm like wow because that sounds too much like the you know the actress that is a star and i don't know if she approved this you know it's like that's where it gets a little freaky i'm like i would have been fine with just seeing the visuals you know, and not hearing like the voice, like show visuals and whatever, cool, whatever. But even that can be a little, you know, like, like you said, Rob, it's like, oh yeah, we got somebody that looks like, you know, it's Henry Cavill right there. It's, it's Batfleck right there. It's like, 
it's like one of those things, you know? So it's, it's going to be interesting. I do agree with y'all. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the whole, you know, um, intention consent, I'm all, I, I 100% agree with y'all. And, um, I don't think I communicated that uh, earlier when I was like, yeah. like, yeah, F yeah, AI, you know, like it animated, <laughs> you know, like actors and like voice and things like that. Um, no, I do think it's a, a, a great tool to create a framework and, yeah um consent uh you know first and foremost for sure that's it yeah yeah that's amen yeah but the free you know but like i said some visuals look pretty damn good and i don't know sometimes i'm like i'm like it's all about storytelling you can tell a story but i don't know it's like you could pull it back a little bit and just tell a story narrate it i don't know with your own voice i don't know it's it's such a it's it's just going to be interesting to see where this goes because yeah. I think I think at, at at some point we're going to get like we're going to get Star Wars stories we're going to get like alternate Star Wars stories that people are going to be you know posting online we're going to get alternate Marvel stories DC stories Harry Potter Lord of the Rings we're going to get all these like you know stories that like all right this is how I feel about this I'm going to put this out there and blah 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 and. And we're going to get all this kind of shit and it's going to be interesting to see how people react to it, to be honest. You know, I don't know. How are you feeling about it, Rob? Uh, I was going to say a few things, but I was just going to say about yeah. the, the consent part of it. Um, if there's not regulatory th- stuff very soon, you're going to see a lot more of that Taylor Swift craziness we saw. Oh, so, that's right. That's and that is like instant okay. like lawsuits. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so you bring up a good point because yeah, because of all the Taylor Swift stuff that's been happening, you know, where she gets put. But it's but it's it's, it's like it's likeness and marketing. It's like you know, I mean, it's everything. Yeah. It's everything. It'll be everywhere. You know, I can AI generate like fucking Keanu Reeves selling my shit on eBay or something. You know what Dude, I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know how many times I've like been scrolling through my shorts and I see Joe Rogan talking about some story, and it's not really him talking about a story. It's, just it's his thing. voice. It's his, it, like they'll, they'll show a clip from like one of his podcasts and he'd be like, dude, you don't even know about this. And they'll show that because his microphone is in front of his face, but it's his voice. And then it's his voice telling somebody about the story. And then they put all these visuals in front of it. Rogan's even talking about it on his podcast. He goes, yeah, there's a lot of shit out there that has my voice on it that I, I've, I've, yeah. And look, said. I hate yeah. to bring this up, but the, the 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 natural next step of that, and there's already AI doing this, is like you're impersonating political figures and journalists yep. and, and real life things, and you're causing Scary. real life yeah. international yeah. <laughs> incidents. And it's like you know, so so it has to be controlled as much as possible while we can. God, so. It's so scary. It's so scary because it's it's going to get to a point where it's like, how do we know if this is real or not? Or not. That's right. the thing. We're going to be in the matrix. We're going to be, we're all going to be like, <coughs> we're going to be like Thomas Anderson and being like, it's uh, ever seen that movie Will Smith, enemy of the state. When they yes, do, they're like Jane artificially Hackman. doing, ima- oh. imagine how easy that shit is. Now we can just frame people and make them do fake things. And oh my I can God. just, yeah, I can craft a video of you, Dave, coming to my house and stealing my car. It's like, you're not even in my country. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I don't I have a passport. Video. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh man, it's it, it it's freaky. Man. But you know what? To, to what Ray says, like the 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 positive nature of it, and the, I, like, I know we're dwelling on these negative craziness because that's yeah. what's happening right now, and it's not controlled yet. But the positives of this are incredible beyond accessibility. Like the idea of like what they try to do in the Mandalorian with bringing back young Luke, like the 
they tried to bring back a Luke for that era, and it looked weird, and the hair is right. But what, one day they can perfect that, and they could make that work for Mark Hamill and the production and whatever and whatever. And it's going to feel weird, but like beyond that, you can just improve animated film in general. You can you know, processes and voices and all this kind of stuff. And but in live action, you can you're not limited by all these things you were before. You know what I mean? So um, in terms yeah, of like and- enhancing with effects, so. Just like, you know, what you um, you and Dave pointed out, like, I think, again, you know, I'm calling this out. Y'all are, you know, human beings creating the content that this tool is helping you, you know, yeah. create a finished product with. Like, a, like it's functioning as a tool. You are the creative so- um, force behind the um, uh, genesis of this create of uh, this this uh, content. And this tool is helping you create it into a finished product. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, as long as it's still creator control and it's helping the process or allowing opening up new possibilities and new layers of creativity or just enhancing the uh, optimization of the process, the speed, cost, whatever, or accessibility, which is the key thing for everyone. But uh, if it results in more creators doing more things, that's amazing. Right. Or enhancing the bigger things. Uh, maybe Disney can stop spending $250 million to make movies that you know make half that secret invasion yeah yeah Yeah. it's like exactly (laughs) ai better effects for what's your face's arm (laughs) oh god yeah or they're opening title title credits whatever yeah which looks ridiculous right yeah they they did not look that great honestly did not did not but this is a good place to end this right here when it comes to ai and all (laughs) the stuff good conversation about it but I, yeah, I, I wanted to make sure to bring that up because that was like uh, a lot of people were talking about that this week. And it was just like, yikes. And OK, the technology's there, but, you know, whatever. But uh, I want to thank everybody who uh, who's I, I can't even remember who who's all been on here. William, Jordan, uh, Chris, uh, Axel, Axel, Travis. Travis, everybody who's been on here. This, you know, this was a big uh, vodka stream tonight when it came to the panel. And then, of course, I want to take, I thank Rob, Rhea, Phil for uh, sticking around, too. And uh, we'll go around the horn and just kind of, like, promote ourselves. First off, Rob. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, you can read our stuff on uh, <laughs> Screen Rant. I'm so behind the scenes now. You know what I mean? But uh, I know. I know. I get it. I, I, still, I still post on Twitter, sort of, I guess. I'm really bad about using my Instagram. I have so much shit for my trips last year. I never posted. Did we talk about yeah. that? When's the last yeah, yeah. You Because you had your special project, right? That you were Did I, Do we talk after that, though? A little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So we'll save that tale for another time. But I got to go okay. to Africa with National Geographic. So yeah. So, and I sure, just yeah. did interviews for it yesterday with the same people. The greatest natural history cinematographers and talent in the world for the biggest biggest flagship and greatest nat Nat geo show is launching in march called queen that's gonna be that's gonna be fucking watch it's mind-blowing yes Um, yeah can't wait yeah so i got video interviews going up on that very soon and then i have a bunch of personal experience uh content going up from from visiting these places across tanzania seeing some of these shot places they shot and some of the animals they were following so uh check it all out on screen rant and on twitter it's rob underscore keys there it is rare I just got to say, I've already, I think I've met like four Screen Rant dudes thanks to Dave's show. So like uh, Rob, Stephen, uh, Brad, Andy. Andrew. I'm like, I, oh, Andy. sorry. Andrew. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew Dice. Oh, Andy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I need to see all of y'all on a panel, just, you know, having a conversation (laughs) about something because you're all so different in your personalities and like, you know, your, your screen presence. So it's very Uh, fascinating. Screen (laughs) screen ran edition. That'd be cool. If I brought everybody in the stream, can you fit 650 people? Oh my God. Wow. It's an insane Um, operation. (laughs) I'll get mom sewer in here too, man. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyways. But yeah, I am um, uh, the Glimmering Harpy or like Glimmering Harpy on all, you know, social platforms. I'm most active on Twitter and um, I often, you know, get to spend time with friends on their panels and um, like, you know, just rant on and on uh, <laughs> about topics that are really, I'm really passionate about. But yeah, um, catch me in the chat. And yeah, thanks, Dave, for having me on. Yeah, always. All right, Phil. As always, my friend, thank you for the invite. It's always a pleasure to get in a chat with you and all of our mutual friends about everything nerdy, geeky, and pop culture. And it's always insightful to hear from Rob and talk, you know, shop and stuff like that. Um, and Paul, and Paul as well. Um, if anyone wants to follow me, I'm actually one of the few people on this panel who's not on Twitter anymore. I don't have that application on my phone you. or anywhere. Yeah, it's no more, no more. Uh, but you can catch me on threads, Instagram, and um Blue Sky, Vero, I'm there, just at Unfiltered. Um, if anyone wants to listen to my podcast, the Eternal Light podcast, a Batman-dedicated podcast I do with my buddy Craig, uh, we're doing a DC Extended Universe retrospective. We actually just dropped the Man of Steel episode last week, and we're going through them chronologically, movie by movie, in order of release. You can also catch me on The Four Nerds every Wednesday at 4.45 Pacific Standard Time. There it is. All right. Like I said, thank you to everybody who uh, showed up tonight. I think I covered everybody earlier, but, uh, you know, well, I'm just going to say thank you to who's remained. Of course, Rob, Rhea, and Phil. And uh, thank you guys for sticking around uh, for the long uh, stream right here. We, you know, good conversations, always great conversations. Hit that like, some thumbs up, subscribe, do all that. We will talk to you guys later.